Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Yay! Pacini joined in because he's the best. It's what we want to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Straight off the bat. Come on. Yes, you're hearing the fake laughs already. It's the Cold Dark Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Dulcet Tones of myself, Mafu, joined by the illustrious guest stars, Ooh Woo Woo, wow, it is Saudi Arabia, and Mr. Adam Pacini and Tom Campbell. Uh-huh. Hello. Merry Christmas, one and all. How you doing? How you what doing, boss, who already looks like you'd rather be anywhere else other than this? I'm really good. How are you? I'm all right. I haven't slept. No? No. Literally not slept. Or... Yeah. Literally, because I've got loads of playlists of stuff to listen to and listen to all of it. And they go, oh, it's when I haven't listened to all of it. I know that I slept. Wait, 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 what? I didn't. It's good news in my life, and I'm just too excited. What is the playlist? Oh, it's a good not sleeping. Well, this week, uh, it was Billions, the TV series that my mate lied to and said it was worth watching. Right. Rubbish. Right. But it kept you up all night. Well, you know. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> had any taste. Hey, Tom, how you doing? <laughs> I realized that we look like three completely different Grand Theft Auto 5 loading screens. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I keep getting that, Nico. When I wear this, uh, when I wear this nice tracksuit top, we look like Disco Elysium. We've got GTA. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, sorry, Tom. Yeah, whoosh. Take a shot. But yes, uh, we're filling in for the tired and worn out, bless them, Jack and Ross. Yeah, they've God worked. They've worked so hard, and they're taking a well-deserved break. So it's me and Adam filling the void. After I po- after I promised some people that I'd never guest on the podcast again, I'm here once again with the ill behaviour. Did you promise that? And one person who was very upset with me being on, I made a promise I would try not to come on unless I can help it. So, <laughs> right. sorry to you. Thanks for filling in. You're welcome. So, say you were the first to volunteer. Oh, I couldn't right. wait, man. I stopped me hand right up. Yeah. <laughs> up yeah. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> hey, some news. Sami Zayn versus Damien Priest becomes the least watched WWE Raw main event ever. Oh. Ever, ever? So ever, ever. Since uh, January 93, no other match has done as low as Priest and Sami, which had 1.2 million views, viewers. And it's weird because people go, hang on, some crappy match in 95 or 96 must have done badly. They were doing really strong ratings in 95, 96, even though the shog, haha, the show was bad. Yeah. I have no idea what word I try to say there. The shock was bad, and even when, like in like the mid nineties, you had the main event of Raw that would be on first, and then it would just be sort of preliminary matches for the rest of the night. Back in like ninety five, that was certainly the case. No other way to digest it back then, is there? Mm. You either watch it on TV or you don't watch it. You eat the main bit first, and then you just pick around the the plate for the rest of it. That's right. Rather than saving the best bit for last, which clearly wasn't that main event. No. Uh, Fox revealed that they've lost money on the WWE SmackDown deal, which I thought was interesting because it was amazing how much they paid 
at this. Uh, SmackDown was aired on Fox in that state since October 2019, but the show will head to USA from October 2024 in a deal worth $1.4 billion over five years. Fox has since noted that they opted not to renew SmackDown as advertising revenue did not provide a return on investment they found acceptable. Oh. It's just bonkers amounts of money, isn't it? I'd struggle yeah. to get my head around it. Like I'd like to sit here and analyze it as best I can, but when it's that kind of figure and they were they were losing money, I just I can't can't work it out. Yeah, and neither can Fox, apparently. No. <laughs> oh well. I think it's just a change in, in habits. I think it's I think people do forget, like we consume even based on ten years ago, we consume stuff very differently. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we're not gonna you're never gonna get those big numbers back for a, a show like SmackDown. And it's not out of for lack of trying, but it's just the fact that now our, our attention is pulled 400,000 different ways. Mm. People like listen to podcasts, for example. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, and exactly. Wrestling fans' mentality, they still tend to use the ratings, the TV ratings, as the biggest indicator of popularity. Wrestling's so hot right now. Mm. So hot. And people are just consuming it in different ways. Yes, they are. I was going to do some sort of segue into speaking of consuming something and do a James Mitchell joke, but I'm going to get the podcast in trouble. <laughs> you say white powder. That's how we've been doing it. So I don't want to say that. That sounds like someone else. Uh, he had some fun with his nose. He did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the most babyish way of saying it. Was sniffing out truffles. <laughs> yeah. But he, instead of truffle, he found trouble. Oh. Because there were reports that um, James Mitchell in this segment, which, again, I do love people. But a lot of people seem to message me going like, how embarrassing. Like, you know, it was planned, right? I'm not obviously going to talk Whoa, about Whoa, people too. thought that was legit and they cut At to At least a few oh, people like, you whoa, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> oh, we best linger on this for a long time. Hello, man. The people who talk to me are great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hope someone got fired for that Oh, one. no. <laughs> they caught him doing the thing. Oh, they didn't know the camera was on. <laughs> oh, anyway, no. so, and people were speculating, uh-oh, they're in trouble over that. And I went, oh, well, lads, like, let's, let's not get too worked up about this until something happens. Well, NXT's going to the CW network. <laughs> so it sounds like they've done uh, what happened to ECW with TNM. Now, mm. TNN got ECW just to get WWE. Or they went, man, it's really tough. Um, Billy Corgan... And the lads you can scrape together that haven't signed with AEW or WWE. <laughs> and those Damn it. If only something would happen to make this decision a lot easier. Oh, cheers. cheers that, those talks are already happening, right? Those t- the, 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 that, that doesn't take a week and a half, two weeks to come together. They no, were already chatting to WWE. Together. It is really funny that it's happened to them. How stupid can you be <laughs> to go, oh, let's let's do a just a, a, a quick cutaway of some bloke snorting white powder like, the value, oh, it's a good laugh. People will talk about it. Maybe people will tune into NWA. The downside is we've got sponsors. We've got a TV deal. Maybe we'll lose that. Now do it. Go but, on, crack but, on. Billy you know, Corgan's defense was brilliant. He went, ah, but the thing is, it's on pay-per-view, not on the television. Mm. They won't watch. They're not bothered that, if it's on the television. That's what Mitchell te- did as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did touch his I disagree. People go, oh, that's a good segment. I'll watch more. No one who watched that bloody segment is going to watch the end of it because of that. <laughs> I'm clutching at straws. I'm trying to explain no, there. Hey, I'm trying to explain hey, hey. Nothing but jokes here. Clutching at rolled up 20-pound notes. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to explain what their thinking might have been. Will, will that have piqued curiosity to get people to watch the weekly TV show? Of course it wouldn't but it has got them it has lost them a deal a very profitable deal 
destroy the broadcast. What? Bunch of tits. <laughs> what a moron. They can How do it loads stupid. now, though. Yeah, they do it because yeah. nobody's good, nobody can watch yeah. anymore. You know, the thing is, right, I'm genuinely... Po- <laughs> I, and, you, and you might... You're, you know, you might scoff at this. I'm genuinely pulling for NWA. Yeah. Because when... They, scoff, because, scoff noises. Because in, in 2019, when they came back and they did the stuff on the soundstage in Atlanta, I was like, yes, this is so different and so removed from what wrestling is. Nowadays, it, it's a nice throwback. Yep. The wrestling's good. The product's easy to, to consume. And, like, I'm really pulling for them. So when they went back to the soundstage and started doing stuff there, I was like, yeah, we're going back there again. There's a TV deal. That's great. Like, ah, great aesthetic. Yeah, Tom, you're just saying that because you're dressed like someone who's about to interview someone <laughs> on the soundstage. <laughs> well, I've, I've done TNA now. I'm working towards the job at NWA now. I feel like... For, it's very based, on brand. Based on, based on some of the rumours on this podcast, it'd be very on brand yeah. for me. Thank you, gentlemen. So there's the minister. <laughs> Fantastic, mate. Where do you think he got it from? <laughs> He's moved on from user to dealer. Yeah. I like this. Tom, Character Tom, development. Got to hustle. You're like Chris Jericho. <laughs> Always coming out good. Tom, Tom had something to give because he was full. <laughs> Just to the gills. Danhausen appears to express frustration with AEW. Wow, how unique of the AEW wrestlers. Um, I was like, what, what did he do? Um, he retweeted a CM Punk post from late 2013 that simply stated, this poop just ain't fun anymore. Uh, the posting question coming about Punk's memorable walkout after 2014 Royal Rumble. It may just have a stake and shake, in fairness. I mean, this could be quite brutal. Um, oh, that's it. Wow, that was not even well, repeating, was it? He was pissed off because he was meant to go on the... Was it the Halloween episode? It might have been the day sense. after Halloween. Um, and, and it would have been perfect for a character like Danhausen. And then they went, no, we won't do it. Then we'll do it next week. So I can understand why he was annoyed. People, are, people were waiting for him to come back and do things. Do you, remember, do you reckon AEW were like, oh, it was that pesky one woman's match we booked? <laughs> Damn it. They always take up the time. They're so selfish. <laughs> well, I hope they've learned their lesson. <laughs> Today's podcast is all about promoters learning lessons. <laughs> we're getting them all this week. Why? You're, all being, you're all being hunted down. Who's this on the NWA soundstage? It's Danhausen in casual attire. <laughs> he doesn't work here. <laughs> What's Handhausen doing in the NWA zone? What's he injecting into his arm? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't understand. laughs> Fun. <laughs> it's fine. No one's watching the pay-per-view. We're fine. Genius. Uh, Gunther, unable to leave the United States for the next six months. Bloody hell. It's a punishment worse than death, that, isn't it? You watch him put all that weight back on. <laughs> <laughs> there. Yeah, that's the news, yeah. Give it up, <laughs> John Cena says he can hear, quote, the silence of apathy when Austin Theory would perform. Whoa. He, he done him good because like he's he, absolutely well, skewed him. Theory, right? Uh, he obviously got the win over Cena, but didn't Cena do that promo where he went, "Even if you win, you'll still be the loser." Great, yeah. right? Undone everything. <laughs> and he, he proceeded. Ate him. He proceeded to give him nothing. In yeah. That Sorry, he obviously gave him offense. I mean, just no effort. Cut it super short. It was meant to go on like another seven, eight minutes or something. Cena was like, "Oh, it's only WrestleMania. Can't be asked." Yeah. <laughs> cut cut it short. Uh, he quote, "My biggest fear was apathy." That non-focused silence, there's even the sound of focused silence, but that non-focused silence is when you're dead in the water. Shout-outs to the mug. Um, Nothing I said to Austin out there, I wouldn't say to his face. 
we still talk on a reg. <laughs> Austin, come here. You crap. <laughs> we still talk on a regular basis, and I still try to bestow, 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 bestow whatever, bestow. on him advice. Oh. Quit. <laughs> I think he's working more towards connecting with the audience. Oh, Go sell hot dogs. <laughs> <in that. laughs> Go get a seat in row A5. <laughs> but I could hear the signs of apathy when he would perform. I know it's because I had plenty. I single-handedly ruined the ruthless aggression era by completely failing, being the ruthless aggression guy and failing. I know what apathetic silence sounds like, and that was my one fear. How can he? How can he ruin the whole era, but also be people be ap- apathetic towards him? Like, you, you remind you know, me of a young me. <laughs> I used to be crap and all. <laughs> what a pep talk, Austin oh. Theory advert mania. Well, that's what is he trying to light a fire under him? Or does he just not like? Yeah, and he's the hoping bloke. he stays there. It's <laughs> roast. WWE must be so annoyed. It's like one of their biggest stars ever. Going, oh, this new guy's rubbish, shouldn't he? <laughs> Don't watch him. Why aren't you doing anything? Because I've not given anything to do. Do something. <laughs> I can't. You know. Why can't you cook burgers on your hands? Because they're not high enough. Well, that's just a failing in you, isn't it? No, it's just, I haven't got grills for hands. Wow, theory. You look like you have something to say. Hands on the mic, you. Ruthless apathy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, slap silence. I mean, that that there's something in that ruthless apathy. That's good, isn't it? Actually, there's no. something in that ruthless apathy. Yeah, is this he... is what it is. Wait, there we go. Focused mm. apathy. <laughs> well, bored to tears. <laughs> slap. Could you do like a Lance Storm? I'm the boring guy. <laughs> Give it with it. Do you go all in on it? It's called him Buzz Killington. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that? I have looked up apathy in the dictionary, and this is not true. Apathy is defined by Webster as something <laughs> that isn't. Get people booing. <laughs> and the big news this week is, of course, TNA Wrestling re-signs Tom Campbell exclusively. Yes! Exclusively amongst Scott the Hollick and everybody else who can have them for 2024 <laughs> UK tour. Oh, so they're coming back. They're coming back indeed. Scott Demore told me uh, exclusively uh, for oh, Cultaholic that they are back next year. No date has been <gasps> finalized yet. They say once they catch their breath from the UK tour, and obviously they've got the TNA rebrand to launch, but they are coming back next year. And in Scott Demore's words, when we have those dates, we will send you the dates, circle them, because if you can't do them, we will kidnap you and you'll do them anyway. You are the you you, you and Grado, right? Are the two You, you and Grado are the must-haves for 2024. That's pretty cool. Impact President Scott Demore. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Just over the moon. It's going to be bloody... TNA Wrestling starring Tom Campbell in small writing, also CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine me and Punk rock up on the same day. <laughs> I would I would go out first and just do all his taunts. <laughs> <laughs> Come out to Cult of Personality before he does. I do all the stuff he doesn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'd like to introduce my new manager, Father James Mitchell. <laughs> It's Sega reference hey. in time! I feel online going, go on, Tom, get the bag. Oh, don't worry, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Thank you. Uh, genuinely, I've said this several times, but thank oh, you to, to, the, to the wonderful roster of Impact, the locker room of Impact. It were lovely. They were nice. There's, there's, you, hear all this, you hear those stories about, like, oh, the Impact lo- roster and the locker room are just, oh, like, uh, they're really, they're really supportive and they're really engaged and they're really locked in. I could tell you firsthand they were. They were lovely, honestly. Not a, not a, not a bad egg amongst them. We That's all had really a lovely good, time. I want. really want them to do so well. 
I think next and year they, there's a real opportunity for no, them just I, to storm I, it. Sort of come on. Goodwill with AEW is at an all-time low, and this is the moment for TNA to strike. The rebrand's going to massively help with that, but I actually think they could pick up a fair few of AEW's viewers mm. off the back of what's going on in AEW right now. It's a shame, because I thought AEW could have had a good idea by changing their name to TNA. <laughs> <laughs> but now Impact Wrestling have done it, so they can't do it. It feels like a kayfabe news headline, that does. <laughs> AEW in an attempt to re-engage fans rebrand themselves as TNA. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, when the TNA when the TNA contract hits you in the eye, something like something. A, that's they, Scott Dermore. Hey, got there in the end, didn't we? Uh, that's the news. <laughs> that's all the news this week. It's been really quiet. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now the prestigious Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, Halloween being over, finished, it says here, as opposed to being over popular. Uh, 17%. I think that was the miser Jack the Jobber there. Not a big fan of the Halloween. Um, Tajiri, the most underrated wrestler of all time, 23%. That was my pick. Underrated even in the... Tajiri? Because Kurt Angle had said he, he reckons he's the most underrated wrestler of all time. Yeah, fair play. Now, well, Kurt Angle says it. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the number one winner is Matthew's laugh during last week's Hall of Fame segment. I've not seen it. Can you give us a rendition? I don't think I can without the the uh, visual aid of what Ross was showing us. It's the box Ross, head, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, but it's going to sound like I'm laughing on command, but it's just because Joe's got this favourite. Joe just opens up his... his, his Stop it. I've heard a couple of your laughs. I'm intrigued as to which one it was because I have This hit seen me it. hard. This this was a like Mutley being kicked to death style laugh. This <laughs> Is that Von Wagner? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking good after the operation. It does look a bit like him. Who is it again? It's a football person, right? Uh, Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier. <laughs> Kieran Boxier, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Tom and Jerry gene. Anyway. I've heard that laugh of, yeah, I've heard uh, that laugh. It's where you start convulsing, like you're about to have Yeah, a, yeah. I, I was, I was just like, what's this going? So this is in the match, like, and, the, and you just hear me go, going, going, <laughs> <laughs> so go on, must, must check out. We don't have it on, on form here, but i got to look away. Matthew's laugh is there. So Ross was the winner. You were uh, sat in Ross's seat, so you can go. Sure thing. Uh, nice. I'm going to go for Big Brother. Nice. The television show. Um, it I was going to say, but yeah, perhaps it's not, the TV not show, not sibling. the... Oh, my more because you are a bit of a sibling. Tory, not the, you know, what you envision the future to be in an ideal situation. <laughs> We're already there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've become absolutely obsessed with it. Are either of you watching? I Sadly not. Good, on my own here. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I, oh, like I said, I am struggling to sleep, so I must bookmark this, because it might help. Wait, no, you need less things, fewer things to watch. How is it How is it in comparison to like the the, 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 sort of the, final, the, the final whales of the last season? I didn't watch any of that, so okay. I don't know. Um, I watched the first and I think the second series of it, and I think it's some of the best TV. TV ever produced, and I, I, I've been doing. I've been talking about it on my streams quite a lot, and some people are just like, "Nah, it's rubbish, isn't it?" Reality TV. It is fantastic. If you like a bitch, then <laughs> Big Brother is the, the the place to be. It's so good. I've got my two favourites right now: Yin Run, if no, uh, and Trish, who I was a bit lukewarm on, but ooh, she's 
She's come out and she's doing great stuff right now. Uh, it's just, it's a fun thing. I've been chatting about her with Andrew a lot. Andrew's watching as well. And it's the first thing I can think I've got into. You remember when you used to go to the playground and everybody would be talking about, I'm a celeb or whatever. Everybody's watching mm. What are you doing it. here? You're 23. <laughs> it's, it's excellent. And I'd, you're, you're too late to start watching it now. Oh, week and a half, two weeks to go, something like that. Oh, damn it. It's so good. I used to work with um, a guy who was the lead digital producer on Big Brother Big Brother Series 1. You'll find this really interesting, Matthew. Oh, good. Over 50% of the data transferred online in the UK was people consuming Big Brother stuff during se season one. Wow. When you say season one, do you mean the very first season? The very, very first season. Oh, could, I believe you, that. You yeah. could, you could what, over 50%. The hype was real. This was like, what, 90... <gasps> Nine? I, I uh, yeah, 98, 99, something like that. Because there wasn't much internet consumption then, but obviously Big Brother was round the clock. Jesus. Big, big lots of data because you could, I don't know if you could watch the live stream or you could do the catch up and you uh, get a little dot .rm file, real media file. Good <laughs> <job>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, for the old video format. Yeah. Up the RM. It was so big. <laughs> Nasty Nick was like the, the biggest heel. People yeah. wanted him dead. Didn't he have a book called How to Be a Bastard? Yeah, he really capitalised on it. And he played the baddie in Panto for a few years afterwards. Ooh. Good for him. Yeah. Good for, it's only a right game show. Put up a real good fight. <laughs> it's it's really... It's, it's making me so happy. I've got something to do every evening. I tune in and I sit there and I just go, Oh, I don't like that. That's not on, is it? Why? Why oh, two-faced bastards. <laughs> It's great fun. <laughs> it's not going to win, but I'm just having a way of time. Especially on Slack talking the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. I've got nothing to add apart from that. I'm just having a really nice time of it. So, Big Brother, it's it's great fun. Nice. Good show. Good, good hall of good hall of fame right. pick for Big Brother. Yeah. Up the Big Brother. I can't relate, but yeah. Hopefully people. Well, will you must go, have been like something that. like that before. You watch any reality TV, or are you above it? See, I'm not. I just don't generally like it, but I can't say, haha, that's silly reality TV because me and my mates used to watch every series, we stopped doing it now, but the, the Apprentice. Oh, yeah, fair. Because it did at one point vaguely resemble a show where you learn a bit about business and go, oh, okay, the show, then that right. And the, but now it's just like Lord Sugar arrives and goes, I want you to make a meme in 24 hours with these business analysts going, right, what are kids like? I don't know, cheese. Mm -hmm. And then just cuts to someone going, hmm, they, didn't, they don't know what children like. They didn't even ask a child. And it's just like, this is bollocks, this. It's all it? watered down to just the thickos who are just like, my first name is business now, and I am a shark in the business ocean. And they all yeah. shoot, shoot out platitudes like that, where, whereas in the original series of The Apprentice, you had maybe one that spoke like that, and you're yeah. like, oh, easy ass. But now they're all like it, because that, they realize that's what the money is in the idiots that yeah. are The Apprentice. That, that was the problem with Big Brother, right? Yeah. In the, it started off, and it was a genuine social experiment. Really interesting thing. You stick 12 relatively normal people in there, and you've got the weird, you've got the I don't want to say weird, but you've got you've got the weird the weird one like Anna the lesbian nun, all that sort of stuff, and then they just went right. How many nutters can we cram in? There was one series, Water wasn't it? it? Was like wasn't it like an albino, a blind person? It it only been like it's just set up to a bad joke. Yeah, right. Mm. But it was just like look at all the atypical people, I guess. Yeah. And like, all right. Now it's people that you might meet in the street. Uh oh. And I'm definitely not watching them. <laughs> it's very good. But you need that, I think. You need the sort of more bland 
people, for lack of a better term. Well, we, we know nutters them... are nutters, don't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. How, how fun's that? It's way more interesting when you get some relatively normal people and just seeing them interact and how do people behave. It, it, it feels like a social experiment again rather than a freak show. I like it. I like Thomas. it. Uh, I'm going to nominate my dad for the Hall of Fame this week, oh, right? For one particular sh- reason. No, it's only, only for one for one particular reason. You know, obviously, um, I'm I'm very much like I, I sort of try and model myself after my dad, like he's the best person I know. But there was, um, but one one factor that has always come through as as I've sort of progressed in this sort of world, my dad's always gone. Look, me and your mum will always keep you grounded. Well, I always keep you grounded. You came along to my uh, engagement party, Alex and I's engagement party, where my dad made a point to go around the room and go, hey, look, he's rubbish, isn't he, really? Like, let's, <laughs> he's not very good, is he? I mean, what? Yeah, it was just an old of, Tom. But it was, it was just like, we need to keep you grounded. And uh, I got my mum and dad and my brother tickets to the Impact Show in Coventry. They came along on the last night of the tour. So they haven't been to a wrestling show. I don't think my dad's ever been to a wrestling show I've done until then. And they were like, no, this feels like this is a big thing for you, so we want to come and support you. So I said, okay, I'll put you some tickets on. And uh, there's there's nothing that quite, like, calms down. If any sort of fears or any concerns or any uh, nervousness, anxiety about going out there and working for Impact, it goes away when you stand in the ring and everyone's cheering, having a lovely time, and then there's your dad stood up going, boom, get off, <laughs> get off. <laughs> A few times I looked over and I could see Dad going, boo! Mum filmed a few bits and you can hear on the side of the camera my Dad going, boo! That's great. Rubbish! So thanks, Dad, for always keeping me grounded. <laughs> on the on the last show as well, there was a bit where um, Eddie Edwards and I had a little bit, um, a little moment where I announced Eddie, then he came, then he called me over and he was like, you announced me again. It's been from the best place in the world, from the USA. You do all that. It was a bit of a classic house. I was like, yeah, 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 sure. So, and then my dad's looking over a bit like, like, and he, my dad did the thing where he pointed and then did like the fists, like, like, do you need me to come over? Oh. <laughs> I was like, do you want me to deck him? And so then, so we do the bit, and I announce it again in the car on the way back. He went, hey, you got one of them wrong, didn't you? <laughs> so what do you mean? I don't think that it is. So I was like, no, I don't think. Yeah, you did, because he called you over and said you got to do it. Oh, no! what a mark. Mark. I love it. That's great. <laughs> but it was great. So, uh, so you're da- stupid dad for Hall of Fame. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> my, my dad's always been uh, a big supporter, but he always knows how to bring me, make sure I'm grounded. There was a great one more story on, on that note. About two weeks before that, I was walking back from Tesco, and um, uh, I was on the phone to my mum and dad, like having, a, like having a catch up, and then somebody walked past who... Uh, watch, watches the channel. And they went, oh, sorry, mate, can I have a photo with you? So I said, yeah, sure. So I said, hang on a second, mum. And uh, I was chatting with this guy, and uh, we have a photo, and I have a chat with him and his kid, and then they go off. And I put the phone to my ear, and I can hear mum going, yeah, someone's asked him for a photo. And, I, and I, so then I went, oh, sorry about that. And I heard dad go, you prat, you, oh, do you want a photo with me? Did you pay him? I was like, no. Like, who wants, like, people just, does that just happen? People want a photo with you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, I was like, yeah, this bloody hell. Oh, look at you, Mr. Big Shot in oh, Newcastle. God. It was very funny. It oh. was a lovely time. So cheers, Dad. All of fame bound. <laughs> oh, so you're hoping he wins so you can embarrass him by going, look. Well, I, 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 imagine he, I imagine he will be suitably delighted that he is on the internet. <laughs> Am I on that YouTube now? <laughs> it's like, that's great, but I voted for Big Brother. <laughs> I remember the day I installed YouTube on my dad's old iPad and uh, 
because he, he wanted to, he said, how to get, like, someone showed me a video, this is years ago, he said, someone showed me a video of, like, uh, this guy crashing his forklift into a warehouse. I went, oh, that'll be on YouTube, I'll put the app on your phone, and he showed me it. And then uh, I left the house, and then mum texted me about an hour later, said, thanks to you, your father has just shown me forklift accidents for 45 minutes. <laughs> What's this, does he still watch? What does it? What oh, does he doesn't, he doesn't, look he like? doesn't watch. Oh, uh, he doesn't. No, he doesn't really watch the. Uh, mum, mum tends to watch. The, what do they watch? They watch. They watch a lot of investigative. You know the guys who do who read body language and stuff like that. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, like really into them. So there's a lot of those in there. Like a criminal psychology sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, where they just they watch. Yeah, they yeah. watch an interview and they will watch the body language and stuff. So they're really into stuff like that. Um, and then there's obviously they have the grandkids around all the time, so you've got like random episodes of Peppa Pig and stuff that pop up on mm -hmm. their feed. But then every so often, like they'll be scrolling through, I'll get a video of her going, "Oh bloody hell, he's never off the telly," and they'll scroll past, and like one of my videos will be there. And I just, I think it's a great way of figuring out if you'll get on with somebody or not. If you look mm. at their YouTube homepage and the algorithm mm. delivers a load of stuff, um, you can just work out exactly. Go on. Nah. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna YouTube, be all there? the um, barely sociable stuff about oh, like the US executive who died and. Oh, my watch history is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be. Oh, no. <laughs> I can I can go through my watch later. Toughest villages in Britain. Toughest seaside oh, yeah, resorts. The in Pemberton Britain. incident, an unsolved mystery. <laughs> Dead Canadians. Goldeneye speedrunning, of course. <laughs> I could have told you that one. All right. Okay. Without without judging. So mine, right? And, and this will this will intrigue some people. Mine is uh, Dark Side Phil Detractor. Nice. Uh, wrestling bios. Yeah. Or well, like one in a farm, you mean? <laughs> one of them. Uh, Dark Side Phil Detractor. Dark Side Phil Detractor. Um, Jonathan Coachman interview from Chris Van Vliet. Uh, Papa Meat is on there. What's uh, Papa Meat? Uh, he's the guy who does these really freaky animations. He did the one uh, with Bugs Bunny and uh, Alma Fugger. Oh, it stinks nice and good. Like that oh, one. Him. Uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, big clips from the Kurt Angle show. Yeah. Um, Chris Chan video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, just going through mine. And it's a dirt bike kid getting beat up by the great Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paolo Pipes, he's great. He's Paolo Pipes. Oh, he does lots. He does. He's not got like three or four videos, but they're really well done. It's just crazy icebergs about um, scams and failures on Kickstarter, nice. homemade weapons and stuff like that. This is a really good bit. What have you got, Paul? Uh, I've got Disney Parks Impressions, Star Wars and Marvel compilation. I think this has been it's been turned off. It's this bloke. This he goes around just doing. He's really good at impressions. So uh, and I did watch it okay. before, so I think this is stuff that I've watched before. Tim Minchin, canvas bags. Uh, Tom Scott, boarding planes could have been very different. Oh, I oh, Tom's got one in mine. Uh, I've got Vincent Price interview on Wogan. Nice. I'm not sure where that's come from. Well, okay. Uh, Shawadi under the moon of love. <laughs> Let's take a little walk. Sure, what do, what do. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping like no. someone's gonna do it, aren't they? I've got Derek Sandy, welcome to the Isle of Wight. Of course, it's Derek Sandy. Bo Burnham, some dogs, Sega Camp, Travis. Cool. One more, uh, and then we'll move on. Uh, no, that's your, that's your lot. I think. Fantastic. I got internet historian. Uh, I got well. King Cobra JFS nice. as well. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> is that that long form one, which is like the decaying life of King Cobra? That was just his stream from I think two ah. nights ago. I watch them all if I can. Beautiful. Go on. I did. Oh, I did mine, but no worries. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got <laughs> Dirt Bike Kid and King Sasuke. Oh, yeah. oh uh, Todd in the Shadows, 
Uh, again, more Billy Sociable, just depressing, sad stuff. Madness at Sea by Horse Horses. That's the name of the YouTube channel. What's this called? Horses. <laughs> Is it a horse just reviewing stuff? Apparently, yeah. Uh, a load of adverts for Billy Dominoes, which I don't eat ever. Uh, Trash Theory, which I think I like. Um... And one more. Oh, Mamma Muscles, of course it is. Oh, yeah. there That's he is. Wow, cool. man. So, That's way more normal than I thought. Why are oh, so weird? I thought it'd be all like clopping stuff, to be honest. Clopping? Yeah. Right. Is that like a horse fetish thing? <laughs> My little pony. I thought that was... Uh, you I thought, thought I was an MLP? <laughs> Why? I thought you were a brony. No, 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 no. I was never a brony. Oh, okay. I'd made uh, two of bronies, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch it with you because I like you, and I watch it going, oh, God. But, no. Uh, okay. No, no, I'm oh, friends I'm with furries, but I think MLP was where I drew the line. <laughs> right. You think I got really doth, defensive then, You think I? you doth protest too much. I know. Like, everyone's going to think I'm a bloody pony. I'm like, no, no, I'm a dirty furry. I'll take that <laughs> instead of a bloody pony. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, moving on from this weird conversation we're having to You're an even weirder fan. one. Speaking of stuff that I've been watching recently, because I'm a, obviously a bleeding weirdo, according to my YouTube history, uh, I've not been watching Big Brother. On stream last, it's something I know you're familiar with, I decided to watch for the first time because I've never actually seen it properly in full. Ghost Watch. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, isn't it brilliant? I, yeah. I, yeah. When, when you said that, what was the guy's name a minute ago? I almost made a Ghost Watch joke when it was like, what was his name? Like Sanchez Pipes or something. I almost went, oh, just, is that the Spanish Ghost Watch? Yeah. <laughs> right. Sanchez Pipes, the it's, Spanish version of Ghost Watch, obviously. Yeah, Ghost Watch. What's Ghost Watch, Mark? Very briefly, Ghost Watch was a British horror mockumentary TV film. First broadcast BBC One, Halloween Night 92, as part of the drama anthology series Screen One. So we watched it, and we went, this is really well put together. It gets got, got, uh, very unsubtle towards the end, sure, but the way it builds up to it, mm. to make it look like a proper, real show, with even being deliberately boring and having nothing happening for, like, seconds upon end, it's like, oh, I was really impressed. And so the people on Twitch that are watching it, who are probably watching this, hey, how you doing? So it was then funny to go and read how the BBC was sure, because they put guys like Michael Parkinson, Craig Charles, who was already in Red Dwarf by this point, uh, like Sarah Green, Mike Smith, people who were on the TV regularly, one of them was on Blue Peter, and it was part of that drama anthology series, as well as it being advertised on in Radio Times, and with a little intro saying, you know, hey, Gary for Ghostwatch, it's a drama, they thought people would be in on it. However, people were just not ready for that style, because it's made the look like a proper documentary, and it's very effectively done. Because even got Craig Charles and the cameras on going, it's a bit rubbish, this. What am I going to do if a <laughs> headless horseman comes in? How am I supposed to interview him? <laughs> and stuff like that. And he's just like, uh, just being Parky silly. It hosted it, wasn't it? Yeah, Parky hosted it. Parky that hosted it. And he was magnificent. It's a slow burner, to say the least, it's an hour and a half. And it's also just because, not just because of how well it's done and the little things with the mysterious pipes who they keep on talking about because uh, the cat ate his face and that's why he appears with like half his face off and just appearing behind people very, very briefly for a few seconds. It's also the fact that famously or infamously, people around the country did not all get that it was supposed no. to be a drama that looked like a real thing. So it was such a new concept at the time. Nowadays, one, of the, uh, one of the most complained about TV specials ever, I believe. Yeah, it, it's... To this uh, very day. It, yeah, it... it a huge media poo storm hit. Um, they did have, because they kept on saying, uh, please ring this number, blah, blah, blah. you know, Parkinson, that's my impression of him. Uh, and that was a real number. It was the old, the old one they'd have for going live and live and kicking and stuff like that. And the idea was if you rang it, it would be a tape recording saying, don't worry, it's not real, you know, there's, there's no one here at the end of this. But they take real calls, so people assume, oh, it is real. However, because so many people were watching it and ringing, 
to say, have you have you got any ghost stories? Have you noticed any goings on during the show? That it just completely crashed the the board, so no one could get to it. So people go in like, and so I come saying like, we're getting lots of calls at the minute. So they're thinking, oh, all right, yeah, you know, it's pre recorded like months ago. Oh, okay, I'll stop bringing it then. So lots of people thought it was bloody real, and there's so much stuff about it. But the, my favorite fact is the fact that allegedly a wifey sent in a bill to the BBC for dry cleaning <laughs> uh, no. because her husband had pooed himself watching the show. <laughs> That's the best press coverage you can get. Yeah, you except get the fact good. they went, oh, God, we have mentally scarred so many people. We're never showing this again. <laughs> and it was only like, what, 20 years later that they put it on DVD? Because due yeah. to demand, people going, what the hell? Reading about this, going, what the hell? Like, yeah, we need to see this. It's one of the best pieces of TV ever made. It inspired... Um Inside number nine, massively. They they did a basically. Like, they go, did, go, didn't they? People told me to watch. Um, oh, I've seen yeah. a lot of Inside number nine. Not not, not seen that. This, they did a live really episode, and it, and and, and oh. it was all put together like the live feed had crashed. And I remember going online and going, oh, "I'm gutted for like, like gutted for them that it's gone off air." And then you go, "Oh, you've got me. You've got me this this far down the line of the internet. You've got me." They're that Fantastic. good. Fantastic. They're that good. I, I think the, the I best. I love getting got. Yeah, oh, for sure. You, you know? fact, when it happens in wrestling, I still love it. Yeah. When we're all sat there at the news still desk, going, "Plenty in the tank." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that. It's like it, it, when a work shoot is done effectively, um, and especially like if they do it in a clever way, utilizing digital. I just think, oh, man. This is why I love it. This is this is so good. Um, the I, I think the best the best horror is stuff where it it builds and builds and builds. One of my favorite things ever, and I know it's also a favorite of the Inside Number Nine. Is it Shearsmith and Pemberton? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, is Woman in Black? I don't know if you've ever seen the original ITV. I think it was broadcast on ITV uh, before Daniel Radcliffe did it. The bloke who plays Daniel Radcliffe's father in Harry Potter. James Potter, I want to say, he plays the lead role in Woman in Black, and it's a re- it, it it's absolutely excellent. It's all about the build, isn't it? Hard, it? When you get something where nothing happens for the first half, except for little bits, yeah. and I, I probably went through the same thing as you. I was watching it on stream, that Ghost Watch, a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh man, this isn't right for the audience. Not enough is going on here, and then something happens, and it's a roller coaster. Yeah. It's amazing. Great bit of telly. Oh, and again, shout out to what I talk back to Luca about this, but again, just one of the great things they did. And we're looking at the footage here of the girls in the bedroom, like that. And they're just seeing any ghostly goings on, and you can clearly see an outline of a dude, and no one's paid attention to it. And then they're like, oh, we just got a, a, a phone call from someone says uh, they said they saw someone by the, uh, the, the curtains there. Let's go back and look Rewind at the footage. It. Nothing there. there. So oh. good. So good. It sounds so simple, but you're like, and then people are watching us going. Oh, no, I, I saw it. Imagine I saw it. In the dark of the home, we just hear your wifey going, oh, can you get me some new phones? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The BBC will pay for this. <laughs> it's a good Hall of Fame, isn't it? Yeah. Got, uh, that. Yeah. Like TV weirdness. We've got Big Brother. Big Brother. My dad booing me. <laughs> I probably should have picked up a family <laughs> member thinking about it like that. But uh, and uh, Ghost Watch. In brackets, my mum, whatever. Um, <laughs> my mom, just keep the family feel. Doesn't work at all, does it? I've dropped the ball there. Uh, if you would like to vote for any of those magnificent picks, and why wouldn't you? Please go to patreon.com forward slash colorholic. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Smackdown, a.k.a. the Night of Night. 
I get them all titles. It's good, Dad. We haven't had those for a while. Jack can't be bothered. Uh, (laughs) LA Knight and Roman Reigns have a war of words to kick off SmackDown. Knight said he was a step ahead of Reigns at every turn. Reigns said Knight was a redneck cosplaying as The Rock. That's right. (laughs) Their back and forth concluded with SmackDown GM Nick Aldis and referees breaking up a shoving match. But we're expected for this, huh? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was decent on both sides. Uh, LA Knight came out on top, didn't he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's one of them where I don't, I de- never thought for a second that LA Knight was going to win. At no point in this in this build have I thought that. I thought the promo was really good, and I, and I left going, that was really good. I mean, he's not winning, but it's really good. Like to to contrast it with Sami Zayn just before. Elimination Chamber in Montreal and he cuts that promo and this part of you a part of you that goes actually might maybe they'll do it yep I did, I, I've never got that at all from the bill for LA Knight no but yeah. we're so sort of disillusioned with it now we, yeah, we know so. he's not dropping mm. dropping it before Wrestlemania I do think overall this whole this whole Reigns thing has helped LA Knight which is the most important to be thing. in the was, in the mix with it yeah for sure yeah yeah he didn't feel out of place did he no like, he deserved to be there yeah. he's not winning but he's come out of that looking pretty strong. I agree. Uh, by the way, the SmackDown was pre-recorded, so yes. they could get to Saudi Arabia on time. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory with a pop-up powerbomb and a stunner. Owens also hit a lovely fisherman's buster off the ropes too. I do like that twisting thing he does. Mm. It's just like that. It feels like that bit in the roller coaster where you're just about to go do, and then you go down. Right? It, theory is toast, is he? <laughs> he just. That's I, not. No, that's not fair. Toast is nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny to have a guy who, like, just two years ago was was so... And I think it's a big example of, like, the, the power of one man, a muck man, in terms of who goes where and where happens when. And because Austin Theory, who, who was very much the center of attention when Vince was in control of the booking and the politics there, now he's not. He's just floating around. Yeah. He just feels like, like Grayson Waller, I think, has surpassed him. Oh, he, 100%. Yeah. Like, and, he was, and, and he was, like... He's, Grayson Waller is essentially where Austin Theory was a few years ago, but he's already just shot past him. You see yep. what I mean? I, I, I've never, ever cared about Austin Theory on main roster WWE TV, and they've given him so much. They've, they've done. So, he, he's always on the show. They've given him massive wins. He could do anything at this point, and I just, I'd just be like, oh, God. I, I'm, I'm not especially entertained. You're, you're totally right. Grayson Waller is way more entertaining, and actually pairing Austin with Grayson Waller has just shown some of Austin Theory's flaws. Hmm. If it's only like there Mark was... Marrow was Sable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What they could have done with really is a heel like that could go in the middle of the card or above the card who can work with anybody, who can talk really well, who doesn't need the wins and still looks good. If only they had someone like that. Oh, wait, they did. It was Dolph Ziggler and they sacked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is, this is exactly the role that Dolph Ziggler could be fit in and doing better at it. You know? Yeah. Mm. Just said he's going to be on Desert Island Graps with Tom oh, in a few months' time. If he responds to my email, he will be, yeah. Oh, come on. Just show up. Looking we'll, we'll down the camera. As if he's watching now. Come on, Nemeth. Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. Come on <laughs> the water's fine. Come on in. Please. My dad is Nemeth. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only highlight of this was Austin Theory forgetting he was pre-taped and going, Kevin Owens, <laughs> he's so ugly. He's not going to need to wear a Halloween mask and then the commentary going, and think Corey Graves, one of the saves of the century, going, wow, that's a lot of damage to do. An entire year. <laughs> Good lad. Backstage, Kathy Kelly interviews Bianca Belair. Belair says it's pers- It says it's person? Personal. Personal. There we go. But is quickly attacked from behind it's by Damage personal. Catal. 
It's person and gets hit. <laughs> that was gonna say it's it's person, it's dog, it's <laughs> it's woman, it's TV. It it damaged guitar. <laughs> Later Bailey says that after she beats Banker tonight, it might just be her the CEO at Crown Jewel. That she's only messy. Or is she? Well, it's like Big Brother. Aldous bans damage control from ringside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just happened. Aldous might be the best dressed man on television right now. I love his suits. Yeah. Until you pop up on TV. And then, I, and then when, <laughs> when that happens, obviously. But it's like, Partridge. I've just seen it. It's part. That's what Partridge wears, isn't is it? it? It's, the pink, it's the pink shirt. It's, it's Partridge. Yes! I've just got, yeah. Like trendy 55-year-old Partridge. That, that's pretty much around trendy 55-year-old Tom yeah. Campbell. Pratridge represents. Partridge in general or a specific thing? Because pa- I think I'd like the, the, Tom's outfit. Yeah. He looks like Alan Partridge. Oh. And I have an oast house. <laughs> Where's an oast house? It's a house that you keep oasting. Okay. Well, please keep on extending this <laughs> podcast. Link. Um, Logan Paul bumps into Lashy Stable, and the three men celebrate Logan dropping Rey Mysterio. Logan says he'll do the same at Crown Jewel. No, he won't. He'll catch him. Uh, B Fab approach Lashley and ask for a bit of chin, a bit of a chin wag. And, oh, there she is. <laughs> Every episode you go on, new stable mate? Question mark. <laughs> I think so. How are you feeling about it? Great fit. Yeah, B Fab's are doing a lot. So and and B Fab's B Fab's a great mouthpiece and like potentially like a big character if they invested in her. That's and it. I think She's... this is the opportunity to. She's got a lot of work to do, hasn't she, still? But being in a stable with Street Profits, who have been there for quite a while, Bobby Lashley's been doing it forever at this point, that's how people grow, for sure. I think B-Fab will be a really, really good fit in there. And I think people are writing her off a little bit unfairly Big already. Um, but I think she's got potential. I think she's done enough to have much of a assessment. It's like it's the Hit Row Association, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It's, just, it's come from that. And Hit Row came up, got sacked came back, one got sacked. Um, it, people aren't especially uh, optimistic about it, but with B-Fab, I think she'll be a really nice fit there. Hmm. And Judgment Day have got a woman. Why can't Bobby Lashley's unnamed stable have one as well? There you go. Equality. You've resolved that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Flair and Shotzi defeated Piper Niven and Chelsea Green in a non-title match. Uh, once was, Charlotte... that your, was that your Samantha it was an impression? <laughs> I'll do it fully because then she'd be out of job. Once Charlotte got in, <laughs> it was curtains. Well, Pipes was there. Uh, Flair hitting Green with a big boot to the face for the win. Uh, yeah, I've just put, oh, okay, great. It's the Charlotte Flair push. She's OP compared to everybody else. Uh, whatever. Uh, I, do, I, do love, I do love a good tag champions getting beat story. Always works. Wonders for the champions, especially when there's no, un- unless they're planning to really invest in Charlotte Flair and Shotzi team. It just feels like giving Shotzi and Charlotte something to do. You wonder what they talk about afterwards? Ah, what are you doing later? I'm just going to posh, polish my tank. What are you doing? I'm just going to go back to my big house. How do you maximize your minutes when the booking's like that? What can you possibly do to make people care? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's booked a certain way. What, what can they do? Yep. They're put in a rough position there, I think. I agree. I've got anything more to add. So I'd have Shotty come out in a tank and Charlotte come out in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> At the same oh, time. Like the Centurions. <laughs> yeah. They're going away on boat, don't worry. Wheeled Warriors just coming yeah. out. There we go. So Zakoa finally talked in order to taunt John Cena. There we go. Heyman says Roman has turned to Solo and that Solo will one day be the tribal chief. Solo says they're here to talk to Cena face to face. Quite softly spoken. John Cena unleashed a 90-second verbal assault on Sokoa, asking him if he knows who he's in the ring with. 
Cena says the only reason Solo got a job of uh, got a job is because of his cousin. Calls him a bargain basement Taz ripoff, saying I, he'll shove his thumb up his bottom. I put two Zs there on Taz. What would, you, what would you prefer? I use this WWE. That would name. make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You happy with that? That would, that would imply that he's still there in, in AEW. That's Taz with one Z. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Taz with two Zs just disappeared in 05 quietly, I guess. I think they should have kept him quiet, to be honest. Uh, like Solo's promo was it was fine and everything. Fine he, speech. He, he, <laughs> he didn't say much. It should have been a really, really big deal. He's finally talked. And he was. He was softly spoken. It was fine. Nothing offensive about her or anything. But that, I think, should have been a really, really big moment. And they tried to sell it as such. And then it was just like, oh, and then John Cena comes out of Rex. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. it's just like, don't talk anymore. Yeah. I've got to, like, my, my voice is all knackered. No, he was, he was softer than that. Hello. No, his voice. <laughs> that's hello, that's hello. Me. hello. Hiya. Hiya. My voice can is shagged. I'm hit, still going to beat you. Can I hit you with my thumb? <laughs> oh, no, I was doing Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I realise now the communication so, issues. So right? was Sorry. I. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Solo should have been like, <laughs> just been like a Shakespeare actor. Ah, oh, uh, do you want a dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> no, we want a quiet, boring voice. Heavens father. above! It is Cena. <laughs> yes, but, it uh, is no. Jonathan Cena from off of the wrestling. That's why he's taught before. This isn't his first time speaking. Main so, roster. It is. I heard no. him order from Tesco. I don't really want him to be like. Yeah, here's a big promo or diet driver or like that. Someone's like, yo, I'm going to beat you up. I think he's just better. Do the Goldberg thing, right? You got Paul Heyman next to you. Yeah, right. He he sounded a little bit unsure of himself, didn't he? Because he's going against the greatest of all time, don't you know? Yeah, well, he is, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Cena came out all croaky, sound like dial up Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) like a real media file. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) And uh, just like, yeah, shut up, you bum. Sound like dial up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Saudi Arabia. I'm gonna go to Saudi Arabia. I'm gonna thumb your ass. And Solo says, "You can do that here, you know." <laughs> I'm going to Saudi Arabia to stick your thumb up your ass. Yeah. Go to Saudi Arabia, stick your thumb up your ass. <laughs> Saudi Arabia, stick your thumb up your lads, ass. Lads, 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 lads. Pretty deadly defeat. The Brawn and Brutes in a good old-fashioned Donny Brook match. I nearly said that while laughing. We saw Shillelaghs, broken glass, flying trash cans, barstools. After Ridge Holland was thrown through a pile of barrels, Elton Prince hit Booch with a bottle that helped Kit Wilson win the advantage on the ropes. This paved the way for the tasty snacks ooh, 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 to drive their <laughs> tough opponent through a table with spilt milk for the victory. That's your that, Right, that's right. I loved it. I just think it's so bloody fun. I really, really, and it's 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 like a holiday special sort of. Throw together uh, like it's a pre-tape, so give the fans something to get excited by. I love watching Pretty Deadly. Mm-hmm. I think everything they do, they show such tremendous chemistry. I just sit there having loads of fun. I love them so much. I think they're great. Because Ross isn't here, I'll do an honorary uh, move of the week. I don't know if Joe wants to do his thing here because it's not really my thing, and Ross might sue me. Oh my! Oh, oh baby! <laughs> The Pretty Deadly come out, and as you know, they do the John Morrison-style slow-motion things, their amazing theme plays. Uh, the Brian Brutes attack them during this, sig- this mm. bit, and when they started hitting them, the slow-mo stopped. I thought that was brilliant. It was. It was really that good. Was very simple and effective, yep. like Ghostwatch. And I'll say this, I was a bit numb to it because we just had 
several weeks of it's Halloween, moo, get ready for the candy cane, pumpkin, blah, blah, blah match, which you had NXT, AEW, SmackDown, whatever. But yeah, it was well done, considering. Um, I'll put down here, really rough spilled milk on Butch. There, see how you like it, fridge man. And then I put, uh, Prince got folded in half. All my dreams have come at once. Um, <laughs> I've also put crazy blonde one, took a power ball off the apron through a table, then got up the glass shot. No sell everything, AEW sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good match, wasn't it, Tom? That's great, isn't it? Ray Mysterio hit Logan Paul with a microphone during the United States title weighed because there was a yellow page as you found <laughs> <laughs> I try to stop myself saying it they're oh, right. Wait, look who I'm with yeah they'll get it they apparently uh, filmed this the week before like two weeks before oh did oh. they yeah last time Logan Paul was on Smackdown they filmed it then oh, I thought it was done out in Saudi Arabia and then they just sent no. so I they we transfer it really I just we put, transferred <laughs> it <laughs> I just put lol look at this fake press conference <laughs> <laughs> I'm the moron. I didn't even pick up on you that. You think Because <laughs> I was like, I don't remember seeing like, any of the press like two lads here with like it. doing the like jingle jangle thing with the phone to microphone there off like slightly off camera and it yeah. looks like there's people there. Where was this? <laughs> so what press conference? A1 picture of the Saudi Arabian <laughs> landscape behind them. Like, well, it's definitely Saudi Arabia because you can see behind them. I wasn't looking out for it yeah. and I was just like, oh, I, I remember thinking, oh, it looks a bit low budget, but I didn't think yeah. for a second it would be fake. <laughs> I got works! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. With that. Hey. With that. How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, great! Yeah, 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 good lad. Pull the wool. Ghost watch all over again. <laughs> yeah, right. It was really boring, nothing happened, but you got work. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened, it was great. Berger Belair defeated Bailey. Damage Guitar were banned for ringside. In the final moments, the EST of WWE stopped the role model from using Belair's ponytail against her and blasted her with it to set up the KOD for the three count. Mine got, as the Germans may say. Um, and then post-match Belair KOD's Bailey through the announce table to end the show mm -hmm. okay yeah. mm. I love that yeah I'll good figure. start there's a lot more to talk about Bailey, but we should probably do the pay-per-view first yeah, shouldn't of course we? that makes sense uh, we have to? oh no we don't AW Collision don't you forget about Keith again ah that's good because Art start after AR Fox attacks Swerve during his backstage promo. Love that happening. Really, yeah. I, yeah. I like that. I really like yeah. that. I thought it was good, especially with the pyro going off as they yeah. brawled down the ramp. I thought it was a nice touch. I was going to say, if you don't know, on Collision, they started differently to Dynamite. We don't blame you for not watching. We've seen the views uh, that they're getting. That they go like, tonight, I'm going to beat you in the ring. Blah, blah, blah. And then someone else goes, no, I'm going to beat the other guy. And then it's because they AR, uh, Swerve going, well, and then just get a word out before AR Fox attacks him. And then because the show intro is still happening, they go, Saturday, Saturday. And then they come out. It's good, one. Great, that was brilliant. And then yeah, boom, 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 boom. Welcome to AEW. Oh, there they are. So loved yeah. that white heart yeah. start for Collision. Nice. But Swerve picks up a clean win in the opening contest with a double foot stomp. The Gates of Agony. Oh no! Joined Swerve to attack Fox until FTR showed up to make the save. Ricky Starks and Big Bill came down to the aid of the Mogul Embassy. LFI sprinted down and helped clear the <laughs> ring of the AEW, still with me, AEW World Tag Team Champions and the Mogul Embassy. FTR offered to shake LFI's hands, but LFI declined and left the ring. The House of Black had been waiting on the whole time too. It's like the last season of Bleed Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right, yeah. a lot I tried to make that as concise as possible. You did. That, that's you did. That, that, <laughs> that's that is tricky exactly one. what happened. House so. of Black were watching, but lots of bodies, lots of moving parts there. Yes. It was all good. Enjoyed the match. I, I put Swerve is killing it right now. I uh, put unsure why they're doing the Hangman rematch. <laughs> why bother? Well, that, that opinion would change later on anyway after Dynamite. So and I put, why are all these people here? Because <laughs> 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 they've done this for the last few weeks. Like, and they're all out here. And you're like, yeah, but why? <laughs> this, this, oh, whatever. 
Uh, the Kingdom came out, wheeling Roddy Strong into the ramp. The Kingdom squashed their opponents, <laughs> then Roddy... Ramp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big just, turn. It just, says on to, it just, says on to. Uh, we'll park you here so we know where you are once you finish the match. glitches through the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy no clip <laughs> strong. The Kingdom squashed their opponents, then Roddy rolls in and hits a big D before heading back to his wheelchair. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, bless him. Glitching into the ramp that way. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just, just keep on being hammy little gets, don't they? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen faced Lance Archer and beat him with the Destroyer from the top turnbuckle. Bloody hell. The referee stopped Jake Roberts from using Allen's skateboard against him and ejected him from ringside. Uh, Allen hit a Destroyer. It's so hard for my brain to process Darby Allen. I think I'm going to Allen. In. Just think of the name Allen. Allen. Yeah, it's just Allen, isn't it? Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah. Just think Allen. DA hit a destroyer from the middle rope to pin Archer and win the match. Roberts came back out and said he had more guys to fight Darby with and brought out the righteous. <laughs> As Lance takes this opportunity to batter Darby in the ring to look strong, even though he just lost. Yeah, I don't understand Lance winning and then um, the righteous not getting involved. The beatdown would have made more sense if they just walked down the ramp and helped him out. Uh, I think Lance Archer's a bit done for, isn't he? Like, well, I, this feels I, I like a, this feels like a final roll of the dice for him, really, to put him in with the righteous and Jake and all that. Exactly. It, it, I almost went, well, it's a fresh start, isn't it? Final roll of the dice is better, <laughs> way better. Mm, yeah. And I really like Lance Archer as well. I just think they could have given him. Giving him something a bit better. Well, they the whole time. In fact, I don't mind Jake Roberts with the righteous as as yeah. a as a as a setup. I think you alter Jake Roberts' ring a, like attire so he's more in line with the righteous. Like aesthetically, you could make it work a little better. I think that's a good show. I hadn't really thought about that. Make you know, give him something like give him like some like long like white robes or something to make him more aesthetically. In keeping with the righteous, because he literally he doesn't have a costume, does he? No, he just but comes he could up have one for wearing. this. It's like a it's yeah, you could, you could like almost that. you could almost do what they wanted to do as Jay Roberts as the higher power in 1999. You could almost yeah. do that sort of thing there. It's just like a soft spoken guy who just goes, "Now, my children, off you go." Yeah. Like as opposed to what we've got now, which is Jake Roberts ready for a car boot sale. Yeah, <laughs> it came up. It came up the other week. It was the anniversary of him turning up. In ECW, in like oh a wig and, in a wig and Warriors yeah. shirt. Yeah, like, I have seen that. Like, like, oh, have you not? They were sponsored by Google 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 Google. Right. But Jake Roberts, no, I've not seen this. Uh, Wigan, ECW '96. No, it's November to November '98. I had it on tape. Yeah, November to November '98. And he just turns up as Jake, as Tommy Dreamer's mystery partner. Just put ECW wearing, November. He's wearing a Wigan Warriors yeah. top. Sorry, I won't tell you what to do. You're very good. I'm a bit of a control freak. I'm apologizing. Yeah, go on. See if he, yeah, Wait till it, you see this. November 2. No, it's ECW, yeah, yeah. not WCW. Correct. There you go. <clears throat> there it is, the top top left picture there. There's a perfect ah, one. The Norweb. Norweb. <laughs> he wasn't living in the UK by this time, was he? No. I think he must I don't have know been how given, he had it. He must have been given it. Or like, why did, he's wearing it. He must have done a show in Wigan and then must have, like an old wrestling boy from Wigan must have gone, here you are. This is for you, Jake. Do you remember oh, your shit bag? He went, oh, I'll wear that on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at ECW. It's a Wigan to November. <laughs> <laughs> what? But is that that, that thing that's been going around? Was it the... 
don't know who they are, some duo who've gone over to play, I think it's in Texas, and they got told the name of the team was the Texas Rangers. They went and got Rangers gear, and it was Glasby. Oh. oh. <laughs> they look cool, but they're like, why is no one reacting? They're like, <laughs> just texting people like, oh, good. We just typed in Rangers. <laughs> anyway. We didn't think there'd be another one. Yeah, you know, Glasgow, Texas, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, Derby took a lot of big beating, but in fairness, he takes us every single match. So I'm like, okay, good on you for taking another beating. Yeah, it's hard to care at this point, mate. Sorry. Mm. Uh, Lexi interviews Alex Abrahantes, but is quickly interrupted by Swerve and Nana. A match is set up for Wednesday's Dynamite. Swerve versus Penta. Because Penta won on Rampage. And another three-way, please watch Rampage, please, Luchador match. Uh, the acclaimed and Daddy Ass had a special celebration for reaching 69 days as the trio's champs. MGF appears on the Tron to give props to Max Caster as Caster almost spunks his pants. That's what it says here. <laughs> as they were preparing to wrap it up, that's the segment, not the pants, Dalton Castle and the boys appeared. Castle smashed a 69 trophy uh, the acclaimed had made to initiate a fight, which turned into a match for the trio's championships. The acclaimed and Daddy Ass beat them in about three minutes. Attack uh, that ass and it scissor me timbers to boy one, fame asset to boy two. The arrival in the mic drop finished the match. Largely happened picture in picture. What a big nothing burger this was. Mm. I'm glad that the acclaimed are selling a ton of merch, but it seems like since they won the titles at Wembley, all we've seen them do is where the acclaimed is it come buy your tickets to see us exist. It's weird how winning belts has made them less visible. Yeah, I I feel like they're an act that I would love if I was there live, but I don't want to watch as much on TV. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's really fun joining in with all the the stuff if you, if you're there, and they're, they're still like super hot, they're super over crowd are really into the whole cheap yeah. sixty nine days thing. And I think that's great, and it should come across better than it does on TV. Maybe I just I, I just thought oh, that's all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Like I said, they're over wherever they go, and the, obviously they're selling loads of merch, but it's like cool. Can you do something now? It's mm. been months since you beat House of Black. Oh, well. Fuck me moaning about my wrestlers wanting to do stuff. Uh, backstage Andrade says he will give his answer to CJ Perry face-to-face -face as he continues to do even less every week. Cheers, Andrade. Uh, Mark Briscoe, Dustin Rhodes, and Keith Lee defeated the Sex Stallions. Uh, I love these subtle wrestling shows. Eh? <laughs> A match was set up earlier in the night when Kip Sabian and the Workhorsemen are super underrated. And Briscoe should find some partners. Briscoe got the pin for his team in a short but spicy match. And after the match, Briscoe says he wants a match against Jay White with Jay's title shot on the line. Mm. Okay, mate. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine I have anything more to add to that. Just a I nice six man. Going, going, it's, it's so good watching AW Dark on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> then, thank God, Willow Nightingale defeated Emi Sakura, giving us a reason to watch this bloody show. Uh, getting the W with the Dr. Bomb, following a back and forth contest. Thank you. I Pretty love good match. Two. Yep. Great chemistry. Always enjoy Willow Nightingale's work. Mm -hmm. Like, very intrigued to see, like, the story that sort of rumbles on with her and Julia and, and, the, and the mist that is poisoning the mind. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Uh, backstage Mojo says he's beaten everyone. Keith Lee disagrees, and the match is set up for Wednesday. You haven't beaten them. You haven't beaten them. You haven't beaten them. You haven't beaten him. I haven't beaten her. I'd be great. Keith Lee mentions everybody but him. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 He's so humble. Saying. Actually. So, all right, <laughs> Keith Lee. Um, oh, God, that's his new gimmick, actually. Actually. It's probably, it's probably his name on Twitter at some point. Uh, then LFI and FTR. Oh, so we're getting Keith Lee and Joe Neck on Dynamite. Oh, more not to come. Can't wait for that. Put in, put in <laughs> that because, oh, boy, howdy. Okay. LFI and FDR defeat HMV. 
and, <laughs> and DFS. Um, DFS. DIYSOS. And the FBI. So Big MFI. So it was Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and the Gates of Agony. Roos scored the win for his team, but LFI refused to shake FDR's hands. Then all of a sudden, House of Black appear on the screen, going, <laughs> I wish they were just going, <laughs> When the lights come back, they're in the ring and attack the top guys. Fortunately, Claudio and Wheeler make the save before murder occurs. It's just runnings and runnings and runnings and runnings. They keep running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, 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 running. I, I, this is the reason I struggle a little bit, sort of dipping in and out of AEW, is it's really, really hard for me as somebody gets that gets to watch maybe every fortnight properly. I'll catch the clips every week, but like following who's friends with who. All the, I, I really, really struggle with it. And I think it's one thing that WWE do really well. And different audiences totally get that. You can dip in and out a lot easier. I think they're they're really good at like recapping things and just making it clear where uh, allegiances lie. Yeah. But everybody's got mates in AEW. I, I, I really struggle keeping up. I feel like I, really I feel like AEW almost punishes you for having your audacity to not watch every hour of content. Mm. Because you go, actually, you'll find on Rampage and being the elite, oh, this again. happened, and that's why this is happening. Like, okay, right, sure. That, I, had, I had a job, so I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch everything this week. That that must be such a turnoff for people who aren't able to watch weekly and catch all of their many many hours of shows. Because, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there's lots swear? of subtleties. No. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Sorry. No. It sounds like you sound like I sounds like such an idiot. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. No, no, no. Because no, 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 no. you're not one. No, oh, thank you. Cheers. But I, I um <laughs> That's very kind. <laughs> I was thinking the podcast. Cheers, Matt. So you just casually <laughs> swore. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, I just uh I, I I struggle to dip in and out a lot more than I do with WWE. Uh and it's great. If if you're a if you're a big time fan who is catching everything, you'll love the subtleties. Because mm. it is. There's a lot of really clever stuff going on and little references to things that happened however many months ago on that show. And that's that's really mm. great. It really rewards you if you do that. But maybe it punishes you a little bit if, you, if you're if you unable to do that. Yeah, I was saying this before the week, and obviously Jack hated it, like, Dewey emphasizes the stories and AW emphasizes the matches. Mm -hmm. If you want to, like, see the cool matches, oh, AW's got an abundance of them. If you want to remember what just happened, then you don't have to watch WWE. Yeah. And Jack went, oh, don't do that. And I went, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. He said I was starting up for Vince, and I went, that's right. <laughs> and he didn't like that, so he didn't detect sarcasm. So, <laughs> speaking of which, Crown Jewel, which I'd like to emphasize, I only watch because I'll do this bloody podcast. Uh, Crown Jewel, Lynn, I've pierced me foot on a Samoan spike. 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 Okay, thank you. Oh, Samoan spike. Uh, yeah, do you want to go to the... Pierced me foot on better? a Samoan spike. <laughs> that's way better, thank you. <laughs> Sami Zayn defeated JD Oh, it's a good paper. <laughs> Got your fun packs. <laughs> well, of course, uh, JD's part of the uh, the Judgment Day. Lynn, these are sex people. <laughs> <laughs> the sex people. And it says a kickoff match. A match on the kickoff show. What are you doing here? That's good. Zayn was all smiles as the crowd cheered and chanted for him throughout the match, culminating with a devastating halluva kick into a big time blue thunder bomb with JD's Funko Pop head devastating the ring cumbers. <laughs> One of the best matches on the card. 
I know. It's, I, I actually, I, I just the, the whole thing I really enjoyed, and obviously we'll talk about the main event, and that's the exception to the rule there. I thought it was a really good pay per view um, that people are pooing on because we're so tired of the rain stuff and knowing exactly how it's going to play out. But I thought this was great. It was so good to see a kickoff match again. And yeah. I really hope that's not just a Saudi Arabia specific thing and some prince has asked for it. That would be hilarious. We demand a match on the kickoff show. <laughs> it wouldn't, what, they wanted bloody Yokozuna, Matthew. Um, <laughs> he was already booked. <laughs> Every time they come around, they go, ah, oh, you just missed him. I'm so sorry. Can no we give you JD no McDonald's over me? to tell him that he's, that he's brown bread. So like, they just have to keep making up excuses <laughs> and they're too deep in the lie. They'll go, yeah. is he here? Yeah, he's there. And someone's like silhouetted behind a curtain. Oh, there. Oh, wait. Oh, no. He's just got to nip home. He'll come. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, He'll wait, be wait. back next time, he uh, says. He, he's just left. Yeah. Hey, they the get... one plane with just him on. That's right. Because oh. he's fat. Yes. Hello. That's right. That's right. It's me, Yokozuna. I'm sorry I can't be there. <laughs> But have a lovely Christmas. You're very well spoken for a Japanese person. Uh, yes, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they did manage to get Howard Finkel, to be fair. Looked a little bit different. Byron Saxton <laughs> sounded exactly like the Fink. Did you not pick up on that? They, they started saying it in the chat, and I think we were blabbing all over it on the reaction thing. And I went back and listened. I thought, oh, he's doing it. He, he's he reincarnated. No time. I want yeah, to see more of Byron he, Saxton. He gave he it was, a bit of diaphragm. He was oh, great. He yeah. was so good. I thought he did a I want to see him on job. TV. I thought he did a good job, yeah. I'm a big fan of Byron. Yeah, me too. Lovable nerd. Thank he you. really is. Not so bad yourself, Petrini. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we open proper. Uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Freakin Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre. And uh, despite Drew supposed to be a bit, ooh, he's a bit bad, really, isn't he? Uh, is he a bit? He's a bit grim, miserable. Sorry, he didn't care. They loved McIntyre. Yeah. Mm. And after about Damian Priest sprinted the ringside, attempted to cash in the money in the bank. Before he could do so, however, Sami Zayn emerged from the crowd to send Priest face first in the ring post before snatching the briefcase and escaping through the WWE universe, which had people going. But the referee did see that he had it. Is he like, look, I just had it. You haven't got it here now. You're like, oh. You saw me having it. No, nah. you've got to have the literal briefcase. It's like, okay. Fine. Well, if you're paying money into the bank, you can't just go, I've definitely got the money. It's at home. Can you just debit but, my account with, credit my account with £100? I'll go home and get it. No, I need the money physically here. No, wait, I promise you've got it. It's not a real <laughs> bank and it's not money. <laughs> you tell that to the, to the case holder. Yeah, you're right. They need the paperwork to do it. Otherwise, oh, that's otherwise it. they win the bout. They haven't got the paperwork. It just becomes a mess. Ref's like, look, it's above me pay grade. I didn't see any briefcase. After, actually, yeah. it could be anybody's briefcase. But yeah, uh, a lovely little match here. Brilliant match. I it had me wanting Drew uh, to win. Yeah, it really did. Uh, the crowd felt the same way. I think a lot of us thought Drew was going to win. I thought he was going to do it next time around, and he still may well do. I think he might be the guy to take the belt off of Rollins, and I think it's. It'll be great for Drew because he, he totally deserves it. And Drew, as a heel carrying that belt, I think could be fantastic. Um, but no, I, they really had me believing. Every every near fall got me on on this mm -hmm. match. I thought it was this one was probably the best match of the yeah. show. In fact, I'd say so. Uh, Wade says Drew did the Ronaldo taunt, uh, yes. who apparently was at one point scheduled to be there, which is why Grayson Waller made a joke about him. But then it turns out he just wasn't in the country or something. Or what is the Ronaldo taunt? 
I did. I don't. I didn't catch it. If, if Jack was here, he kind of just he does like a big jump and goes. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Right. It was he so did, generic. I didn't realize he, he it. He did a top. Like, he did a top that, that Drew wouldn't normally do. And this is another reason why, right. like WWE is in in comparison to AEW, so much easier to consume because it's a bit paid by numbers sometimes. Granted, but you know people's taunts and how they move. So when they do something that's out of character, you go, oh, that mm. stands out. You know. Oh, yeah, that when Drew said, I'm Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Goal! And then all the kids went, you did Ronaldo's done. <laughs> Whenever I see Ronaldo on telly, I'm always reminded of when uh, my, my when my brother had FIFA 98 and uh, I was playing the career mode and I couldn't afford to buy the player Ronaldo. But Redondo... <laughs> was like 200,000 pounds cheaper. So I just bought Redondo. The non-union Mexican equivalent. Redondo was a striker for, for Ajax, uh, which is even better because he was a defender. But I was like, no, you're a striker now. <laughs> and then Mike went, you're not allowed to play FIFA anymore. You're not playing it properly. I was really confused for a second there because I thought you said... I was doing it and I was playing the Korean mode. <laughs> What's the, I've not played one of these games in a long time. The no. Korean mode is really good. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Women's world champion Rhea Ripley defeated Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Raquel, and Zoe Stark in a fatal five-way match. Ooh. In the final moment, Ripley landed a devastating riptide on Zoe Stark from the turnbuckles, slamming her on top of Raquel and Shayna before pinning Baszler. I thought this was a completely met match, but with a nice finish. Oh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty non-stop. I thought everybody, you know, chance to shine and all that. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And it kind of sets the pace for for what happens on Raw the following night. It gives a bit of Mm -hmm. reason for them to go again. There was no doubt in my mind that Ripley was was coming out as champion. It's, it's weird when they have these matches where it's like, we're deliberately stacking the deck against the champion. You go, well, it's more likely than ever that they're going to leave as champ when you stack the deck. Yeah. Is it weird how wrestling is fun in that way? You mm. go like, oh, the biggest challenge they've ever faced. Ah, oh, they've done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put, well, obviously they had to work with what they have the limitations of the country and Raquel had to flex her back uh, despite being fully clothed. Doesn't quite work the same <laughs> way, does it? No. It, no. Uh, obviously, Rhea Ripley, they fully clothed from the tightest black leather and, uh, yeah, didn't no. think anything in Puyo during this match. Even. So, well done, lads. Good morning, mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, someone put the match, having more women in one match than the entirety of the next AW pay-per-view, despite being the heavily restrictive country, is certainly quite the job. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, obviously, to really simulate the effects of watching one of these wonderful shows that I'm going to just, just not watch next time because I can't be arsed with them, um, was after every match, just pretend that we've said, boy, oh boy, lads, have we had a time in Saudi Arabia. Going to the Saudi Arabian shops and bought some Saudi pops. Mmm, yum, yum. <laughs> have you tried the Saudi Arabian flights? I thought it was quite yes. egregious considering the some the major well-publicized issues they had that no one's been able to yeah, publicly comment on. I, I, yeah, that was um, mm, interesting. interesting decision to go, let's talk about how wonderful the flights are. And also, at one point, Michael Cole was promoting the eagle. The mighty majestic eagle. Wow, it's so majestic. It could only be the animal of Saudi Arabia. It's bollocks this, mate. It's, uh... it's weird what they were saying. Like, they were saying, oh, we had a great time. It's just oh, one of the most luxurious airlines I've ever traveled on. Their eyes said different. If you... yeah. <laughs> they looked so it... uncomfortable. It was like a hostage video. It was, it was gross. I yeah. like flying... This plane it yeah. is good. I like stuff. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's very natural. Hmm. So does Sakoa defeated John Cena. Sakoa unleashed a unbelievable assault of eleven Samoan spikes that put the legend down for good. That's 
he's got a big enough bum for all that. After finally regaining his bearings following the match, Cena received thunderous cheers from the adoring the universe as he exited. Looked like he was saying goodbye. He is for a bit. Yeah. He well, put on his, He put on Instagram. Um, <laughs> Will you stop it? I'm burying you. Your your composure shouldn't be like leaning over a table like that. Hi, I work in IT. You should be back back chair like that. Back, I'm not back taking back posture advice from you, Matthew. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I saw you in Ice Age scuttling about like, in the shop. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you pooned me, sir. <laughs> Down goes my Sorry. Down goes my food. That was unfair. That was really... Your, poli <laughs> your political views are from the Ice Age. <laughs> there he is. There's a bunder. That was cool, and I'm really sorry. I'm we'll off. cut that. Don't. It makes me look good. Um... <laughs> What was I saying? Uh, Ibrahim al Hajjaj. No, it, no, it felt, like, it felt like a goodbye for John Cena. Oh, sorry. On, yeah, on Instagram, yeah. he put the Looney Tunes That's All Folks graphic, but with the end. Yeah, strike, in there strikes well. over. Strikes over, back he, to work. He just watched back in action on the plane back. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> they like six strikes always. The planes on. are fantastic, apparently. Yeah, well, flights are amazing. All the Brendan Fraser 2000s films are on there. <laughs> In fact, it's only Brendan Fraser films. It's a really it's weird, weird thing. That, huh? Yeah, it's only his. I films. want Yokozuna and Brendan Fraser on this pay per view. It's weird. On the, on the way back, I watched George of the Jungle and the Whale. It went, you said Brendan Fraser was on the plane. I went, yeah, yeah, the, the mummies on the. TV. But thankfully, thankfully there was a bit of a, a communication error. But they got the whole new series of Fraser on there. Oh, those poor bastards! <laughs> Fraser and Rodney, as we call it in my ass. Frazier and Rodney. <laughs> and not in my house, as we call it in our house. <laughs> but yeah, it, this feels like a goodbye. The SAG after strike is over. John Cena was very, uh, very open about the fact that when the strike finished, he'd be back in Hollywood and that'd be that. He was very honest about it. And now it's over. He's gone, all right, okay, off to go make some films again. Ta-da, love. He's done wonders. This run has been really great. He's really, really like, he's massively helped out LA Knight, mm. massively helped out Solo. He buried mm, him on the SmackDown, and then but then got obliterated theory. on the pay-per-view. So that's totally. all that matters. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, Solo just looked so good. I, I, lo I really enjoyed yeah. this match. It was so good that the commentators were emphasising this might be the last stand of Cena. And everyone who grew up you know, with Super Cena's run, like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. And it's like, oh, but he lost. <laughs> yeah, they weren't kidding. And they really yeah, pushed Yeah, it that is up. The time is up. 2,000 odd days thing. They pushed that super hard. Mm. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe Cena will get a win here because I know he doesn't need it. He's John Cena. But actually, they just made Solo look so strong. Brilliant. Yeah. God bless John Cena. <laughs> God bless John Cena. <laughs> yes. I'm sure Austin Theory agrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then some stuff happened. That's right. That's how most wrestling shows go. Mm -hmm. Can you um, skip that until the next match? Or? Well, where we are Ibrahim Al-Hajij and The Miz. Oh, we're actually going to talk about this, are we? Yeah. Well, um, mention it. Ibrahim Al-Hajij and The Miz beat down Grayson Waller after Waller invaded Miz TV. The Miz welcomed Saudi Arabian movie star Ibrahim Al-Hajij. Grayson Waller, people's elbow. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts? Uh, not massively. I was wondering why Grayson Waller was out there. There's your answer. Uh... Old if Abraham's it, over with the crowd, isn't he? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, Ibrahim came out to no pop whatsoever. Boo, we want wrestling, said the crowd. It was a rinse of a bloody Snoop Dogg, wasn't it? The old people's elbow thing again. So, comes out, does the Snoop Dogg. 
That's what it's called now. Just, just does the shades of the late great Snoop Dogg. <laughs> just without shame at man smashing his quad into pieces, which yeah. is the highlight of that segment from Mania. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm just sad that had this been in the Newcastle Walker Dome, it would have been Jimmy Nailed doing the people's elbow. But, uh, we're <laughs> denied. He would have nailed him. Logan Paul defeated Rey Mysterio to win the United States Championship. Uh, Santos Escobar emerged from the crowd to chase away Paul's ally. Yes, that's who I thought. Oh, yeah, that's one of Paul's mates, isn't he? He hasn't got a name. Yeah, but Paul found the brass knucks because Escobar just put them on the side Tit. of the apron. <laughs> Silly Billy. Oh, they're right there. Cheers, pal. And using the clock, an airborne Mysterio for the championship clutching pinfall. After bout, the new US champion had a word Mysterio, but feigned innocence. That was, okay. Then around the match, just get the end bit there. Logan's like, oh man, it's so great to be in this the ring with such a legend. It was so such an honor to <laughs> Ray's going, you know what you did, you cheating <laughs> yeah, you bastard. Probably like, disingenuous. I hated that I liked that that much. It was but great. It could be a double meaning. Go on. Because he says, you know what you did? There was that mm, moment but... during the match when Mysterio did the springboard moonsault and Logan Paul shifted his body to catch him yeah. and literally stopped Mysterio from breaking his neck. Yeah. It was. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hang on. The bit after the match was in character. Was oh, yeah, but I like to think there was an undercurrent of like. But he was mad. How dare you save me? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you save my life? You know, it would be better if I died than be That's saved it. by Logan. Oh, That's it now. Oh, I'm one of the greatest of all times. I've been. I've been showed up here by a scam artist. I'm going to get Final Destinations now. That was meant <laughs> to be my moment to go. But I thought that Benoit, was... Malenko, Conan, yeah. Paul. <laughs> To echo a lot of sentiment online, like uh, like Logan gets a lot of grief, but I thought that yeah. particular moment showed uh, that he was very ring aware to to catch him just a little bit earlier than he should have done. And he was he was out of place, but he remedied it, didn't he? He fixed it. Was it really, and, and really impressive. Yeah. That, could have saved his life there. That made up for the forty five minutes of <laughs> Logan Paul hype we got up, where we get him seeing pretending to box. His bloody match against <laughs> that bloody other dickhead, where it was a combination of who had screwed who out of more money, of their fans more money, should say. They then go on, have Ray appear on Errol Hawani's show, and the companies be like, wow, that's a coup. What, the guy you pay, WWE, <laughs> to have him on your... Wow, how'd you finagle that one? Bloody hell, you must be doing summer right. It works, For the United States, to watch Logan Paul wrestle a match in Saudi Arabia in the sports-washing thing, I was like, I'm, what am I doing with my life here? This is a real moment where I like the cold shower in the films where you're looking down at <laughs> your life going, what am I what doing here? And then, yeah, then he saved Ray Mysterio. So I can't even on him that badly because he actually you know, saved Ray from breaking his neck. Yeah, great stuff here. <laughs> all right. And then Wade, after he won the match, said, wow, the media going to be all over this. The guys you pay, you mean. Wow, <laughs> funny that. But uh... we have talked about this more than we talked about Collision. <laughs> <laughs> so, which was full of, like, <laughs> yeah, proper, yeah. Re proper wrestlers. <laughs> Can't defend about... that, kind of. <laughs> Uh, happy for another guy who's not here every week to have a title as well. <laughs> Brilliant this, eh? <laughs> Brilliant. You go, say Matt, that. Go, go, Matt, go. Sports washing, man. He's, he's going to be way more interesting than Mysterio's reign has been. His reign will. What's Mysterio? He's had some decent matches, but it yeah, hasn't I'm been sure a great... the Yorkshire Ripper would be more interesting commentator than Alan Shearer. Doesn't mean I want him on match of the day. Necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> he would be. <laughs> no, nah, I reckon he'd be good for a few episodes. Like, how many goals has the Yorkshire Ripper scored? Against in the World Cup. I so said, if he could sing or box, he'd be on one of these bloody shows he was still around today. <laughs> the Wii Women's Champion of Sky defeated Bianca Belair. Belair looked poised to uh, when I don't know how to say that word. Poise. To win back, looked po is that how you say that? Looked poised. Belair looked po poised to win back the title. Poised. Po I always poised. thought it was poised. Yeah, no, it's poised. Is it? It turns out, yeah. 
This is bollocks, this. Well, WWE.com writers should know. Belair looked certain to win back the title. That's where I got it from. No, you show my illusion. I added some little, I added a sprinkle of the personality into it. But Kyrie Sane shocked the new universe. Yeah, you said it. By appearing and hitting the challenge of a spinning back elbow and a leaping knee strike for the ringside barrier. Belair narrowly avoided being counted out, but she was hit with Sky's gravity-defying moonsault and pinned immediately after re-entering the ring. After about Sky and Sane put the boots to Belair, and Sane landed her breathtaking insane elbow, all while a confused Bailey watched on from ringside, going, Buh. I know that the idea of like when someone returns, their pyro's ready, their music's ready, their Tron is ready, and they walk out, and everyone goes, <laughs> What is that? Why is this a surprise? Clearly, the tech guys do. But I think on this occasion, we might have, we could have done with that. <laughs> Fans had no idea just, what was going on. Just look like, look like initially, look like as far as someone concerned, it's like oh, someone just invaded the ringside area. Mm. Yeah, it, it really sucked for her, didn't it? Yeah, because a lot of people have been clamoring for her to return. I was really excited about it when those reports started coming out. Love, um, yeah. love seeing her back and everything. Wish they'd done it on SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> if, I mean, if you, if I mean, obviously, you know, when it there would have been a concern about a reaction for Crown Jewel. If there was a concern about it, maybe just hold off and do it another night. Does it have to be done at Crown Jewel, if that is the case? And it was just, I think even if they'd done that on SmackDown, it would have been underwhelming for who it was. Yeah, you know? it should have been a bigger deal. Oh, riding on a pirate ship, for goodness sake. Yeah. Cody Rhodes defeated Damian Priest in uh, classical Judgment Day fashion. Finn Balor, JD, and Dirty Dom all attempted to interfere. But main event, Jey Uso appeared and tattooed all three with devastating super kicks before chasing them from ringside with a steel chair. Left alone with Priest, Rhodes delivered three ring-shaking crossroads mm -hmm. to earn the victory. Did the ring shake her? Boom, boom, shake, shake the room. <laughs> I hear your answer. <laughs> but I don't think it truly answers the question. I sung a song that vaguely <laughs> yeah. sounded like the thing you said. That's what I have to say to you. Good day, sir. Uh, I get the I, vibe you're very ambivalent to the I just breakdown put, of Crown Jewel. I put what, my, my complete thoughts of this match were, was okay, how long are these shows? Jesus. Yeah, this was a match that didn't need to be there, necessarily. It was a decent match, though. Yeah, I put Cody's knee hurts. Well, I'm sure he won't do anything like Springboard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I do like wrestling. Just come on, man. Main and then event. finally, the main event that we all came to see. The Undisputed 3 Universal Champion Roman Reigns defeated L.A. Knight. Knight may have had the title won after spiking the head of the table with a thunderous BFT, but Uso placed his cousin's foot on the bottom rope just before the three count. The bastard. <laughs> and after Knight brawled with Uso and sent him crashing through the announce table with a back suit play, Reigns speared Knight through the ringside barricade and landed another spear in the ring to retain the championship. It was about what we expected. Yeah. Uh, I can't say it was trick, but like, if you shut your eyes and imagine what the match looked like, you would be correct. Completely. I'm so bored of it. I'm really, really, really bored of it. Um, the fear is now that it's going to go on beyond forty. Nah. Well, they brought up. They want to get. They want to get Hulk Hogan's reign in the in the bin. Yeah, they brought up. Wow, only two Depends people have had a longer reign. I've got a bit not wonder about this because I love my stats. They said only two men have held had a longer oh, reign. Yeah, One single reign in worded properly. We knew what he meant. Um, it wasn't even the title he's talking about, but still, uh, Bruno's first reign. No, I've got. I've not done the notes here. Sorry, but Bruno's reign, uh, two thousand eight hundred and three days. Uh, Hulk Hogan, one thousand four hundred seventy four days. That's his first one from eighty four to eighty eight. Uh, Bob Backlund, is ignoring his his reign from seventy eight to eighty three. 
2,135 days. What's Backlund done? Right. And ignoring Trisha Dora as Pan-African World Diaspora Champion at 1,338 days. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut you up. She's Did a wrestler. Yeah. Get her. Uh, but look, <laughs> being positive for a second, LA Knight, I like LA Knight. I'm really happy he's done so well. He oozes charisma. I also like the fact that Ross is probably really happy about him because he's been singing yep. his praises for a while um, and calling The Rock before Kevin Nash did. <laughs> mm. And so I was happy seeing him in the main event and people going, yeah, main event, LA Knight. Um, apart from that, yeah, it was just a match they expected to be, blah, 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 interference, boo, boo, boo. These matches, the, the title matches, the Roman ones, I just feel like I'm wasting my time watching them. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's so obvious what's going to happen. And the matches all follow a very, very similar structure. I appreciate the fact that they didn't slow things down in this one because normally you get 10 minutes of Roman Reigns like just s- slowing it down. The first yeah, 15 then, minutes are like time to go and get snacks. But you stuff. didn't get that in this one. And no. I appreciated this. It was pretty balls to the wall throughout. And it's not even the foregone conclusion. It's the structure of the matches every time. It's like, we'll either get a ref bump, we'll obviously get bloodline interference, or oh, spear through the barricade. It's just, it's, just it's, it's really tired. It's yeah. really boring. And it, it makes you look back at the show and think, oh, it's the one where Reigns beat LA Knight. Oh, not good. I thought the show itself was actually quite good. I'm really glad you liked him. Him? The show. Oh, the show. The Sorry, show yeah, was yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, the I, the I, words you said. Yeah, and people are just so down on it because, you know, the last thing you see is the most important in wrestling, and we've just seen it too many times. We've just got to deal with it until hopefully WrestleMania. It's just going to be more of the same, isn't it? It's just boring. Finish the story. Yeah, yeah, I, missed, I did miss the fact that we've been having more of the Roman Reigns bit, which is yelling at Ellie Knight, going, I told you before, Yoko's gone already. <laughs> <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Quit playing war games with my heart. I like that. Seth Freakin' Rollins opened Raw in a lovely lemon fresh suit. Ooh. I'll tell you who wasn't a lemon, Seth Rollins sort of said. Drew McIntyre, who turned out wasn't in league with the JD after all. Ha <laughs> ha. He invited Sami Zayn to join him and thanked Sami for the Money in the Bank cock-blocking Damien Priest at Crown Jewel. As a thank you, Seth gave Sami Zayn a world title shot whenever he wanted it, and Sami said he'll have it tonight. I really like this segment. This was lovely. Sami's like, I'm going to get my title shot. I'm going to have to beat everybody. Uh, I don't know, have to do whatever I have to do. And Seth's like, oh, yeah, no, I'll give you a title shot anytime you want, mate. I appreciate it. You've already earned it. And Sami'd be like, oh, thanks. Oh, I'm not used to that. Um... Yeah, you just give me one. Oh, thank, thank you, title friend. But then, it, but it was the fact that Sami Zayn went. Look, you know, we're both, you know, we're, we 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 both down the road together. You're hurt. Let's let's set a date. And Sa- and Seth was like, Nah, nah. Don't you use that as an excuse. I won't. Well, I'll have it whenever. So I went. All right, I'll fight you tonight, dickhead. Yeah. And so it was the main event. And Seth looked really annoyed by that. Mm. He was like, I don't want to fight you another time. I'll fight you tonight. All right. Yeah. It's a nice change of pace. Just like yeah, you and me. We got. Oh, just give me one. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do now. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Have a match. You there see you the go. game last night. It's good, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, the JD beat the New Day in a non-title match, set up because the they dressed up as the New Judgment Day for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, they did strong opening contest as expected with Priest and Balor getting the clean win on Woods after the South of Heaven uh, coup de gras combo. Nice. And he put coup like I would. I put coup C O U P. Ah, that's I, a chicken. I, no, is that a chicken coo? No, it's C chicken coo C O O P, isn't it? Couscous. They spoke it's, one yeah, out it's on there. Couscous. I'm okay. This is very. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, focusing on something. That's Judgment Day people. One. They <laughs> did. Thank you for helping me there. I almost <laughs> argued myself. <laughs> there, no, fun, like 
nice chemistry between oh, all yeah, four yeah. of them, as always. I think it's just a another match that... Uh, I don't think New Day lose anything by losing clean here. I think it was a, a decent back and forth. Mm. Let's say Big E doesn't, isn't able to come back, and hope, hopefully he is, obviously. Um, do, you, do you ever see New Day reaching a similar t- height to to where they've been so many times in the past again? Because the way they've been booked, I'm just... I think even if New, if Big E does come back, I don't think they do. No. I think outside of like a big reaction when Big E comes back, I kind of think they, like, I, I love them being there, but I think they've done everything. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. It is, yeah it's time for other people to have a go. And, uh, yeah, and they're, they're always very open about the fact that, you know, we'll just, we'll be whatever the company needs us to be whenever they need us to be it. You know, so like Kofi Kingston's been champion, Big E's been champion, Woods won King of the Ring. They've stepped they've stepped into different roles in different places. So, and I, they seem quite settled in that now that they'll just go wherever they needed to go. I think they're useful enough without even wrestling another match. They do all the sponsorship stuff, all the PR stuff, and they're mm. so great at that. I don't think anyone's better, in fact, in WWE than like if you've got the New Day presenting whatever, doing a sponsorship mm. thing. Um, yeah, they're just permanently over. Yeah, they are. They're the modern version, they're set. Of, modern version of Kane without the issues. <laughs> right. uh, we see Drew McIntyre arriving early. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Such a good role. Drew McIntyre arrived earlier today, and then, what's her name? Backstage, Jackie showed up and said, hey, how you doing? He's got back in his car and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Very bizarre. What's next for you? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this. We've all wanted to. I think we've all had jobs where we wanted to do that. We're just Mr. Prime we're Minister, Mr. Out. Prime Minister, how you doing? With like, <laughs> sod it. <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura defeated Tazawa. How? Despite Tazawa having moral support from Alpha Academy in his corner. Post match, Otis sized up Nakamura, but Shin took a powder. Well, like Jim Mitchell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't much here. Akira's been brilliant lately, hasn't he? This has been the best exposure, and as we'll see on NXT, probably the most wrestling exposure for Tazawa in as long as I can remember. Yeah, just proper gives it his all, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I like style. him. I like having him like one match a week, preferably, but whatever. <laughs> Too much oh, you Tazawa for you. So. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's your big takeaway. You know what? Yeah, because you watched NXT last week. We had all the bloody Scooby Doo segments from. Yeah, I mean, I still like him, but I know, think he's God. really funny as well. He's just a naturally funny guy, isn't he? He's very likable, and I, I really like the um, Alpha Academy stuff with him in it. You know, Jack always brings up the fact like a former Open the Dragon Gate World Heavyweight Champion Akira Tazawa. Right. Then loses in three seconds <laughs> to a broom or whatever happens to him. I so. think he's having great fun right now. He is. Yeah, he's featured on TV. He gets to dick about. Doesn't have to do that. Much. He makes people look very good as well, as we saw on NXT and here. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's great. We see a video package to hype up the fatal four-way IC top contenders match between The Miz, Big Bronson Reed, Ivar, and Ricochet. And we talked about before about AEW. You watch it going, who, who, what? FTR and ITR and ITV and BBC are not getting along. What the bloody hell is happening there? Uh, I've got no help here. This was so great. Uh, just a nice, simple segment. Pierce going. This guy's in this match because he's done this. Yep. This guy's done this because of this. Blah, 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 blah. They've all deserved a title shot, so we're going for four weeks tonight because of this. And you're like... And they don't great. always yeah, do easy. that. They, you, you, they yeah. don't always do that, but it was especially noticeable here. Um, and it really it, it took 60 seconds of TV time, yeah. and it just made everything And a great, like, great footage. <laughs> oh, wow, they do look it like... It made everything feel yeah. important. Yep. Yeah. 
And then all this hard work went to nothing. Uh, the Miz defeated Big Bronson Reed, I blah, 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 uh, during a match with Gunther for the IC title at Survivor Series. A high-octane match from the off. A great spot in the middle where Bronson jerks Ricky Ayo, off the rope and Ricky lands on Ivar, turning it into a Frankensteiner. We cut back throughout to Gunther, <laughs> who's having a lovely time watching all the meat getting stuck. You all right? He doesn't say Frankensteiner. He's changed it on the you fly. Know, I, I, I do appreciate that. that. I think that's really nice. I do yeah. that. It says Hurricane Rana on the sheet. Have you not seen the got... interviews where Scott Steiner gets the chip mad and <laughs> yeah. people go like, oh, so you invented the Hurricane Rana? The Frankensteiner. It's called the Frankenstein. <laughs> well, I appreciate I you doing it. that. I think that's so nice. I respect the great <laughs> Scott Steiner. I say that. End came when Ivan Bronson came off the top onto Ricky and Miz. Miz dodged it and rolled up Reed. Ivar and Miz got simultaneous pins, but Ricky cut shoulder up at two, meaning Miz got the three and the, and the win. Ivar attacked Miz post-match like, like a naughty Viking. <laughs> oh, those pesky Vikings. Now, now this on. is something you've probably been sent because this was a botch. Mm. <laughs> yes, Mr. Alvarez, my mate, because uh, he doesn't watch this and not take the piss out of his voice, um, broke it down and said when they did that cool bit where he went boing, God, he was very high-angled. He was mm. shades of Rey Mysterio, basically mm. crown jewel. Uh, did that thing and then went right on his head and so Ricky wasn't 100% throughout the match so he's probably had John Moxie going yeah we probably should have a, a guy ringside who isn't a doctor who isn't a wrestler who was, who was someone who has a vested interest in just this a guy getting out not mm. being hurt but he still carried on doing all right because wrestlers have the ability to be really good, even an autopilot. It's the adrenaline, is kind of, isn't it? Yeah. It just carries you So he's still doing his spots and diving outside and doing all the things. I went, oh, okay. But then it came to like, okay, simultaneous pins. And apparently the idea was going, one, two, three. Oh, who's won? Well, next week we'll have this. Except Ricochet just went, uh, no. Oh, kicked out. Also, then the ref went, one, two, and then like did that. So I don't know, Ricochet was just like, oh, that's a long, bloody long two and a half go, isn't it? Oh, but it could go. And did that, and then Miz celebrated, and the ref was like, no, stop. And then it was like, no, he did win. Yeah. And the ring announcer went, Miz won. And Michael Cole like, on commentary going, oh, I was watching Ricochet. He didn't kick out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you weren't watching Ricochet. <laughs> Let's rewind the footage and see it again. And they show the footage again, and he doesn't kick out. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, how clever is that? Oh. Like, we thought we'd all seen the man in the silhouette and Ricochet kick out. It's a little reference to Ghostwatch earlier. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't get that. People are calling in saying that Ricochet kicked out. <laughs> there you go. That's there it. There you go. No, I'm on yeah. calling in. So let's watch that back again. No, he doesn't kick out. No, no. Yeah, so... Uh, stop, stop bringing us. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so it was it was a screw-up, but they, it kind of worked anyway. The yeah, ref, refs are trained to kind of make the call regardless. Yeah. Like, count three legit. And if the refs don't kick out, then that's on them. Uh, plus, the idea is to have Miz wrestle Gunther anyway. So it's not as if, like, uh-oh. We're, we're gonna have to change everything. It's like no, the idea is that Miz wrestles Gunther. Yeah. It would have been nice for Ivar to then get that match with Miz as well. So he's above the other two, the, the two that got pinned. He is having a match on Raw next week. Oh, are they doing yeah, that so anyway? They're, so they're doing it just because ah, what the hell? Yeah, they, oh, they went oh because Ivar that. attacked Miz. They say, hey, next week, chance for Miz to get his revenge. They'll do Ivar Miz one on one. So it doesn't massively uh, change sorry, their plans, really. I don't, I don't remember it just, that. It just means that the there isn't a top contendership up for grabs in it. It's just, just a match. Ivar and Miz having a match. Yeah. Uh, more single action for Ivar. Oh, that. He's been brilliant so far, he hasn't has. he? He's been brilliant. I've really enjoyed his, his solo. Crowder, he's more over now as a singles than he was yeah. in that tag team with the Silly Billies. Uh, Silly Billy. Backstage, Tazawa got a post-match debrief by Gable Notice and said they'd be at NXT tomorrow night when Tazawa challenges for the NXT Heritage Cup. Ooh, more on that later on. Mm. Uh, after a recap of the Creed Brothers Raw debut, we see Brute, Julius, and Ivy Nile writing in black binders. That's right. 
Either it's their national record of achievement folders. Wow. <laughs> nah, I didn't understand this. Raw you contract. Guinness, Guinness World record. record, are you talking? No, it's a national oh, record yeah. of achievement. Am I this old? Gosh. Um, I've got mine Joel, still. could you Google uh, national record of achievement? Not, I want to say NRA, but I think that gets you a very different <laughs> abbreviation. National record of achievement. F um, there. Them bad boys. Yeah, never in did my life. Did you have one of these? Oh, when you got your TCSEs, did you, what did you get? We got one of these because so, I'm old uh, as the hills. Just a jiffy. But, not a yeah, yeah, but bag, not, like, uh, not in a folder or anything? Nope. We got wow. a folder full of all our certificates and our grades. That's and really fancy. Me from you... Bish got that and you didn't from Posh Lad World. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, I had to take school. Isle of Wight. Huh? Worst on the island, actually. Really? Yeah. It says it on big, big letters on front of his... <laughs> 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 national that's why he didn't have a national record of achievement, because he didn't but, achieve anything. That's right. <laughs> so, wait, do you keep all of your, like, um, like your uni degree and everything? Do you keep no, all of well, that? No, well, I've got it at high schools. that had all my certificates in, my perfect attendance, my merit awards. It got my GCSE grades your in. Your perfect, perfect attendance. attendance. Yeah. Oh, shut up, man. Oh. <laughs> you were I doing went, the Charlie back 50 then? 50 miles through the snow. <laughs> and uh, so, and they were said like, now keep hold of this, keep it all in good condition because you'll need to take it to college when you sign up for college, and yep. you need to take it to your jobs as well. Yeah. When you go for a job interview, they'll want to see that. No one ever asked for it ever yeah. after. Well, it, that's the bit was the biggest lie we were all told. We're told keep this, and then nobody wanted it after high school. Mine got thrown away. My university degree oh. got, got, th got thrown you away threw by your degree away. No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's oh. in the bureau at home. <laughs> And I think there was just a big clear out and it got, it got binned. <laughs> they went, what's this? Ah, it's just a pot I don't know if you, degree. you can get a new one, can't you? First how, class degree. How old are you now? I don't know, go your CV or your resume and get rid of that. You no longer exist. I haven't like had a Like Damien Priest trying to cash years. in his money in the bloody bank. <laughs> I had a degree, <laughs> but it went. Oh, did you? Right. I've got a degree as well. I've got five of them, in fact. Have you got a here. CV? You've had proper jobs fairly yeah. recently. You've got a CV? Oh, you I've got, got a CV, yeah. yeah. I've got a... Do you not? I, got... oh, I, guess, I why, didn't why even you... submit one to what culture. Sent them a couple of YouTube links and got lucky. Well, I mean, that counts, oh. doesn't it? Yeah, what, was your, so. what was your YouTube videos that you submitted? Uh, the wrestling documentary that I did at uni. Um, Pinfall. Which one was that again? Pinfall, it's called. It's on YouTube, you know. Yes. Uh, wrestling match. Memories of that, yep. And I think it was off the back of the billboard stuff as well. I just sent them that stuff. And then they just, yeah, sent me a... I've got really Why lucky. should we hire you? Just point to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. So after that, <laughs> we haven't got the match yet. Yeah. It's the latter. They've signed raw contracts. Well, that was great comedy timing there, Matthew. Well done to kill that joke. Uh, Gargano and Champa interrupt their signing and want a match with the Creed lads. Creed accept the challenge. With arms wide open. I'm Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> the Creed brothers then beat DIY. Ah, I get it. An excellent back and forth, we saw Julius kick out with the fairy tale ending. This match was ruined by bad lad Ludwig Kaiser, who attacked Gargano from behind, leaving him open to a Brutus ball, giving Creed the win. Oh, I'm surprised they did this match already. Like, it was a dream match almost, I yeah. thought, but obviously for sad wankers like myself, but yeah, they happened. Yeah. It was beautiful. Do you feel like they just sort of spaffed it away a bit early? That's something you could have had down the line, couldn't you? Yeah, and I'll, I'll also, they did this last week as well. Uh, they've gone really heavy on the the hard-hitting matches, like, I would have waited another hour after having the four-way match before having a match like this. Mm. That's just me. I don't know. See, I'm book wrestling or anything like that. But, I feel um, like they've done DIY a little bit dirty here. It should have felt like a bigger deal, and now they're just losing. And I don't Well, no, no, in fairness, it is part of the bloody um, Kaiser feud that they're still doing. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? it's true. If they've lost clean, like, oh, yeah, that sucks. But no, it's like, oh, no, there's still feuding with him. Yeah, true. Yeah. Giovanni Vinci's still AWOL from WWE at the moment. Like, he's off TV for some reason. Oh, what is the deal there? I don't quite know. All right. Don't quite know. Because they don't like him. Look at the Kaiser, I mean. Look at the Kaiser and Gunther. Like, oh, Tim. 
<laughs> I, just uh, giving, I just keep giving him the wrong address for the, for the venue. He's how you say it's, it's the Matthew of the, the roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only book him if everybody else is uh, sick. He's not even the best drummer in Imperium. <laughs> 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 Oh, Matthew Snort for Hall of Fame. Stop it. Stop it. I'm practicing then, anyway. Jay and Sammy have a nice moment backstage where Jay reveals he and Cody are challenging the Judgment Day for the tag titles next week. They replay the Elimination Chamber build with Sammy and how close he came to beating mm. Roman. So that was a nice little touch. Oh, just again, again, this is where WWE excel, where they have these little 60 second bits just to go. This is why this is quite important, because back in February, he nearly did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Previously on WWE. Mm. No. Jay and Sammy Yeet. Can't wait for it. Backstage, Jackie. <laughs> is that something your name, by the That's, way? I've just, started, I've just started calling her backstage Thank Jackie. Thank you. I'm not, I like that you've done that because I know exactly who you mean now. <laughs> backstage, Jackie interviews Becky Lynch, but she's interrupted by Nia Jax. Jack says when she wins the Battle Royal tonight, she'll be happier than the time she broke Becky's face. Becky reminds Nia that she went on after that to main event WrestleMania whilst Nia Jax got fired. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. COVID denying idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> she's never really I said think, if she's I been vaxxed she or not. She was so. walking away <laughs> under her breath. Yeah, that's a quote. Do you not, do you not watch wrong, Pagini? <laughs> what's wrong with you? You didn't hear. <laughs> didn't have the subtitles. You on. weren't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> you on the feed I was sent roll. by my 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 contact in WWE, <laughs> Siren Baxton. I'll, I'll, I, use, I won't use the full name. L McMahon. That's <laughs> <laughs> too obvious. Linda M. Uh, Zoe Stark wins the women's battle royal. Woohoo! Yeah. Zia Lee attacked Becky Lynch before she made it the ring, leaving her unable to compete. Consequently, Lee got the cue from the match by Adam Pierce. Nikki Cross is still doing. Oh, Linda McMahon and Pro. Oh, wow. Hey. Oh, hi, how you doing, Linda? Thanks for the videos. She stood up in the center of the ring in a trance as the match happened around her, leading her to be dumped out by Jackson Rodriguez. I find it a bit awkward in that she does this thing. Obviously, it's fine when she's in the ring, she's facing the hard cam. Get dumped out of the ring, quick reposition, get on the hard cam again. It, I, I, they've got nothing for her, have they? They have no idea where this is going. Do you not think? <sighs> the only, uh, have you got something in mind? No, but I just, oh, I'm hoping they have because <laughs> I really like it. Do you? You enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, I really oh, that's like interesting. it. What do you it's, like about it? I think it's just because it's so different. It's so jarring. It jumps off the screen when the match is happening. It's, and again, it's in the shots that they take where the match is happening all around her and Nikki's just stood there. To the point where, like, Nia and, and Raquel have a have like a face to face, and Nikki's just squashed between them. So they just pick her up and drop her out. Mm. And it was on Raw last week where they lifted up. Was it the pumpkin? And Nikki was just underneath the pumpkin, just staring straight ahead. I quite like yeah, it. Yeah, no fair. I just as, as long as the, the problem is like I've been I've been burned so many times like a like a jilted lover by WWE who give us give me these really intriguing premises. And then just go, oh, God, we, we didn't think. This is the pineapple thing from my engagement party all over again, mm. where I told everybody, bring a pineapple. I, can't, I haven't got time to tell you why, but bring a pineapple. And then it came to the night, and then bless you and, and about 10 or 15 others all brought pineapples, including math. And I said to Alex, I went, I haven't thought of an out for this. <laughs> I don't know why. And she went, you're on your own, love. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you knew the whole time what I you did. were going to do. I didn't know. Promise you, I didn't. I thought, I'll write it for a laugh. I'll worry about it later. And then I thought, I'll think, I've got to think of something for that. I've got to think of something for that. And then it came to the night. I went, oh, no, I haven't thought of anything. 
I got excited. Worry about other I thought you we were getting cocktails. I thought you were going to hollow them out, I mean, fill them full of vodka or whatever. I mean, you kind of did in the end because they gave us some free cocktails. They did they, give us some free cocktails. Because, they kept, yeah. because the power kept going out. Oh, yeah, it did, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, power kept going out, so therefore they gave us some free drinks. Yeah, the, the Nikki Cross, it just doesn't do anything oh, yeah. for me. Uh, that's fair enough. See where it goes. If it goes nowhere, then you'll absolutely bang to right. Initially, I thought, oh, maybe. And it still could be. I thought it might be Joe Gacy getting a main roster call up and Ooh. he's sort of controlling her in some way. Now he's lost all of his friends. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what's happening there. Time will tell, I guess. Mm. Hopefully I'm proven wrong. Yes, I'm ready for an Emelina situation here too, Tom. Mm. Pardon? Emelina? It's one of those gimmicks that they said, oh, we've got oh, an idea for this. yeah, 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 yeah. They went, oh, no, we haven't got anything. Yeah. A pineapple. Uh, Kem comes up dressed as a pineapple. <laughs> that was the payoff. My, my gimmick is I'm now a pineapple. Yay! Final four were Ivy Nile, who got the most eliminations, but cheaply eliminated by Jax after her elimination. Shayna Baser, Raquel Rodriguez, and Zoe Stark. Zoe finally eliminated a tag team partner with multiple super kicks and a DDT on the apron. Um, yeah, all I've put down here is Raquel got a big pop. Everyone else got kind of nothing in the entrances. I swear, did they do it? Uh, did they do interviews or promos with them backstage beforehand? I, put, I swear Shayna says, I'll be the one with... She <laughs> says her hand raised tonight, but I swear I swear to God she said, I'll be the one with Henry's tonight. With <laughs> a strong accent. <laughs> they I don't did, understand what that they means. They did. They had Piper Niven and Chelsea Green backstage, and then Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler interrupt them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the concept for both teams is like, oh, every person for themselves, everyone for themselves. And then she might have said, oh, yeah, I'll have me Henry tonight. Thank you. And then which she's given a hoover at the end of the Battle Royal as a prize. Because mm, it sucked. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just because of the pun, not on me. Great, great pun is uh, that is Henry Hoover. I put good for Zoe Stark winning, but right now the, the women's division's a bit like AW, whatever tag division, because there's lots of people here, but not on, on, have a lot of momentum or push, or like which one of these women are we supposed to get behind? Because you can't push them all at the same time. I mean, this is why you need, I think. Uh, a, like a mid-card women's title. It's like something else. Stepping stone. Yeah, a belt worth fighting for. You need something else in the mix other than everyone. Because the, 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 what was quite refreshing about the Becky and Trish feud was it was a, a female main roster feud that wasn't over the belt. Yep. And it was just a grudge feud. And you've got all the pieces there to have some grudge feuds in the women's division. Or not over a belt, but they never really seemed to pull the trigger on on any of them, really. But they've got the. But they, so therefore, I just think like, like a women's intercontinental belt type thing wouldn't be a bad thing to have. Instead of the tag titles, maybe. I, we, I wish they got rid of the tag titles and introduced the mid card. Um, I'm just buzzing for Zoe Stark. I think it's so awesome. She's now going to be um, in the in the title mix singles match on one of the big four pay per views. Mm. And I just think that's awesome because I think she deserves it so much. Yeah, you know what? I think I'll be a bit negative about that. Like she will get momentum by winning this match. So yeah. yeah. And mm. good that they are. I think Becky's been quite public about the fact that she wanted to lift up people because there's not a lot of people at her level on the Raw roster. There's Becky and... Well, anyway. <laughs> Jackie backstage is, uh, is backstage. Yes, that is a sentence. Jackie yeah. backstage is backstage <laughs> with uh, Rhea Ripley. I changed her name from here from backstage Jackie to Jackie backstage. Thank you, and it threw me off. Rhea Ripley, the only other person who's at Becky's level. There we go. She is cut off by Zoe Stark, and they recall their favorite moment from Crown Jewel. Like the near fall Zoe had on Ripley. The journey over there. <laughs> no, like, all those Brendan Fraser movies we watched. <laughs> ah, remember Saudi Arabia? Remember oh, it was just last week. <laughs> all right. And Ripley hitting a riptide on Zoe into everyone else on the match. Ah, great days. 
Anyway, they'll fight in Survivor Series. <laughs> Why would you go, ah, remember when I nearly beat you? You're like, what? I've kind you of I, ro- I romanticized that a little bit. That's that's not they didn't go, do you remember when we had that match? It was very much like in the hey, I'm gonna beat you, like a beat you in Survivor Series. Match. Yeah, I remember I'm when you riptided me onto everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. So I romanticized it a little bit more than it actually was. No, that's exactly what happened. You're giving yourself aggressive. a good service. <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> defeats Sami Zayn to retain the WWE world title. They got time and it was an even Steven contest. Seth shows a bit more of a mean streak at times, willing Sammy on to give him a fight. Seth gets a near fall of a lovely springboard swanton followed by a springboard moonsault. Bloody hell. Yeah, it was really nice. Was amazing. Combo. Sammy even kicks out the pedigree. What? Sammy nearly gets a tap out from a lion tamer by Sammy, the one Jericho used to do before he got bored. <laughs> but Seth manages to roll through the small package to get the sudden three. Yeah, nice that was a, a flash pinfall, as they say. Oh, no, wait, two seconds. Uh, they shake hands after the match before the JD attacks Sammy. Seth gets amongst it and Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes even the numbers. Security tries to split them up, and Adam Pierce tells them, you want to play games? We're going to play games at Survivor Series of Chicago. Travel Scrabble. I mean, oh. war games. They continue. You didn't do it justice. Yeah. The, the war games, Pierce full-on went for it, right down the hard cam. He was loving it, and he knew, he knew people are going to be comparing me to William Regal here. This isn't yeah, yeah. fair, so he bloody went yeah, for it. Yeah, go and hard was, or go home. Yeah, like, he, good he, lad. Was, he was fantastic. Shades of Byron are Saxton. Are you ready? Game walk. <laughs> <laughs> go away, son. It's a four-way fatal match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like that. You're competing in a four-way fatal match. <laughs> The oh. Biggin and Wigan. Oh, Johnny. Aye, but nice main event here. Made sense. Break from the norm by having the JD constantly, whatever, tagging, whatever. But it was just these two going at it. Yeah, I wanted Sammy to win again. Because I actually, I, I think, like, if Sammy had won, he's won his first main roster world title, WWE. Yeah, come on. Have Drew beat him next week. People get more behind Sammy. Drew gets the heel turn. And he beats somebody who, let's face it, is more over than Seth Rollins. I think people are getting tired of Seth Rollins. And I know he's doing the little nasty bits here and there. Sammy's so over, still. Yeah, it's hard to be a babyface and win every single match. And it's like, oh, this will be the time. Oh, no, okay. Like the Nakamura thing, you're like, oh, this will be it. This is a perfect time to, all right, fine. Let's keep keep on doing this then. Mm. Keep on doing this. Keep on finding it. But yeah, we're getting war games. At last, they finally pulled the trigger on the war games announcement, which is nice. They they mentioned it at, at Crown Jewel. Yeah, they, they did the video we're, we're doing a war games, and then they didn't wait too much longer to go. It is the teams of war games? I like it. I like we're getting war games. Mm-hmm. They're good fun matches. Yeah, they are. It, it'll be great. It was a bit weird that they did announce it like during the Sorry Show, but uh, and then it's like, as far as oh, we're good. It's just like, all right, yeah, well, go see the thing then. Yeah, if they take it too late, it's a it minor. Nice, it would have been a nice surprise on the night yeah. if they hadn't announced war games prior. Mm. Yeah, especially with like Pierce's delivery, they're yeah. all go. It's all going bonkers, and then he goes, "War guys!" Like they, there's the solution, but we already knew that that solution was coming. Yeah. I get what you mean, yeah. NXT, who whooped that trick? Mm. <laughs> no, I'm Dar retains the NXT Heritage Cup over Akira Tozawa. Dar got the first fall with a handful of tights and gave Tozawa a cheap shot moments after. Tozawa got a tap out from an ankle lock to even the score going into the final round. Lash Legend pulled Tozawa out the way of a Tozawa sent on, giving Dart opening to hit the Nova Roller for the three. After the match, Oro Mensa got a pacing from the AA. Alfred Cullinan. Again, like a great showcase of Tozawa as a wrestler. Yeah. Mm. Really fun match. I think this is the best work that Dar's been doing as well since he came came up. He's oh, felt like yeah. It's not that he didn't have character before. And he's another guy, maximizing minutes and all that. He made like... 
he, he he sort of did the meme thing with Alicia Fox. He knew just how to insert something to make it memorable. He's always been good at that, but they really sort of let his character develop, and it's great. Love the entrance, too. Mm. Big I fan, love big that fan entrance. of the entrance. Big, big uh, shades of... Vic and Bob's Big Night Out. It's a it big is, Vic yeah. and Bob. Uh, or the uh, old uh, character uh, select uh, screen from Teenage Mutant Ninja mm. Turtles, the arcade game. Uh, nice. Nerd. I really like it. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yeah, I put, these are such a lovely way of presenting Dar's strengths, which put in bracket being a dafty. Uh, but why do these matches on, I have these matches on TV if you're then going to have adverts covering half the bloody match? Uh, I don't know why they've been they cut half of it out. So these roll on, the, these roll, these, I beg your pardon, these rule on the live event, people, I'm going to say pay-per-views, not a Tory. The pay-per-views when they give them the, when they don't have the adverts coming on, because the, the entire thing is telling a story over the however many rounds it's going to go to. So, mm. I guess they get nervous with the Heritage Cup because like it's a, it's a bit more of a wrestlingy gimmick, and and I and they've done their best to 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 kind of streamline it as much as they can. I really like the, the Heritage Cup stuff, but I think WWE get too nervous about it being too wrestlingy and too long. Yeah. But it's a nice nod to like world of sport. Yeah, and, and I still think you can tell some interesting stories in that dynamic. You really can. Mm. Yeah, as it's, as this match proved. Yeah, it's to, it's to the point, isn't it? It really, really does. You're right. They've trimmed they've trimmed the fat away from it. Yeah, that I think anybody where who, who's tuning in and isn't familiar with world of sport that doesn't mean anything to them. They're still just really enjoyable. Uh, uh, I think you mean NXT Europe. Sorry, NXT <laughs> Europe. <laughs> I think you're fine. It's ECW. <laughs> Shawn Michaels paid for a Mick Foley cameo and <laughs> <laughs> the watermark bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> and Foley added Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley and Dijak and Tyler Bate as NXT Iron Survivor qualifier matches. I put Mick Foley phoning it in like it's his TNA run. <laughs> They're getting Hall of Famers to pick the qualifiers. So Jerry Lawler, JBL, and Lita are going to be on in the next couple of weeks. I think they did this to. last year. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, set, set your recorders I, for that. I, I was watching Foley's eyes. Foley is my favourite, right? I yep. love Foley so much. There's a book when, when you're doing a cameo, right, when you're recording it, it shows you the message from the person on the screen, doesn't awesome. it? And I always try and make sure I don't look down. It's like, oh, this is going out to... Robert, <laughs> or something like that. But Foley's eyes were darting all over the yeah. show. He's got his script there. My favorite wrestler, Dijak. Never heard of him. It's obviously not a caveat. I've said that for lols. But come on, Foley, do it landscape. Yeah, oh, it drives me mad. Turn it landscape. It's like, right, that's it. That's all you get in. I'm too busy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. Can you just do it landscape? Now, you know he didn't do another one because he's on like a pay-as-you-go contract. He's <laughs> such a tight get. Run out of, he's run out of data. Well, what, am I, what, am I made of internet? <laughs> <laughs> We're backstage with the winner of the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, Lola Vice, Electra Lopez, Kalani Jordan, and Miss NXT, Ariana Grace. Do I have to read this? Jordan, yes. Lola, and Lopez argue whilst Ariana tries to shoehorn in positive platitudes, but is ignored to death. It's a horrible way to go. There is a blonde lady behind them not getting involved. A blonde lady. <laughs> Bloody hell, not getting involved, but having a lovely time. I'm going to guess her name is Shirley Onions in brackets. I've just been told that's Carmen Petrovic. But I might keep calling her Shirley Onions anyway. It's just a stream of consciousness, anyway. isn't it? Yep. Anyway, Roxanne Perez warns Lola. I think, I, I, think I put in the group chat on Slack, I went I, with an arrow going, can someone tell me who this is? Oh, that was, oh, yes, I remember now. <laughs> warns Lola that winning the tournament doesn't automatically make you champion and she shouldn't make enemies in the locker room. Shirley Onions smiles at all this frivolity, but snaps as Ariana, as Ariana, at Ariana, at Ariana when she tries to be inspirational. What fun we're having on NXT. Let's put, these segments are death. <laughs> None of these women can speak and sound human. This is what chat AI has done. <laughs> None of it feels like real conversation. These aren't real humans talking. I had fun reading this version of Big love to Shirley Onions. Thank, thank you for your fear and loathing in NXT type. Wouldn't it be terrible if, if, you know, I have a habit of manifesting. Wouldn't it be terrible if someone shouted Shirley Onions at NXT on <laughs> Tuesday? Oh, you'd hate that. It'd be awful, wouldn't it? Tom Book for NXT and someone shouted TNA Shirley Onions. Stop trying to get Shirley Onions <laughs> I over. I, I, think I, think I, think I think I might have done some irreversible damage to Carmen Petrovic by calling it Shirley Onions. <laughs> Moving on. Lara Valkyria, the new... If she leans into it, she'll be fine. Could all this out, Joel. Lara Valkyria, the new NXT Women's Champion. At Carmen Petrovic. Oh, no. She puts over Becky Lynch and says she didn't just meet her icon. She beat her icon. Oh, God. That's how people talk. I'm always doing that. Dr. Seuss-isms. Before she can continue, Zia Lee appears in the crowd. Lyra lets her into the ring, and Zaya asks Lyra if she saw what she did to Becky on Raw. Lyra plans to take Lyra's NXT what NXT Please. Women's Title, and to prove her point, she kicks a security <laughs> guard right in the mouth. Black mass, it was beautiful, right, wasn't it? That was a good kick. Good kick to uh, security guard. Kick. Yeah, take that you get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey. Lyra was it? <laughs> Lyra here spoke like ChatGPT yeah. again, unfortunately. Like, it's not their fault they got these no, rubbish scripts. They've been told, read this verbatim, yeah. and then they're having to do what they have to do. If they were allowed to put a little bit of character in there, I think Lyra would be far more interested. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Academy have a run-in with Drew Gulak's lads. Catch point, in brackets. I'm right in writing this. I accidentally <laughs> put catchphrase, which makes this... <laughs> which, what? which makes this Roy Walker would have been a wonderful addition to the <laughs> Mr. Word there. It's not yep, even yeah. time now. <laughs> you too busy Googling, is his name Roy Walker? I don't say the wrong name on this. But bloody Google to make sure you go. I'm going, oh, what do I happen to the other presenters? Admittedly, after I watched three episodes of Catchphrase, I had to rewind it and then just see what the catch point would do. Yeah. 
Damon Kemp, Miles Bourne, Charlie Dempsey, and yes, Roy, Roy Walker. Walker. And Mr. Chips. And Mr. Chips. <laughs> Drew thinks Chad is luring himself be hanging out with Mr. Chips. And this leads to Otis challenging Drew to a match later tonight. Go do I want later. Watch on your screens. Here it comes. <laughs> Somebody strike. Match. Match right. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I, no, I did. Yes, I did. Don't anymore. <laughs> catchphrase. Would it be terrible if at NXT on Tuesday, everyone calls them catchphrase? Yeah, get... get, <laughs> I'm, get us, I'm using this podcast as a chance to book NXT. I'm not booked NXT Go clear yet. out your car now so there's room in the back of the van. I booked AEW. I booked onions. I need to book NXT now. Enter... Roy Walker signs for the next episode of NXT. Please, someone take a Roy Walker sign to NXT. Preferably sat next to somebody with a sign that says Shirley Onions. And then you have to fight the pair of you. There can be only one. It's like Highlander. Um... Uh, Otis says something like, hey, Gulak, <laughs> stretch this, hey. And I put, yeah, Otis dick. Which somehow makes Tom's contribution to the podcast even better than they were before. A referee leaves Shawn Michaels' office, which has been a red flag in wrestling since 1997. <laughs> oh, we're back on track. Anyway, Shawn's told the ref to use discretion in the, uh, the match between Ron Breaker and Come Tuesday. JC Jane walks into HBK's room in the background. I need to sneeze. Talk amongst yourselves. I think it was JC Jane. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, who might it have been, Tom? Oh, <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't Shirley Onions, because Shirley Onions, as, as we all know, Shirley Onions is a lovely blonde lady. Mm, catchphrase has too many people <laughs> for it yeah, to be then. Not one of them looked like the lady that walked into Shawn <laughs> Michaels' no. office. There's, there's like hardcore NXT fans that are going to be chasing the pitchforks <laughs> down the road. I'm sure you can outrun two How people. Dare you get the <laughs> <laughs> Ross and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton defeated Fallon Henley in an Iron Survivor qualifying match. Stratton catches Fallon off a crossbody and dumps her through the middle rope, which gets a holy poo chant. Tiff wins with a chop block on Fallon's injured knee, followed up with the prettiest moonsault ever. That's right. Good stuff. It was a nice, it was a nice match between these two. Yeah, they had a lovely time. I like for, yeah, prettiest wrestler ever. Uh, and then Wesley is back, speaking of pretty. He's interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell, but is interrupted by Baron Corbin. Oh, my God, oh. did Baron blast his poor little sap. Yeah, he did. did oh, my <laughs> God. Even put down Nobody cares. Put down. <laughs> it was so Whoa, good. Whoa, I should make a comeback by leaving and coming, <laughs> just, just returning and no one caring. <laughs> Because he's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely buried him, mate. So good. Um, Lee has a list of things he's working through. Now he's back and he hints at adding Corbin to it. Very Jericho of you. I wish they would do this with Corbin on the main roster or would have done it with Corbin on the main roster because the guy's really quick. He's really funny. Yeah. And when he doesn't give a toss, when he's just burying people, it's so good. It's, e so it's easier on the NXT on NXT because he's a bigger fish there. Like yeah. he, gets, he gets bullied a lot on the main roster. Yeah, if he's, he's, he's he... come here so he can pick on people. Yeah, and it works because Corbin's like, yeah, I'm better than you. You haven't won much. Yeah, but I was on WrestleMania. <laughs> Damn it, he's right. Uh says Wagner here. Come Tuesday, gets in a roll against Bron, but starts getting dizzy, giving Bron an opening. Oh, they have a match here, by the way. Von... Oh, yeah, he's resting, by the yeah, way. They're resting. They haven't just Back, turned backstage, uh, Von would go on to put Bron through the table, but Bron pushes Von, 
into the steel steps and low blows him. Bron, the naughty dog, then goes after Mr. Stone, and when Von tries to save him, eats a spear for his trouble. A second in the ring puts Cum away. Mr. Stone cracks Brig over the steel chair, which is zero effective. Uh, Wagner comes to his manager's aid and power bombs Bron through the table. Stone and Wagner hug to end the segment. The story of the match was Von Wagner had a bad head. Mm-hmm. And every time he started getting into moves, he was like, ooh, me head. And, uh, and, but he somehow muscled through and got a powerbomb in at the end. It's actually working for me. Yeah? Watching it. Yeah, genuine. I don't know what the general You're getting behind somebody is. working through CTE to get his revenge. <laughs> That's right. Keep going. Well, every time he gets an offensive bin, he goes, the bells, the bells. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's humanized, dude. Yeah. I, 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 look, Ross would love it and agree everything you're saying here. But listen to crowd reactions. He was getting over when all his gimmick was, I'm going to put you through a table. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all he needed to do. The crowd give less of a toss about him or even his manager getting beat up by Bron. They love booing Bron because he's a dick. He's doing a good job of that. But then they piped up going, yay, a table, a table. Mm. So I, I don't know what the... They're going to be both wet and dry at the same time <laughs> with this guy. It's and he lost. <laughs> and he, oh, sympathetic. He's, managed, got, he he's got, avenging his manager. The idiot lost. He got Rewenke, though, and he put him through the table. Oh, that's good. Mm. Well done, Lance Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, Carmelo Hayes is asked about Trick's return and reiterates he did not have relations with that <laughs> Trick. He's going to give Trick some... That's a good reference for people in the 40s. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know who the kids love, Matthew? You know who they Bill love? The Clinton. Clinton. You know who TikTok Over. loves? Former United States President Bill Clinton. The Clinton years. The, yes. Another reference. Wrestling in the Clinton Jesus years. Jesus Christ. He's going to give Trick some answers tonight. Uh, the Brian Brutes are walking around a dinghy is that dingy? dingy. <laughs> I'm walking round a dinghy. <laughs> yeah, we're not going far, are we? <laughs> we should sit down, really, because we're rocking the dinghy. That's why I have a limited vocabulary, because I like to stick to words I know. <laughs> walking around a dinghy, trading estate, dressed in Peaky Blinders cosplay. They, This was just... <laughs> they talk about their history of scrapping, complete with footage of Ridge Holland playing ruggers, and some classic Pete Dunne in the 8x10s. Wow, I've definitely seen some of these. They're going to fight out the mud next week. They were like, I swear at one point it says, we went up and down the country fighting people in pubs and working men's clubs. You're like, they're not wrong. I have seen Pete Dunne fight in a working men's club. But it was in the back room, like with a paid event. Where, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Where, See what you say where, like where that. Where you buy a ticket right. and a raffle ticket as well. <laughs> like, like blowing so the he's going, not lying. Fancy going up to Essex. Why? It's for a fight. Oh, he's right, definitely right. had a match at the Frog and Bucket, which is a pub that has a function room. So they're not lying. <laughs> he's fought in pubs and working men's clubs. They're technically, just not in the way they're making out. Right. They're, technic- Stop they're not making out. They're, thank you. In the dinghy. So you're technically right, which is, of course, the best way of being correct. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was just funny because it was just like, all right, an American saying, all right, English people, do what you do best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have been good, like, when, when was it popular, Peaky Blinders? When did that come out? Like, mid to late 2010s? Yeah. Spot on with the timing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much how it Very WWE. I didn't realize how much they ripped it off, pretty strong style, mm-hmm. for the progress run, until I saw Peaky Blinders. Go, oh, they even got the song from the, yeah. the TV show. I had no idea. Anyway, the Braun Brutes, I've already said that. Roxanne Perez and Kalani Jordan defeat Lola Vice and Electra. Whoa, sorry, this thing just killers. Electra Lopez. Ariana Grace, Miss NXT. 
wishes all four wrestlers luck in the match before pulling up a high chair. A high? It was a director's chair. It like a high, high chair. chair. With a bib on. <laughs> she had a dinner while she was watching. <laughs> a high chair. <laughs> I mean, I, no, no, I a like, high chair is I what like you stick your toddler all, in. All the garbage I've written in these notes, the issue is high chair. Sorry, yeah. I'm that jumping on this. Though. What do you think? She's in a dinghy. She sat on a stool in a dinghy. So she had a, a mashed up banana and she watched the match. <laughs> I'd love it if she had a mashed up banana while watching the match. That would have been a great bit of character development. So, the match to avoid the distraction of her asking where does the sky come from, uh, <laughs> to Lopez eats pop rocks and a moonsault to give the, 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 the win. Ariana goes to announce the winners, but she's attacked by Christ in heaven, Shirley Onions, <laughs> who is fed up of Miss NXT talking. <laughs> it says here, quote, boo, Shirley Onions, boo. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Shirley Onions to come back, and I was glad that she did. I'm crying, and it's because I've got Shirley lovely, Onions they're in They're having my a eyes. little feud on Twitter, Shirley Onions. I've and, heard that. And Ariana Grace. Yes, if that's what all the people are talking about. Embrace it and gets in her both. Get this is Onions this Ring. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> this smells like onions. <laughs> I'm Shirley Onions and you're getting layered. <laughs> you're getting pickled! <laughs> yes! I'm Shirley Onions and you're getting pickled! He's done it! He's done it! Former leader of the schism, Tom <laughs> Campbell. He's put himself in it here! Former leader of the schism, Tom Cam. Oh, he looks like you. But he's got a nose piercing now. He's a little septum deal. That's how you can tell him apart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad of it. We could get stopped today. Tom Campbell, who is not just content with ruining wrestlers on the show, now he's in the show itself. <laughs> I decided to write myself into NXT. Uh, Mary Sue was cutting a promo, talking about the voices in his head. He said when he was around people, the voice was quiet. <laughs> the voice was quieter, but now he's in his own personal hell. And he knows what to do. Talk about Sonic. Talk about Sonic. Talk about Sonic. <laughs> what did commentary say when it finished? They just went, "What was that about?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vic was like, "What a loony!" <laughs> neither of them cared. It's a rare neither care situation. Usually, Vic has to rein Booker and explain what's happening. But this time, Vic was like, "What the hell was that?" Crazy cabbie here. Booker go. Oh, the driver's nearby. Yeah. Come on to the front. Come on to the front. Code four two. <laughs> Don't say it's me. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th thanks, uh, leader of the schism. Just you're welcome. Just him without the lads, isn't it? All right, mm -hmm. cool. Otis beats Drew Gulak, outlasting Gulak's mad mat skills of a shoot caterpillar. <laughs> Thank you. The shade flake, great Ross there, and a power bomb. They all have a dance at the end. Lovely. <laughs> That's the match. That's all yeah. it is. They have I a mean, little dance. Wait a minute. Yes, you're right. That is actually what happened. God. Uh, Tiff Stratz and Kyla James are talking in Mean Girls about the women's locker room. In the background, BOA. 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 All right, okay. Is seen in full makeup chatting to the wall. What? Except it's not the wall. It's somebody else who has the same face paint as Boa. Boa is building an army. You could say <laughs> she's a Boa constructor. <laughs> no offense, Tom, but I'm going to... I'm going to send an anonymous email to NXT, just a bunch of lies about you, so you, you do not continue to have an influence on the show. I, I totally get why I've got messages from saying, please don't let Tom do the podcast again. <laughs> totally on board with it. From Scott Damore. <laughs> Chase University time. 
JC Jane interrupts a little... Can oh, we explain something? Boa's building an army. I'm buzzing for this. Boa... Boa I used to love Boa. Like, and obviously... <laughs> your face! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't think there was... No, I don't think you were a Boa unbeliever in the room here. I love Boa. And and I was it was weird because at the start of this thing, it genuinely looked like he was chatting to the wall. And I was like, what is... The wall, brother. Like, the wall. <laughs> not the wall, brother. The wall, wall. And then all of a oh. sudden, this other person just walks in, and he's and it's almost like he realizes he's got the face paint on. And it's like, ooh. So I was like, oh, we're getting like a. I reckon this should just keep going on in the background until there's like three hundred of them, and then they acknowledge it. Where are they all come from? It's just like bacteria. <laughs> they all splinter off. Bacteria. Duplicate. But we get to feel weird. Oh, what am I going to do if someone finds out? <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Housekeeping. Don't come in. Don't come in. <laughs> loads of people all with the makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got a plan. It's, what, someone, what's happening? Why do I have this ability? Did someone order a burger? <laughs> it's a room service. No, no. You, you know, this is, this is a boca tea. Yay! He's done it. That's, this is spreading like bacteria. <laughs> Yeah, I feel ill. Chase you. <laughs> JC Jane inter intercepts, I should say, uh, a letter from one of Tony D'Angelo's low-level scrubs. That's not very nice. Before she and Andre Chase are interrupted by delightful Hudson and Thea Hale. Uh, he cancels the class so they can strategize for their NXT tag title match next week against Tony D and Stax, which like Hudson's like, I didn't know about that. Andre takes a long look at the letter and looks nervous. He looks like me reading Tom's notes for this. He's like, oh, God, I have to read this. Oh, no. We still don't know what's happening, but JC Jane knows something is afoot. Mm. What do you think it is? I really enjoyed this, but I did love Chase You so much. I love Chase You. Really have, you have you seen him twitching? Yeah. Oh, what a likable bloke he yeah. is. He's lovely, isn't he? And he doesn't look like any other wrestler on the planet. Yeah, I thought that He's got well. a really unique look about him. You think it like, yeah, yeah, because he's, yeah. I he reckon he's going to go down the Sami Zayn route because he's so likable. Um, and I, I think he'll just work his way up and people will be like, oh, okay, this this is a guy we can get behind. He's an everyman, isn't he? He mm. looks like you or I. I love him. Oh, he's, I think doing he's so well. He <laughs> set his career back for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's like, and it's like, what's the secret? I wonder whether whether they struck a deal and they're going to lose the titles, whether like, there's going to be something happening next week and they'll lose the titles back to Tony D and Stax. Mm. Like he struck a little deal with them and they're going to pay like a generous donation to the university. Yeah. All the bursaries are being paid for <laughs> by... Yeah. Italian we lost the, restaurant money. We lost the titles, but on the plus side, we have this check for a million pounds to, yeah. to, to build a new football field at Chase and U. some tagliatelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pasta everywhere. Yes. Just covered in bolognese. <laughs> this is one bowl for the entire group. Like, all right, all right, great. <laughs> covered in penny. Tight. Jack Do you two like each other? Nah, <laughs> I'm playing it off. We, we think in another. We think in another universe we probably dated. Yeah, in another universe yeah. we've definitely done it. <laughs> was there, is, that, is that code for last week? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Is this yeah. what we're doing? All right. It was, la it was it, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. It meant room, not universe. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. Dijak defeated. <laughs> It's amazing what flash wipe can do. <laughs> Dijak defeats Tyler Bate in an like Iron Survivor qualifying match. <laughs> Dijak demolishes Bate at the start like I did with... Throwing him oh. to the ground. <laughs> Bate, Riley. I didn't say anything. You filled in the rest in your head. Bate 
rallies and hits. No one cares. It's a starting superplex and airplane spin. Bait goes to a super German suplex, but Dijak lands on his bloody feet, which is great for the big lad. Bait attempts a Brett's rope dive, but Dijak catches him and turns it into feast your eyes for the win. You're a big Dijak fan, aren't you? Yes, I am a big person. Why do you like him? That's a good question. Oh, damn it. Uh, Genuine question, because I don't get it. I think he's great in the ring. He can be great. I, I'm not a fan of this personality where he's currently like, can I look like Stallone in Cobra? This is it. It looks like he's playing wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, this bit where he's heavily... I mean, obviously, it's better than bloody Retribution, but still, mm. it, this I'm not raving over. Or we okay. torture lads backstage. It's like, all right. And then sometimes he's a face, and you're like, wait, I've seen what you did. Oh, come on, man. The, the, but yeah. I, his wrestling style used to be a bit more fluid. Mm. Um, this match was all right. I mean... It's just weird he's getting a bit of a push because Mick Foley put him over as like his favorite wrestler. Uh, is that what it is? Mm. No, I, I, I do like the idea of him, but now you've said that and asked me to think, I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Dragunov match. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. The whole gimmick of like judge is something that should be, the character who's playing a judge should be one like, right, you're guilty, so you're, you're sentenced to death. And then they just walk out, bat as you and leaves. A bit like a 911 type deal, as opposed to, right, I'm your judge, you're an executioner, let's have a long wrestling match. Yeah. It should be, it should be somebody, it should be something a bit more explosive than like someone who wrestles long matches. So maybe it's a great gimmick, maybe not for Dominic Dijakovic. Mm. Speaking of bad gimmicks, Tyler Bate is now serious. He's cut his hair and he no longer looks like he eats jam sandwiches with Mr. Toad by the river. <laughs> I wish he'd stop whinging about people bigging him up when he was young. I was going to say, it's like, all he does now is, is go, yeah. oh, everybody was say, saying, like, oh, I'm just such a hot young prospect and I've got a great bright future ahead of me. Yeah, that's when we liked you. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like when in, in WSW they would talk about how Buff Bagwell was the 1993 Rookie of the Year in like 98 <laughs> you're like you can't keep on bringing up five years after the <laughs> fact mate it's a bit sad at that point and like even when he was going like oh me and Butch we had that match of the year 2017 you're like yeah have you looked at a calendar recently <laughs> have you looked at anything any outside technology recently you dirty hippie um, but now he's serious and it's like oh god go back to being that because now he's just yeah. like I'm going to be in it to win it and I used to be good you're like oh god <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for him Remember, it all used to be good. Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. He didn't Boy. like it. I remember uh, him putting tweets out or that's for some interview and stuff. When, when he was like super hot on the British uh, indie scene, and he was, I wish people would stop talking about my age. No, that's the embrace that. That's why you're so interested because you're so good at such a young, young age. That's maybe it's something game. you can't grasp at that point in your life. Yeah, right? maybe. It's maybe a big thing with Leon Slater at the moment. Like Leon Slater's like no age at all and he's about to take over the world a similar thing with, with, with Tyler Bay is that why you're doing stuff for TNA so you can like buy him booze <laughs> basically just, uh, <laughs> just uh, so I can buy him beer in America <laughs> and who are you I'm his dad <laughs> come on son go wrestle a match I'm not concerned. I'm going to start talking like. Have you seen catchphrase with Murray? All right, take your booze. Get out. Get out. I love Leon Slater, but I mean, I spent half time explaining all my references to him. Like we're in different generations. I said ping pong balls. Leave, leave. I'm calling the police. So her name's Shirley Onions now. You're twice his age, aren't you? I am. Goodness me. We've wasted our lives. Someone grabbed a lovely photo of me and him in the ring at North, 
and it looks like like the worst rap battle contestant you've ever seen because <laughs> it's me like oh, it's not mid, that bad it's me mid flow like announcing him to the ring but what I love about Leon like he's proper into when I'm announcing him like he's into it and like I'm just there like halfway through a scream and Leon's there like picking me up and I was just like it looks like he's like a healthy aged thing joining a rap battle you know <laughs> he's he's doing some care in the community and looking after this old boy whose dream it was to be Eminem <laughs> And now he eats M&M's. Now he eats M&M's. Hands together for our competition winner, Tom Campbell. (laughs) (laughs) Every day's a bonus. Winner of the raffle, Tom Campbell. What a prize. Anyway, yeah, Dijon looked good here. Oh, yeah, it's good. Trick Willie arrives and beaches his car as he walks in the... Beaches his car? He He just ditches it, doesn't he? There's another term for that. Beach it, yeah. Yeah. Is that like, is a beach like a ditch? Because I would agree. I've heard heard just beach the car where you just sort of just pull up wherever and just leave it there, you beach it. I've never heard that. Thank you. One day somebody's going to get their car stolen and they'll have to install a new policy about proper parking. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. (laughs) It's not not an interesting fact, but it's just there. (laughs) But it is a true one. It's truth. It is revealed that as well as Mick Foley and other legends... uh, Oh, God. Sorry, I wonder why we brought this up again. the first line of your dynamite, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not me. We'll get there. Sorry, that's why I laughed then. I was reading No, ahead. no, we can't skip this main event segment. <laughs> no, we absolutely yeah, come on. As well as Big Foley, the legends are doing the Survivor Series. Sorry, Iron Survivor qualifying matches, such as Lawler, Lita, and JBL. I hope Lawler books himself in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> And then Carmella Hayes is out to go face-to-face with Trick Willie, who may think, so many think, I should say, Carmelo attacked. Trick comes out and Hayes pleads his case, but Trick is upset and confused. Why can't Trick be there the same way he was there for Hayes? I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Bless Thank you. you. No, I've got a bow in my nose. Trick asks him to a point blank, did he attack him? Before Hayes can answer, after all, he's only had three and a half minutes to do so. <laughs> Lexis King interrupts. He stirs the pot whilst... <laughs> Failing to put his sunglasses <laughs> in his top pocket. So funny. Have you not seen it? It's amazing. I was trying not to look at I'm him. I'm surprised he hasn't like, been sent it. Yeah. No one watches NXT. So he, he's, trying, my he's trying to get them in in his massively oversized jacket, which is like three sizes too big for him anyway. <laughs> Sleeves are down there. Uh, and and he just can't do it. Anymore. Bollocks to it. <laughs> just but throws then, him aside. And, and, and then if you look again, you see like the top of the... the there, is a, there is a button on the pocket, but he was nowhere near it. <laughs> if he looked down, he would have seen it, but he was too busy looking cool and just decided just to chuck his glasses on the floor. If only that was the worst bit of this. Uh. <laughs> so he still there's the pot, can't get his sunglasses in. King says it may not have been Hayes, it may have been a newcomer looking to make an impact. Trick goes to hit Lexus and Lexus dodges, meaning Trick clatters Carmelo Hayes. <gasps> That's being incredibly dangerous. Uh, sorry, incredibly complimentary, I should say, of that segment. Trick goes to hit Lexus and Lexus dodges. It looked like this. If I'm him and you're Lexi, well, yeah. <laughs> there was no way it was going near him. It was rubbish. It was it was completely bloody awful. If you threw a grenade at him, it would have come nowhere near him. <laughs> We're left with more questions and answers in a weird segment. That, that's what Vic Joseph said. Oh, quite, quite Vic Joseph said somebody just crap. How dare you? But uh, yeah, this was a rubbish segment because they went, well, did you do it? Let me know. Let me know. And then Lexus King came out, a.k.a. bloody Deadly Heart about the cats, to make it <laughs> even worse. And just go, well, did he? I'm like, they were about to say so. Why is this? And then bloody family affairs come Emmerdale 
Ooh, oh no, it was, this was really bad yeah, by the sounds of it. NXT doesn't always have amazing segments, as we know, but even Ross would be hard to defend the crapness of this. I like that it's been so many weeks. I know I said three and a half minutes here, but it's been so many weeks since Trick was attacked and Carmelo is adamant he didn't do it, but just hasn't told him yet and has just gone, right, before I give you my answer, like if I if, if I was accused of doing that, I'd be like, right, before anything else, no, I didn't, right? Here's where I was. He's just been, yeah. he's dragged it out so much where I think, well, if he hasn't done it, he's he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if he hasn't done it, he's just an arse. Sorry, I meant to say it wasn't me. <laughs> So it took you four weeks to say that. Like, uh, yeah. If it turns out it's not him, I was like, well, why, is this, why have you spun this out so long, you silly Billy? Plus, oh, it might have been Lexus King. I'm looking forward. No, no, I'm not. I'm looking forward to bloody idiot being a top main event. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Oh, I like him. What, what, what do you like about him? Good question. Uh, I think he's got charisma. I don't think he's shown it off very well in NXT, but I do think he's got charisma. I think he's got a great look as well. Mm. Jacket aside. <laughs> he's to learn where the pocket is and he'll be fine. <laughs> no. AEW Dynamite, oh, Joe, oh, Joe, oh, Joe, no, no. <laughs> I'll explain that, right? I'm trying to appeal to the Ute. Uh, oh, insane. I know what it is. Yeah. Oh, Joe, oh, Joe, oh, Joe, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. no, 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 no. That nice. is off TikTok. Yeah, that was the one that I did. Uh, oh, thank oh, you. Like it. Yes. Like it. 10 on 10. Well done. You do it like sped up. Uh, backstage, Tony Schiavone introduces the show, and the fat old prick is approached by MGM. <laughs> MGF says he won't be pinned again before being called by Adam Cole. Cole says he should recruit Samoa Joe for his match against the Guns. MGF refuses, saying he'll defend the titles solo. Enter Daniel Garcia. MGF says Garcia is getting the match because he values talent over tenure. I like this because so many people were confused about why he, like with his win-loss record and everything, why he's getting the match. It seemed so random. So yeah. I'm glad they tried to do something there. Yeah, on, on the show itself. Yeah, well, they re that, that was response to all the crap that they've been getting online, wasn't yes, it? due to logic. Mm. Enter really strong in the kingdom, but MGF doesn't want to hear any of it and walks away. Strong tells Cole that MGF is the devil. Cole hangs up. Where he says it's time to remind everybody who he is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I like the fat old prick. I liked it. And I was a big fan of the way that they tried to... The, I, uh, who said fat old prick? Was it MJF? MJF that's what he calls yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't just write in. I didn't go Tony Giovanni fat old prick. I like Tony. <laughs> I was going to say. Fat old prick well, was friends. Tony, don't, yeah, I missed that part. <laughs> but uh, it was definitely something they had to address. With uh, with I, I didn't have an issue with Daniel Garcia stepping up on, on, on Rampage and going, hey, I'll have a fight. I'll have a match. For the title, I want a match for the title, but I'm glad that they sort of addressed it at the start. It was like MJF wanted it, so yeah. it's okay if it had just been like, "Oh, I want, I want a match." Of course, you do. Everybody does. That's the point. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just Daniel Garcia's solo down in the overall scheme of things in AEW. But it's like he gets a world title shot. You're like, what? That, that's the, why they needed MJF to go. Yep, yeah, this is cool. The, the, on, the only issue is that it's it's um, it's reactive, not proactive. Yes, there you go. Agreed. In the sense that they're having to do that because they they've made a decision and everyone's gone and everyone's just just. Plopped all over it. At least they did something. They have to. They had. Yeah, they've had to do it. They've not. They, they've not done it because this is a story we're going to take. They're like, no, we need to explain why we're doing mm. this thing very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So obviously that's going to build up later on when they do the. Oh no, it's now. MGF defeats Daniel Garcia to retain the title, tapping him out with the salt of the earth. MGF offers a handshake after the match, and Garcia was about to do it until Maynard and Parker cut him off twice. There you go. It was a solid match. It was okay wasn't like amazing or anything else like that i think garcia got the show off what he can do yep. sure i think mj got some nice little counters in he did that one little move where they didn't even know what to call it where he span around oh, i've even written down what a bleed it was oh it was like a, uh, yeah. a spinny thing great matthew don't say it. i look like an idiot <laughs> he did a cool thing honest <laughs> honest uh 
whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, the crowd didn't seem that into it, but they do like MGF. That makes sense. Uh, they also like in the picture for picture bit, some fan went like, you suck, MGF. Some just stopped me doing it. Shut up, fat boy. <laughs> Come on, yay! Uh, Sting and Darby Allen defeated the Outrunners. Sting has only wrestled in the state of Oregon once before, back in 89 against Ric Flair. Cool. Sting. Oh, no, that is cool. That is cool. <laughs> that's the, wait, wait. I think I was not. You know what? Wait, I love the state of Oregon. No, it's Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's the state. Oregon's the state. Yeah, yeah. Portland, Oregon. He's only, oh, yeah, well, right. he's only yeah, wrestled. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Rick state of Oregon. Oh, no, it's Oregon, Oregon, Maine. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm what, what I loved sorry. about this is the outrunners, who are just great value, really, really fun to watch. They've got to wrestle Sting now. How cool is that? That's Before something it really they allow goes. forever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's really awesome. And plus, they look like the type of a team that Sting may have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the wrong wrestling school. I can't ever think aesthetically that's probably why they were chosen yeah. Yeah. for this particular role. And I'm all right with this. Sting just came out, played the hits. wasn't very long. Crowd were like, yay, that was it. Doesn't always need to be an epic. Just like mm-hmm. Sting's retirement tour. Yeah, we've got to see him. But what's yeah, nice cool. is that there's the, 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 the AEW are going to insist on just having matches like as a big part of what they do rather than long stories. At least everywhere Sting goes now, there's a little bit of history there where they go, well, this is the last time he'll wrestle here because it was back then he did that. Mm. So there's the, every match that he has now on, on AEW television, there's some reason for it. Yep. Yep. Which is fine. Darby takes the bumps, hot tag Sting, yay. Yep. Nothing wrong with Agreed. that. Agreed. Timeless Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida are backstage with timely Tony Schiavone, <laughs> the fat prick. Uh, Tony says that although Shida may have the title, she will never have the spotlight because it belongs to her. Tony and Sheeda signed the contract. Uh, Tony Storm, I should say, not Tony Shivani. God, it's annoying. Uh, Storm and Sheeda signed the contract. That's better. Sheeda tells her what will happen is what will always happen. She will beat Tony at full gear. Taz really makes a segment by going, how do they know they're in black and white? And why did Tony say, adjust your set? People don't have TV sets to adjust anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got a point. Timeless Tony Storm is winning it. I genuinely yeah. think she's winning it. Yeah, hundred percent, and she should. Yeah, this is the. the I, I don't know whether this. I I don't know whether it was uh, meticulously planned with AEW. I kind of doubt it. I feel like they've stumbled upon something great that Tony Storm is doing, and they've given her the room to to create with it. And they've they've created a, a character, a persona, and a star. Yeah. So mm-hmm. give her the belt. I, I want to make an apology. Last time I was on this podcast, the they did the silent movie thing. Oh, during the picture in picture. I, oh. I, I didn't watch a picture in no, picture. No, I'm with you. And I yeah, was, yeah. I was yeah. so confused because my dodgy download was just, was just like, it was full screen. Your fight TV subscription. <laughs> so we, we, do, we do have one. I can just watch it at double speed if I tore it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't picture in picture. Hey, we're legally, that's, that's not even breaking the law. You're not allowed to, Carry we on, carry on. So you saw the thing. As long as you, de- as long as you delete your ROMs after 24 hours, you're fine. <laughs> exactly. That's definitely the <laughs> No copyright so... intended <laughs> in the description, so it's all right. So um, uh, it wasn't picture in picture for mine. Yeah. And I remember going like, it's a bit weird. Why don't you go picture in picture? It was, and my copy wasn't. So I want to apologize for that. No, no, a few obviously, weeks it ago. was the idea was if you were an American or didn't want to buy the Fight TV subscription, whatever, that you saw like pizza or whatever, and then she'd be in the corner and it's all right. Yeah, You're right. In. I also was there Good. going, I was given no setup for this. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell like. was this? Not realizing it's supposed to be a thing in the corner as a yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Good. full screen, it loses some of the effect. Or like, but apparently it retained yeah. viewers. Like it was it was a success because oh, sure. normally people dip away from the picture in picture, it actually retained people. Because they were like, what's going on in the court? I want to watch it. 
because that's they should do, will something else happen and nothing else happened but it was brilliant I think they should do that not every week but every no. t- second or third week I think that's a really good way of increasing retention on the shows it was good and I'm sorry <laughs> I think one way you could do it in a picture in picture is have a wrestler call out a really slow wrestler so I'm going to call you out for a fight now, <laughs> picture in picture, and it's them just waiting for the wrestler because they're really <laughs> slow. Just walk the cowboy. Yeah, just like, I'll be there in a minute. And as the break Ladies ends, Jim Ross. Oh, Jim Ross. <laughs> they walk out as the, end, as the picture in picture ends. And you get to follow them walking backstage really slowly. Let's just take a massive dump. Uh, speaking of great stuff, Swerve Strickland defeats Pan- Penta L0M, an absolute banger. Too much happening mm. to mention, but bloody hell, there was a great destroy in the apron by Penta. Oh, God, yeah. A reverse 450, and Swerve picks up the win with the stomp, and he absolutely nailed the stomp. He doesn't always do it, but like Penta was like, yeah, here's. After the match, Adam Page saves Penta from a beatdown, batters Swerve and some security with a chair, then hits Strickland with a dead eye off the ramp through a table. Bloody hell, because, you I... know, it did invade his home. I think Swerve should be the man to beat MJF. Oh! I think he could be, yeah. Legit, I, I just think... He's on fire right now. Yeah, I thought he was he's so good at being a dick here. Mm-hmm. Um also they did like the cool stuff with the oh I'll do a move and you do a move at the same time, blah blah blah. That's, that's passe. But just the work he was doing to Penta, uh snapping his tongue, his arm, his shoulder, everything. Penta's either gonna be not be able to stand up or be able to feel better than he's felt in years after this match, mm-hmm. all the stuff that went on in one. And, and yeah, did- manipulating his joints like R V D with a microscope are put here. That doesn't work at all, does it? You don't manipulate the microscope, Matthew. That's horrible. Say something, Tom. Uh, I, I like how this is not just, not just lit a fire under Swerve. It's lit a fire under Page as yes. well. There's an intensity in Page's yeah. eyes. And the whole thing, it's a weird story to have where Page starts off this thing as being like, hey, you know what? I'm happy to be here. This is great. And Swerve's like, oh, you've got something really... Sp-. Like This is going back weeks where he's like, you know, you, you're coasting on this. I really want what you've got. And Page was super chill as he always is going into it. And now, Swerve has really got him going and like wound up Adam Page and I really like this Adam Page like you don't see it very often no he's back yeah it it, it was really really uh, just excellent to see that intensity that we haven't necessarily seen from Adam Page since I guess pre-title reign yeah you had to really coax it out of him and had to go and invade his house to do it but that's brilliant and then all the more painful when Swerve beats him yep That's it. I was there going, like I said earlier before, like, why are we doing the rematch? Like, Swerve's so far above Hangman Page right now. Like, isn't he going to be lowering himself for this? We're doing a rematch. But then, you know, went and saw his kid. He's like, yeah, yeah Hangman do Page yeah. does need to get his revenge. <laughs> we need a, yeah, we need a gimmick match that Swerve can beat him up. Yeah. But I'm like, but I don't care if he gets his revenge. And then here, it's like doing dead eyes off the ramp, going, I'll kill you. It's like, oh, okay, no, I'm into this. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. And again, Swerve, damn good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Backstage, Jay White gloats about beating MJF. Says he spends all his time searching his own name and hypes the match with Briscoe. He said nice. it. Hmm? He does. He does. <laughs> that can't be got in the cartoon for slander, can you? Um, some sort of promotion with Yakuza, in brackets, the video game, not the actual crime syndicate. Yeah, come on, man. This is in the mid 2000s. <laughs> Kenny says we're getting. Uh, like a dragon street fight. Matthew, talk about video games for a bit. Uh, Sega are a popular video... <laughs> I mean, they are still, obviously not the 90s anymore, but yeah, Yakuza's a big deal franchise for them, and they've got a very subtle... You may have missed it, so subtle. 
uh, bit of partnership with them, <laughs> where Don Callis was talking about the match and then was just like, yes, they will fight like mythical creatures. You may say they may fight <laughs> like a dragon. <laughs> oh, this, what a name. Well, would you believe it? This, this, the yeah. name of the game was on the side. Yeah, of the, the apron. The man with no, whatever, what's the game called? The man with no face or something like that. It's not like an Ed Leslie gimmick. <laughs> the, the man, like the, the man with no trousers on, or something like that. The man the, with the booty. What's the game called? This the Yakuza. Fight like a dragon. Is it called? But the, wasn't there like a silhouette of somebody? It was like the man without it, or have I mis mistook it? Maybe. I don't play Yakuza. Neither do I. But I was just basing it on what I saw on the side. Yeah. Well. I was happy. I was just also confused. Like, are you able to look that up, Joel? Just so I'm yeah. just because I'm worried I might have had a stroke. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sure, like it had like a like a silhouette, like you'd use to go <laughs> WWE wrestler <laughs> in contract <laughs> problems for a news video. <laughs> That's what called Yakuza presents contract problems. <laughs> question mark? Question mark? Yakuza presents XW champion joining AEW. Um, yeah, so if, on the side of the ring, I'm sure they have the name. Joe's of the, doing nothing. The game now he's he's Googling. Oh, he's you're on your phone. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. He's he's actually googling. Well, okay, what? he's doing that? The golden. Oh, you were right. It's it's called uh, the man who erased his name. The man who erased ah. his name. So, like a dragon's not the subtitle of the Yakuza well, game. It's it's not called Yakuza. It's called oh, is it called no, like it's a called dragon? Like a dragon, oh. Gaiden. Oh. Colon the man who erased his name. That's the name. Well, I, I think it's part of the Yakuza That's series. I knew it was Ned Leslie Gimmel. It, lo it looked like Yakuza. Yeah. I wrote that without even thinking. Yeah. I've watched Sam's streams. That's and he's a Sega thing, so yeah. yeah. Mm. Thank anyway. you, Joel. Thank you, Cheers. Bob. It should have been Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm glad, <laughs> that, I'm glad me and Tom had to ask Joel about a Sega game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting old, mate. Should have been that firefighting game that they did. Do you remember what I mean? Burning Rangers. Burning See, Rangers. <laughs> no problem. Didn't even need a blink for that one. Burning Rangers. What did you that do in Burning Rangers? Firefight. Is that it? Yeah, the it's buildings a are on fire and you yeah, go. Yeah, it's like an arcade the... game where you go out yeah. and put out fires. That sounds great. Brilliant. Fun. Love that. That's why Sega that. lost the war. Uh, Golden Jets are being interviewed backstage when they're approached by the books. Oh, goody. Books says Kenny has forgotten about the elite. Trash talk Jericho and a match is set up for full gear where the guaranteed tag title shot is on the line. Oh, they remembered that. Good. Mm -hmm. Right. However, if the books win, the Jets have to split up. <laughs> <laughs> Jet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works as well. Uh, I'll put wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Just for the young books. They made they made some little punk overtures here, where where Omega said, "Oh, you're acting like children," and Matt Jackson was like, "Oh, somebody I respect saying that to me," or something like that, as a little overture to punk. Call oh, they always have to be doing references yeah. to stupid stuff only they care about. Look, the Young Bucks are episode four. This happened. These, the Young Bucks, I'm over them, man. Over They've done this feud. They've done this exact same thing multiple times beforehand. And I put, do they do these type of promos because they know people search, quote, Young Bucks bone loudly, and they want those search hits or something. I was a bit forced. Also, we've done this feud. They've done this match. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. We've had this. Oh, our screen's gone off behind us. We've been talking that long. It's done the loop. Back. It's back on. But and and here's and this is again the, the the issue that you have with AEW is it is not kind to the passive viewer, because like 
Aren't the Golden Jets about to team with the Big Show and Ibushi to fight the Callus family? Why are we having this thing backstage going, oh, hey, mates, let's have a match with a massive stipulation on the future of our team. Well, hang on, we've got a street fight next week sponsored by Daytona USA. <laughs> let's get that done before focusing on that. Why do we have to, like... Do nin, oh, nin. oh no no it's the wambulance to stop things Tom I'm sorry you had a, you had a cohesive storyline going and now the, the, the charismatic relatable young books are going to come on and moan about their mates not being made to them like every feud that the young books do get away yeah. just trade them for summit trade them from Xbox One so they can play the new Yakuza game the games. cast of Golden Axe Yes, they will also be here next week. Stealing the meat in the middle of the night. That's, and that's what they are. Weird creatures. That's right, stealing I've, people's heat. I've never seen this in you before. What is it? This genuine frustration. Uh, it's more than apathy. You're just so done with it, aren't you? Your face has changed. I've, oh, that's just me. I didn't get any sleep last night. But the, <laughs> this is there's, there's bits about the wrestling that I like. Mm-hmm. I've been a bit negative about some of the stuff this week, sure. But Swerve Strickland's amazing. Um... MGF, yeah, sure, why not? And all the other stuff is great, but like, I have zero interest. No, nah, fair. And I don't feel like going like, oh, well, you know, some people like it. I'm, nah. 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 No. Well, you, you know, you, you wouldn't do that if it was a different bit of entertainment. Like, you, if, if there was a film right. that came out and you went to the cinema and you watched it, you wouldn't be expected to leave and go, oh, that was, that was awful. But some people really enjoy that. Right. Just enjoy, embrace hating things exactly. as well. It's all personal preference. You're allowed yes. to dislike and you're allowed to like. Yeah. I no. was rooting for Jericho here. Yes, yeah, so yeah. was I. I. I feel the same, I feel the same as just you. You're, just because my mate wants to hang out with me, that, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem, mate. It really mm-hmm. does, yeah. It's just it's a, a weird thing for adults to talk about. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a playground stuff, like you're on my moon. Friendship ended with the young books. Mm. Now friends with Chris Jericho. And again, this isn't like, oh, this one feud isn't very good or whatever. It's just like, no, this is all their feuds. Hmm. All their storylines. They've got friendship issues. Yeah, let's Unlike... be positive about the rest. Let's be positive <laughs> yeah. about the rest of AEW Dynamite. You know what? That's easy because next up positive. is... You know what's coming. Because yeah, oh. next up is Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee. This is the Keith Lee we've been wanting to see in ages. Oh, it Keith is. Lee. Fantastic. Because Keith Lee, let's, let's face it, I'm not trying to be overly negative. He hasn't had... The run that I guess we all thought he was going to have here in AEW. He's had um, glimpses of it. The, that Swerve Strickland thing that is happening, that isn't happening, and everyone's just forgotten, whatever. But this was a lovely return to form on the man's birthday, apparently. Mm-hmm. The two grey-haired hosses. Sometimes it doesn't pay to watch these things on 1080 and see other grey hairs. I didn't like that. But this is exactly the match I wanted to see. Their first ever singles match. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. brilliant meat, match. Rummy. Meat, meat, meat. Wrong result. Hated what happened afterwards. Samoa Joe retains the Ring of Honor TV title. After match, Joe vacates the TV title because he wants the AW World title and feels this is getting in the way. I th- I actually agree with them because there okay. are to be bloody titles. The fact that they're forgetting when people have tag title shots and going, oh yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, Young, young Bucks got that tag title shot. Whoops. Uh, and now they're putting that on the line. Yeah, cool. Get that. That's good. They don't need all these titles. If this is actually... If only they had another show for Ring of Honor (laughs) that they could put the titles on! What's Ring of Honor? If only they had another program where the Ring of Honor belts could go and they weren't clogging up dynamite. Mm. Imagine! They're getting in the way. Because they're putting them in the way! Yeah. You can't be angry when someone puts traffic cones in the way and go, oh, what's that traffic cone doing there? You put it there! You've got a whole show for your Ring of Honor belts! Oh no, we'll defend them exclusively on Dynamite. 
I've not seen this side of you, Tom. I'm a- <laughs> Sexy, isn't it? Your face has changed. <laughs> Your face has changed. You seem done. <laughs> I'm done because it's it's the best that Keith has been. Yep. Proper back to... I genuinely thought they're going to give Keith the belt. You know, Joe's got other irons in the fire. Give Keith the belt. Keithy can go to do stuff on on Honor on, on, on Club. Great addition to ROH. Really, really move that. No, 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 no. He gets beat. And then Joe goes, don't want the belt anyway. Why not just give Keith the belt? Why have it? Why have him lose and then Joe go rubbish that belt? Want them both? Want, want that one? Like why? See, I I kind of agree, but I think it's a step in the right direction for Joe. Yeah, but not for no, but but, for, but it is for Joe. Absolutely. Yeah. Sucks for Keith. But it it sucks for Keith. It sucks for Ring of Honor. It sucks for the purpose of the, the longest title reign in that in that title's lineage, just to go. Oh bored God, now. was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bored now. <laughs> Rough, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know that. It just it's a joke. It's it's. <laughs> Like, could you not have had Joe lose to Keith? Would it have been that terrible? We talked about it in the news video, mm-hmm. and you went, well, maybe there is mitigating circumstances where they don't want to give Keith a belt. Okay, then maybe give it to someone else. Does that have to be done tonight? Does that have to be done this week where Joe... Because bear in mind, MJF is currently... He's just had a match with Daniel Garcia. He is feuding with Jay White. Mm-hmm. Like, so so we need to chuck Samoa Joe in the mix as well now? Like... Could that not wait? Could we not maybe go drastic go down? Could we could we not could we not move that a little bit further down the road and maybe have Joe lose to a challenger so he loses the belt and then focuses on MJF in a bit? No, it's this booking that AEW does where it's like, can I interest you in everything all of the time? And it's just loaded and loaded and loaded, and it means everything means nothing, and nothing means everything. Story makers, story makers. <laughs> <laughs> it annoyed me. No, had it been obviously, I've got a special, uh, a special connection with Keith. I love Keith Lee. Uh, had it been anybody, and and Joe just goes bored now. What another belt? I think it just it devalues. Have Keith beaten Joe? Joe would have lost no momentum. Joe is still the guy. Yep. No momentum's lost. No, but Nothing's the, lost losing to Keith Lee. The devil's advocate, aka the guy who keeps on attacking people in AEW, would say that. Yeah. Well, if Smojo is having this main event thing with MGF, who is maybe going to be his friend or maybe not going to be his friend with the tag team titles, it would be a bad decision to just lose cleanly to Keith Lee. Okay. Then maybe like, why Smojo on this thing if he's in with MGF, if he's then also help, uh, losing to Keith Lee? Look, you know what? I agree. Then why not, why not do that later on when MGF isn't as busy and have MGF costs Joe the belt that leads to that? Why does it have to... I'd have no issue with Joe losing the belt. Why do it now and tonight? Because he's leaving in 2024, so they're getting all the stuff in now. So they're getting all in. Is that what it is? They just want to get it all out of the You'd way. You think dead so, quick. right? They're, yeah. just, they're, just packing, they're just stacking it all up. Yeah. Oh. That's what that last, that World's End pay-per-view is going to be about. But I, like, I, again, agree with your thing, but because Keith Lee looks so good here, it was such a lovely match. Yay the Joe, yay the lead. That, I wasn't that. Yeah. It was a soft blow. Like, oh, that's not good. But hey, good to see a Keith Lee match. Yeah, it's fine if that continues, isn't it? Yeah, it's still. It, it, I, I agree with Tom. I think it's very frustrating, and it's the fact that all these ROH titles aren't being defended. Like Eddie Kingston's popping up on Honor Club and defending the ROH title. Fine, but so many of these belts, like the Ring of Honor TV title, hasn't been on Ring of Honor TV since the summer, and it's been defended fairly consistently, but on AEW. The six-man titles, the tag titles, none of them have been on Ring of Honor telly. And then you've just sort of thrown that away, haven't you? Yeah. All of that, all of that investment you watch of what time. They, the thing is, right, I guarantee you, right, this is because Tony is over... Tony's booking a million and one things all at once. I guarantee you, and it's going to... I'd, I'd be happy to be wrong. I, I love being wrong. 
I guarantee you we're going to see a pig in eliminator tournament for the TV title. <laughs> Starting oh, on Thursday, right. an right. eliminator tournament to crown a new TV champion. Get bent. Tony Khan has an announcement this time. <laughs> Tony, tournament. Thank you, Tony, Tony Khan. Khan's bonk on for tournaments continues. Oh, I have a tournament for the belt. Sod off. You could have had Joe lose to somebody and make a star in the process. Keith Lee should win it. Keith Lee should have won it! <laughs> no, Keith Lee should win the tournament. Oh, if you oh, get the belt that Joe didn't Jesus want. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't. And then present him the title and it's in a bin. The bin that <laughs> Joe put it in. Yeah, just put your hand in there. Yeah, you're gone. Oh, a free banana. Oh. Free. And then Joe just takes it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it I never lost this. Yeah, <laughs> exclusively on collision. Backstage, Hunt Cassidy says that all he's been thinking about is John Moxie. I know the feeling, pal. He's going to retain the international title, that I always call it the IC title, at full gear. Later, Moxie replies saying that OC doesn't deserve to get to full gear, so the minute they land at LAX, it's on. <laughs> Him and whoever versus uh, John and Yuda, you think it's going to be Hook, so he says, uh, my darling Hook, please make notes if your fingers still work. Ooh, that's a nice little bitchy line there. Kind of hope they'd have started the match at the airport. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> the <idea>. <laughs> <laughs> Soon as you land, we're off. On the conveyor belt. <laughs> they flew via Saudi Airlines. <laughs> Is it a lovely airline? I've been told it's the best airline. <laughs> yeah, me All too. of that particular area. Love watching George of the Jungle on there. Mm. Watch out for that tree. <laughs> Hollywood boys are super over in Portland. The guns beat them in about four seconds. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, lads. Hey, you do, hey. Colton grabs the mic and runs down MJF. Uh, Austin says MJF has no friends. No friends. And he prays to get... Uh, prays to God that he picks one of the fatties in the crowd to be his partner full gear because they're the only people that care about him still. MJF is watching backstage and walks away when Samoa Joe approaches him saying, I got rid of that crappy belt I didn't oh, want. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I, I thought... I fast gonna... passed oh, this feud to, to like, yeah, I'm annoyed. He, I'm still annoyed he lost the belt. He didn't lose the belt. He just, just binned it. What do you think about the guns? Because I think they're great. Yeah, I really I like, like them as well. I think they're brilliant talkers. Mm. Um, yeah, I... I the Bollywood boys thing, I like the fact that they gave them a team that was actually over. The crowd were into them and they just took that away from the crowd straight away. I was actually oh, kind of into they're that. they're proper it's... bad guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they, they are, are proper bad guys. They're not getting guys. any they're heat. Just... We're going to beat them. Yeah, they're just yeah. dicks, aren't they? Yeah. And I think they play the dicks well. Yeah. Mm. And then Red Velvet is back. Her first appearance since February this year. Uh, Julia Hart beats with a moonsault. <laughs> Julia locks her in Heartless after the match, but Sky Blue makes a save. Statlander and Willow then appear. Willow helps Red Velvet the back as Julia Hart walks up the ramp. Oh. Oh. So, Red, Sky Blue and Red Velvet forming green. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, Julia Hart is... a cover in green. Julia Hart, great entrance, great hat. Um, (laughs) Great everything. I think she's great. And this match, even with like, hey, it's this person. We're like, oh, please, oh, she's a yeah. People were still into her. Yeah, I think for that's sure. a good sign. It's like, all right, yeah, it could be over with like some of the other people, but let's put you in randomly with Red Velvet. And yeah, Crow's like, yeah, still like Julia Hart. I think that's a step in the right direction. Bit of a weird choice to. Uh, don't get me wrong, it was a it was a really good match, uh, and it's not like Red Velvet looks super weak or anything. It's just still a little bit of a weird choice to have her come back mm. and then lose. But mm. what can you do? What can you do? You can welcome the new AEW signing. Maria May from bloody England. Yay! Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very excited to have a chat with Tony Storm and gives RJ City a little kiss. I feel like um, they, they stole a script from NXT for this one, though. It's just in the way that she spoke was very much like, I'm here to have a great time. And is Tony Storm mm. here? I can't wait to meet her. It was a little bit that. 
But I like, but I like where they're going to go with this. I like, I think that this is a nice little caveat to Tony Storm's character to have like a, a super an obsessed fan, fan yeah, an obsessed fan that kind of becomes a a lackey and then you know eventually presumably beats her. Or yeah, or, or, oh, t- or turns on. I her. thought Doctor Luther was going to be doing that storyline. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. yeah, or, better, or better yet, Tony Storm wins the belt, and then they, and then like he, Mariah May helps her retain the title for a year, and then Tony goes, "Don't want that belt anymore. I'll just dump it." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is it Mariah May or Maria? It's Mariah. Oh, damn it! Like Kerry. Ah, thank you. Mariah May. There, see, I can't say it. Uh, Jay White puts away Mark Briscoe with the Blade Runner, following a great back and forth encounter. As White is celebrating, MGF's music hits, and he slides in the ring from behind the, sp- the back of the heels. MGF says Jay will have to kill him to beat him at full gear. Jesus, that's a bad stipulation. So let's go out and we cut the backstage as a group of masked men are destroying the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Bowens is thrown through a plate glass window and the masked devil appears. MGF pegs it backstage and is approached by Samoa Joe who says MGF is running out of friends. What a poor little scumbag. <laughs> I put that there, plate glass window. And as I was typing, I was like, I've never he- heard anybody go, oh, he's been thrown through a plate glass window. It's just a window, isn't it? What else do you make him out of? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever You've heard got a plate me glass there. window before? Sta- it just sort uh, of naturally... Ca- yeah. One of those church windows, I guess. Yeah, stained glass. Yeah, stained, stained, stained glass, glass window. window. Plate glass window. Anyway, yeah. Plate glass. You, you know what? You've, yeah, you're right there. Uh, you're also right that it was a nice main event. It was a really nice mm. main event. Really enjoy- I just love Mark Briscoe so much. Yeah. Yeah, he's great fun. His promos are so engaging. He can say absolutely nothing, but his sort of weird, almost rambling but not quite rambling insanity is just a joy to watch. Mm. The redneck kung fu craziness. Yeah, he's just great, isn't he? Yeah. Now I've tickled pink by this because we have an ongoing discussion here because obviously Jack was just like, "Oh no, Jay White's great. He's so great." And then me and Ross are like, "Is he?" Oh, I really mm. like Jay as but well. But then there's there's weeks there's weeks week where he's build, building on us and me and Ross go, yeah, I actually look good this week. Or sometimes go, Nash, the guns and Juice Robinson uh, make them look good. This was a time when he like, oh, he's made an event in AEW Dynamite. He's beaten Mark Briscoe. He's annoying people. Yeah. That was, there's another step in the right direction for him. Yep, agreed. He's got the title that's not his. And then it's like, aha, well, meanwhile, backstage, shenanigans with the steel, stainless steel uh, plate glass window. Who do you reckon it is? And he's got mates now. Who did I say it was? I swear I said it was Adam Cole before. Everyone's kind of pointing that it's Adam Cole. Mm. It's too early because Cole's away for ages. They can't drag this out until Cole's ready to be back, surely. Oh, yeah, you've little faith. (laughs) I've got a theory. I think it might be Ziggler. No. Mm. I think there's a possibility it might be Ziggler. And those mates, that's the spirit squad. That's the rest of them. Why? So... (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, right, Why let that get in the way of a good story? Yeah. That'd be like Cole going, you know what? Yeah, my real friends are Roddy Strong and the other ones. Um, <laughs> and the rest. Yeah, and the rest <laughs> of them. Yeah, that would be way more effective than, hi, it's me, Dolph. I just think it's too early for them to be doing this if Cole's a good, what, six months Oh, I've been, I think they've had a hell of a run, considering. What if it's no one and it's just the devil? <laughs> the actual Satan. <laughs> They're all going, who's under the mask? He's like, what mask? It's my face. I hadn't considered that. Yeah, you're right. There what you if he's actual Satan? It's just the devil. <laughs> isn't it? It's just the devil. <laughs> he rustles, here comes the devil. And yeah. he wins the title. He's just the devil. And then after do Everyone's that, assuming it's a mask. That's who the devil is. It's like, <laughs> hashtag sign with AEW. <laughs> the devil's all elite. God. Yeah. Yeah, that was the week in wrestling. I can finally blow my nose after four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> 
That's my noise. Oh, <laughs> Get up. Oh, Let's have a look oh. in the mailbag. <laughs> Good November day, gentlemen. It is. I'm typing this on a break in my five-hour drive today. I wanted to first say thanks for all you do in making a fantastic podcast. Listening to the podcast never fails to bring out a laugh. Ooh. My question. Just the should... one. <laughs> yeah, four hours. <laughs> Jeez. That's, like, huh? that's a sad drive. That's good. Should you choose to accept this question, what is a gimmick that you enjoy or enjoyed that should not have worked? My answer and example is PCO's current run as a Frankenstein's monster-esque persona. Well done, St. Frankenstein's monster. In a sport littered with athletic figures, Olympic champions, bodybuilders, and professional athletes, there's also a historical literary horror villain doing topes. Oh, sorry, doing topes. Here we go. And boat and button through tables. I love wrestling. P.S. I know there's more obvious examples like undead mortician biker man, but I wanted to spotlight the one that made me ask the question. That doesn't sound like it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, undead mortician biker man. Thanks again for all you do. Jared C., originally from Northwest Louisiana, but currently residing in Southeast Arkansas. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so used to there being like, okay, former hockey player, <laughs> Diddler James or whatever the hell. So, no, thank you, Jared C. For just being honest with your name there, pal. Cheers, thank mate. you very much, pal. Thank you. Um, what have we got? Uh, Ones oh. that didn't work. I think the Mountie, it shouldn't have worked. But then... It uh, didn't I, work that well. He won the Icy Tiles. He won the Icy Tiles. He beat Bret Hart 103. Yeah. Competed Either. in the first ever jailhouse match. I think yeah, I think I think that. But then obviously across, and then across from the big boss man, obviously there's a, there's a, there's an easy feud there. But then beyond that, I still think it works as a, as a character. Okay, just like a, just a larger life persona. I'm gonna chuck in the Mountie. I'm gonna say Damien Mizdow. Nice. Oh, good right. shout! Right, Damien, come out and just do whatever Miz does in the his stunt match. Double. What? It's just a stunt. That's a bit stupid, isn't it? Yeah, but everyone's in on the joke, and it's mint. I think I've got two. Uh, first is Doink. The first Doink. Re wrestling clown shouldn't really work, and the babyface stuff wasn't all yeah, that. Yeah. But evil clown, it's. A, I mean, it, it was littered with silly gimmicks like that at the time, but it was really special, and it was awesome. And I can go back and watch that stuff now. Oh yeah, yeah. and just hate him, hate him so much. And the other is motivational Bo Dallas. NXT. Oh, oh yeah, NXT. Yeah, I was thinking the main roster. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I'm thinking that there was a really great moment where everybody was booing him, um, and then they started going boring, boring, and he goes, "That's right, that's right. This is Bo's ring." <laughs> <laughs> it was gold. It was really, really great, and it, it shouldn't have given his sort of placement on the card. And he was obviously he was NXT champion at one time. Um, it's not a gimmick that you would necessarily associate with the main event, but he was great. And I'm gutted that we didn't get to see more of that on the main mm. roster. I wonder what happened to him. Who knows? Mm. Uh, number two. Hi, Roshi Tanahashi, Matthew, Jack, and maybe even Ross. Hi, uh, hi Roshi. Twice. <laughs> hi, Ro As someone who watches... Hiroshi a Tanahashi. Hi, Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's how you say it. Uh, As someone who watches a wide variety of different shows and movies, <laughs> I'm always quite surprised when wrestlers show up unexpectedly in either the background or as a character. The main ones that come to mind were Mick Foley in China, hosting an edited version of Robot Wars in the United States, and more recently, Austin Theory appearing in a sketch comedy show on Adult Swim. Did he? 
My question to you, fine lads, is what was the most unexpected wrestler appearance in non-wrestling media? I'm sure you hear it often, but I've been a fan of yours forever. I appreciate all the work you do. Many thanks and love from former U.S. Toro Rosso Formula One driver Scott Speed, otherwise known as Thomas from Portsmouth. I actually know who Scott Speed is because I watched that bloody, um, what's his name? Nah, it's gone. The F1 dude who's Australian. There's a real F1 driver called Scott it's Speed. His name's Scott Speed. Yeah, it's crazy. That's isn't it? amazing. It's Scott Speed, the driver. That's so. He lives next good. door to Mr. Meat, the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll answer it's your question. It's Mr. Flames, and he's also a green grocer. <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. <laughs> I was thinking poorly. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. We'll answer your question. Hey! Right, I got one. Bill Goldberg in Desperate Housewives. Was he? <laughs> yeah. No. We, we, we binge watched it during lockdown, and there's a scene where um, she goes to visit her husband, Carlos, in prison. And um, I've forgotten the character's name. Falling right out of my head. Uh, but all the, uh, all the, 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 uh, the convicts are in the, are in the on, behind the fences. She's walking through. And they're all sort of catcalling her, and one of the, and all of a sudden a riot starts breaking out because one of the the cops is a little bit like curt with her, and one of the one of the convicts who's kicking off is Goldberg, and I was like, it's Goldberg. Oh, I've seen the clip of that. I have yeah. seen the clip. I didn't know what it was from. So right. excited! I was just like, it's Goldberg. So Alex, we're like during lockdown, we had it on, and uh, and I sort of had it. It was on in the background. I sort of dipped in every so often. It was one of those shows where I. I Promise I wouldn't get into that. By the end, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she slept with him!" Like, <laughs> and then that one episode, it was just like, "It's Goldberg, get in!" <laughs> what a time! That was a fun one. It's been. A, I always in, in our house. It's a bit of a thing whenever a wrestler shows up. I tend just to shout and like go. That as if I'm going. That's me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tank well, Abbott. Most of them are. I mean, Tank Abbott showed up in Friends. Friends I was yeah. like, "Yes, was he? Yeah. I didn't know that there's either." A, there's a UFC episode of, of Friends. Right. I, it's what Monica, <laughs> so date, Monica dates this billionaire who tries tries his hand as a as a uh, an ultimate fighter. It's the guy who plays John Favreau. John in it. It's John Favreau. John Favreau's in the UFC. This is yeah, John Favreau is the UFC fight. Is the guy who's trained to be a UFC fighter gets he, beaten up by Tank he, Abbott. Fights Tank Abbott. It's in the UFC uh, octagon. Yeah, it's crazy. And Tank Abbott there is lovely. It's a good time had by all. But yeah, but Goldberg in Desperate Housewives is is always a joy. Wow, I'm struggling. Oh. Uh, Paul Heyman in the Rollerball remake. Oh, yeah, he's in Roller... Yes, Roller he, Jam? No, Ro Roller Jam's the uh, show that he, TNN would <laughs> spend all the advertising budget on That's rather it. than hype up ECW, if you ask Paul Heyman, and sorry mm -hmm. the virus. But, yeah, he's Rollerball remakes, crap. It's crap, 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 crap. But Paul Heyman is very good in it mm -hmm. as an over-the-top commentator where you think, God, he should have done more of this. It's often mm. you see Paul Heyman acting in something that isn't WWE or wrestling or anything else like that. But yeah, he's really good in it. I remember the... Uh, I'll give you a bit more time. You're still thinking of Go it. Go on. Uh, I was going to say, um, watching Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando and who's the bounty hunter on planet Earth looking for him is the, the flipping Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker. And that came out before he appeared in WF, I think. Oh, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he was in it by that point. Isn't the Hulk Hogan film? It's a Hulk yeah. yeah, he's in. Yeah, Suburban Cabana is a Hulk Hogan film. And Goldberg was in it. No, no, no. Undertaker's in it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Undertaker pops up in uh, uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark Calloway is the is a, a space hunter looking for Hulk Hogan's character. Right. So they had they had uh, they had a they had a feud in Suburban Commando as well. With you, Christopher Lloyd watched on. I've got 
I can't remember the name of the wrestler. Well, I can't remember the name of the character that the wrestler plays. Xavier something was Billy Gunn in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, yes. And I yes. can see Salem being thrown at yes. his face. I remember that. And that's how Sabrina wins. And then Melissa Joan Hart went on to be a smark, didn't she? she her and Kevin Owens had a thing. Not yeah. like that. Oh, she, yeah. she got yeah. by yeah. Kevin Owens at one point. Was King Kong, King Kong, King Kong Bundy King Kong. in Married with Children? Yes. He was, yeah, as a Bundy. The joke was, because he was a Bundy, and they said, oh, the, 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 the relatives come round, and the joke was going to be Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way better. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, thank God, it's King Kong Bundy. Words only said once in history, I guess. <laughs> but... Uh, did they yeah. write it not thinking, oh, they can't get Ted. He's, he's quite busy right How now. much is he asking? <laughs> <laughs> King Kong's uh, much cheaper. <laughs> Kerry, is it Kerry Von Erich? No, it must have been Kevin Von Erich at that point. Um, in Problem Child. Oh, it's I watched that dudes, quite recently. He's one of the dudes in prison behind... Um, Kramer, I believe, is the villain in Problem Child. It's been a while since I've seen it. No Yeah, it is, yeah. What yeah, a mad casting that is. Great film. Gilbert Gottfried as... The headmaster. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. He, yeah. just, he just plays Gilbert Gottfried yeah. everything, doesn't he? Yep. Have anybody any here anybody here seen Charmed? Oh, Scott Steiner and Scott uh, Steiner and Booker T. My dad would put on Charmed, but he'd come home from work and be like, "I'm just going to rest my eyes for half an hour. Let me see what's on." Charmed would always be on. Go, oh, perfect. Love the intro. Love the ending. Has no idea what's happening in this show. It's <laughs> three hundred times. Which it's, admin with hilarious which, results? Which, it's like Buffy. It's Same like, sort of it's thing. It's like Buffy. It's three sisters all live together in a house, and they're all witches. They're all witches, and. Uh, it's all, it's all about the plot, really, and the con, and like a lot of admin in it because it, it's it, special effects are expensive, and they do that. There's one episode where it's like there's a portal to hell, but in order if you, but in order to save yourself from going to hell, you have to win a wrestling match between Booker T and Scott Steiner, <laughs> like, because of course. So Buff Bagwell was in it as well. You know, he's the rookie of the year. Nineteen ninety-three. Rookie of the year, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, also, shout outs to Steve. Austin's cameo in the Dilbert cartoon. Yes. Yes, he was the judge. The judge. judge Austin. Because it's doing a parody. It's one of these things where it's trying to do two things at once. It's trying to make a joke of the fact that there's lots of TV judges, am I right? Whilst also doing a cameo appearance of somebody who's really popular at that time for ratings. So it's it really is a... It was biting the hand that feeds you, then caressing the hand afterwards and going... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it was a good bit, though. Yes, it's a great and he, cartoon. And he moves it. Yeah, he goes around and he's like, they change the camera angle, the, the, the perspective as he's moving. It's like, that's really hard to animate. Someone really loves Steve Austin. Yeah, they really made an effort the with Korean it. Korean animator studio, they were making it. Uh, where we at? Uh, Bonsoir, Diddlers. Long time listener of the podcast since day one. God, I hope not. Uh, first time writing him. This podcast is the only one I listen to. Wow. And look forward to watching it each week. It's because he only has time to listen to this. Then there's no others. Even though my free time has dwindled over the years, while the podcast runtime keeps increasing. Wow, I made a joke of that. Not complaining, though. I still do my best to keep up, and I enjoy every bit of it. Even the bits that have Jack on it. Ha, ha, ha. I have to laugh because he's not here. Uh, my question is, do you have any wrestling-related regrets? My question mainly stems from never seeing CM Punk wrestle in person. I missed an opportunity to see Dynamite Live last year when he was AEW champ. I thought I'd get another chance to see CM Punk, but boy, I was wrong. I also missed the chance to talk to Bobby Roode in person. I saw him at a water park in Orlando, suntan lotioning his kid like my dad used to. 
and I was too shy to bother him because he was outside the wrestling ring. Wait, his dad used to suntan I lotion. I, I, I don't know why he's put that. I felt the need to include that. But. I mean, <laughs> weird. <laughs> Look, I have to just read what it says here, okay? Do you have any regrets about not meeting your wrestling hero? <laughs> Double check on this. Missing out on seeing a live show in person about not donning the knee pads. I'm glad you didn't bother him. He's the guy to suntan lotion his kid. <laughs> Sorry, if, if he put Santalos's lad, it would have very much changed <laughs> the perception. Sorry, you're tanning your kid. Can I just ask for a photo? Much love, uh, sorry, much love to the camaraderie, wit, and chemistry you've all shared. Three hundred plus episodes and going. Oh, thank you, pal. Former legendary striker for the Houston Dynamo, Brian Ching. <laughs> Houston Dynamo. All right, okay. Uh, thank you very much, Brian. Up the Houston. Uh, any regrets in wrestling? I got uh, back when we were doing WCPW. I really regret not pushing harder to do a match with Martin Kirby because mm. that'll never happen now. I don't think we'll ever see like a WCPW reunion or anything like that. Um, and it was arguably, and I'm really, really not tooting my own horn. I think it was probably like the hottest feud. It in, really. Obviously, people would love to toot your horn as well, but I think people who like, don't even like you would say, yeah, absolutely, they love that feud. Yeah. And I know they did because were you at that last ever show that they then lied to my face and said it wasn't because I guess they don't like me. Oh, where David Starr won and then that was... I can't believe you said his name out loud. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> well, I, I'm, check I'm, he's I'm, not behind I'm, us. I'm, con uh, I'm confirming that it's the right show. Yes. Yeah. When they played, you. you'll know it because after <laughs> one, they then played what we obviously knew after a few seconds was a retrospective video of all the great mm. moments. But the thing was, because not everyone was told it was the last show, and I was like, do we saw Alan Pichitti appear because obviously you were at the very start of WCPW. Mm -hmm. So the noise that came from people did I mouths, get a pop? Pe I was not, there no, and no, I don't no, remember no. that. Not just a pop, a, oh my god. <laughs> He's but oh oh the company's dead. We're going through the highlights, <laughs> right? Just the, right. the shocking. Wait, what? How would Defiant work? We'll call the holic. Doesn't literally just make any sense. That's like all Japan and New Japan are teaming up or something. So it was just like the fact that that happened and the, no, the again the sheer elation that came from people. Mm, I I would have loved to have done it. I I, I think it would have been really really fun. The, the storyline was paid off and everything. I got put through a table by yeah. Bully Ray, and that's and you can't ask for much more than that to be honest. Um, but I think people might have paid to see that at one point. I think people would have been into oh, yeah. that, and I, I I'd have really gone all out as well. I'd have, I'd have loved to have done something really special there and get absolutely battered. Yeah. You do the Norman Dar approach and just have loads of people like. Like wrestle for you or whatever. Yeah, it would have. You throw in the YouTube money at them. Go, go get them. Obviously, yes. it would have been smoke and mirrors. But I, I, I tell you what, I, what I wanted to do is some sort of. I described it at the time as I want to be Shane O'Mac. I want to fall off something massive and basically be killed. Oh, off. you know what? If that's what you wanted to do, maybe to the best you didn't then. Because yeah, no. it's good <laughs> then, but like now you'd be like, oh, Martin. Yeah, true. Oh, I've got to touch the Martin Kirby today. Ooh. It would have, yeah. I just, I, I would have loved to have done it. I got to do the rumble and that was, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, Those rumbles were mint. I also, I, actually, I got offered, I, I don't want to say the name of the promotion because I've never spoken about it before, but back in 2016, <laughs> Is that a Christmas tree? Yes. Five <laughs> Christmas tree pro wrestling. I wasn't, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the five. Oh, right, it wasn't right, five right. star. Uh, e a, X. So carry on. XWT. <laughs> Extreme wrestling torrents. <laughs> 
What was the company that you were going to be? Something we talked about. Go on, Adam. I was offered a GM role on one of those right at the beginning of Cultaholic when British wrestling was hot. And I sort of wish I'd done it. It, it wasn't, it, it wouldn't have worked because I'd have had to travel across the country for it. But I really enjoyed Where doing that Where would you have traveled to? Oh, I'll just say away. down south. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I wish I'd done that because I really enjoyed doing that stuff. Do you regret not doing that proper fight in the, the Tivoli? <laughs> in the Tivoli? Was it? Like you said, you were like, don't tell anybody, but I've been offered to do this proper fight thing. <laughs> don't tell anybody, but talk about it on the podcast. No, no, but then you <laughs> brought it up a week later on the podcast was, and trashed uh, the I... company. You made it clear that it was not happening and you burned your bridge. Oh, no, so I that's didn't why burn I'm my bridge. Yeah. I didn't burn my bridge. Uh, it, it sounds was like the, you were the dome, It but... was going to be a YouTube uh, MMA thing. It happened. At, is that what it's called? The Tivoli? Was it the arena? Is that the Tivoli? So I had, a, I had an offer a couple this of years so ago. so bad, but I genuinely don't know what it's called. I've just said the name it's, of It's not the Metro else. Radio anymore. The Utilitar Arena. The Utilitar. Utilitar. Why am I saying Utilitar? So, so I don't want to say Utility, so I just say it badly. I was I was offered uh, an MMA thing Yeah. Uh, on one of those twatty YouTube versus yeah, YouTube yeah. things. And, and who was it again? So I had a few. There was a guy called... Dark something. side. No, no, not dark. I wish. Boogity boog. It, it was Boogity some, it was some young FIFA dickhead. He would have absolutely battered me. Uh, but for the money that they were offering, nobody got paid in the end, so I'm glad I didn't Oh, okay. The money they were offering, I'll get, I'll get knocked out for five figures, obviously. Five wrestling figures. Um, <laughs> I would have uh, 100% done it. No, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen because apparently there was a lot of legal stuff afterwards oh. where people didn't get paid. And I don't want to drop anyone in it. So it's not like the creator clashes then where, you know, it's for charity and then charity gets nothing and no. it's made loads. <laughs> no. It's the opposite. Charity actually made out really well. They built the, they mailed in an orphanage out of the uh, money they made out of that. <laughs> so no regrets there. That's fantastic, oh. though. Nah, if it came along again. Mm-hmm. Nice. See, I don't have many because normally, like, when it comes like, to meeting somebody, I just go, ah, I thought it was worth it laughing. I'll go for it. The one thing, like, in a wrestling one, I, I regret not finishing up properly my time as a wrestling manager with Mickey the Dragon. Like, mm-hmm. we kind of, like, um, I had other commitments, and, and Mickey had an injury, so we never really saw through stuff that we'd had planned because we really gained some momentum as a, as a pair. In, in just It's for MEW in the Northeast, and they've been an estab- established wrestling company for a long, long time. We never really got to finish that story off, and we had these, I don't, I'm sure nobody on mine, but I had this, I had this idea, like, if, if Mickey was to win the title, I had this big plan to do uh, a series of skits called um, Durham, Durham Town at High Noon, <laughs> right? Where every week, where I sat and had this chat with Mickey, he was, he was working in Durham at the time. I said, right, what's going to happen is if you win the belt, like every week we will call out, on Monday, we will call out a world champion from somewhere in the world, like a Roman Reigns or at the time Kenny Omega, or like we'll call him out on Twitter, we'll do a video, and then we'll have a video of us in the city, in the middle of Durham and go, well, we're here and you're not. Like nice. what another what another win for Mickey and as weeks nobody would and then obviously and 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 it was like what happens if nobody answers what happens if they answer well brilliant yeah, right. of course that's, that's the best and the every old time Vince they, Bischoff thing isn't it that's it and every time they don't turn up then it's another win okay yeah. and, and that further establishes Mickey as the greatest world champion on the planet. And then it all ends eventually with somebody who jumps Mickey and we had we had this idea to have this big fight into like WH Smith in Durham. Like where we just trash them. <laughs> where Mickey just gets knocked around in there and it leads to a but so I had this whole thing and I was so buzzing just to kind of stand in the middle of Durham City Centre with Mickey and go, Well, Kenny Omega, where are you? We give you a week's notice.
Chris, you're not here, and we never got to do it. And uh, I was that's a regret that I never got to. And and loved loved to to Mickey. We're still we're still lovely mates, and it was something that like cemented a friendship there. We were we didn't know each other too well when we were put together, but we got to know each other. He's lovely, and the best part was. Um, Alex, my partner, said, the thing is, I've met Mickey and I've met you. You're both really nice and you're going to go be baddies. I said, absolutely we are. And she was like, it won't work. And then she watched some of the stuff that we did and you went, actually, I hate you both. It works. <laughs> I said, yes. She was, she was like, lead into like, do that more often. We never got to finish it with those skits. So I'm, my regret is I never got to do those. I think time has passed now. So, I, you know, it is what it is, but that's a regret. Somebody's right? going to steal that. I think it's a really good idea. And Somebody you know, watching this. Do you know what? Good for them. There you go. Yeah. If, you, if you if you have the gumption to steal it, and, and dear God, do it well. If you're going to steal it, do it well and put your own slant on it, and then we're laughing. Honestly. I think it's a great idea. Just call out champs. Lovely. Uh, I shouldn't have gone last year because it's very <laughs> crap by comparison. There was two of them. One was CCW wanted to do like proper work with me or I do video work for them. And I'm like, we can do this, this, and this. And I went, well, what What do I get out of it? And like, what do you want? I'm like, nothing you can give me. So I just walked away. Like, you aren't going to pay what, me. What, what did they want? Um, They wanted like cr- proper promotion. Like, yeah, CZW endorses this Botchmania video. And I'm like, I don't really want that. Uh, but they weren't going to pay you. I didn't, I, they were like, well, what do you want? I'm like, well, here we go. Money. And I just didn't even ask for anything. I just assumed this is just going to be crap, this, isn't it? You go the fact it. that they haven't gone like, Here's an amount. As a no, like, that's not the way you negotiate your rate. You say I want. I think it was a bit bashful at that point. Yeah, like, oh, I'm really flattered that you've done that. I don't want to take money off you, but I also don't want to do the work. So let's just walk away. Right. And I also, I, I so mad at myself this because I don't even have any details for this lad anymore. There was some small furniture shop in, I want to say, America Land, that messaged me saying, "Hey, can we do some sort of cross promotion?" I wonder what. And he went, well, we're going to, like, have a table and we're going to go, like, our tables don't break. Or it's like, whatever, don't know, sell, like, the ones of Botchamania. And then he'd, like, hit it or whatever. He just jumped gently onto it, like, come come to Barney's Tables Emporium or whatever the hell. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I said, nah. And I told people afterwards and every single person I told to goes, that sounds mint. Why didn't you do it? And I went, oh, that was a good thing. To me at that time, it just, like, that sounds rubbish. But I'm like, yeah, of course it is. That's why it's funny, you idiot. <laughs> no, I'm making high art here. With <laughs> what the hell I was thinking. I don't know how much it would have done for their business, but yeah. certainly yeah. if they were going to give you a bag of money, then that's fine. Hi, I'm Alan. I drive a table, but not like this. You know, that type of stick. Oh, no, that's not for me. My, me and my sensibilities. We're going to watch a, a David Lynch film later on after I put out this Botchamania video. Like, what the hell was I thinking? What a great idea that would have been. Dave's it would have been really fun. It would. But you, but you, you're very much. I, th- I think you're you're a bit of a Robin Hood type anyway. Where like you make your thing and you know you get <laughs> <Yeah>, hunted. <laughs> where maybe you know you, the that's the vibe I've always got from him. You go look. I just make this and I'm not looking to, you know, do anything that might not fit what what I'm about. It doesn't fit my character. Mm. It doesn't fit my energy. So obviously, whereas a lot of people like if it were me doing Botchamania, I'd have. I'd have gone to them. I'd have gone, yeah, sure, is about do that. But it's not in your, it's it's not your sort of thing. It's not your wheelhouse to do something that. Was like that was it. I think, it's and just, I think that's there's yeah. there's some there's a real comment there and a real sentiment about being true to yourself and true who you are. It's always the dilemma, isn't it? Yeah, the battle between selling out and uh, sell out. 
Yes. Always sell out. These things are since fleeting. Johnny called the holic, I'm like, ah, those were some good opportunities, weren't they? <laughs> These things are fleeting, Matthew. And I, you're quite right. Yes, you're you're, you're really forty. This bit. How long has it been, Botchmania? Fifteen years. You say years? forty years. No, no. Oh, I how long forty. Fifteen odd years. Since 07, So yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's the, the longevity that Botchmania has displayed is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Nearly bonkers. every video series since then, like I don't know, Swash or Yu-Gi-Oh, Bridged is uh, they've, they've stopped. That's why I like. That's why I was so happy to see Wings of Redemption. Like the box, I'm like, yeah, we've still got it, lads. Class of 07. <laughs> Get him. Have, yeah. have you got wings on a botchamania? <laughs> no, I haven't. Why? Because he's a lol cow. You know, yeah. Just look at him from afar, don't you? Yeah. DSP's a wrestling fan. I have reached out to DSP to do Desert Island Graps. What did he say? Nah, he's not bothered. To that. He did he reply? No, he's not replied, but I know for a fact he's not interested. He's too he's busy doing it. He did a 9-11 memorial stream on Twitch. Did he? And he had his little Ebola. Thank you for subscribing to oh, the Towers no. of Berlin. Oh, no. It reminds me. What was it that happened at the end of a WWE pay-per-view? It was something awful. And then along comes R-Truth doing that. You know, oh, when he yeah. stop ah, yes. What was it, it was that happened? show punching both them out <laughs> at the end of um, <laughs> and then, one of the 2013 maybe Battleground, I want to say. And then it's like, thank you for watching. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we should put him after this podcast make it <laughs> oh god thank you well, wow we got a lot of manager out of that one thank you very much for the lovely uh, questions thoughts and suggestions from the lovely people who are also apparently famous athletes as well wow what a, what a coincidence <laughs> it is every week uh, please send your thoughts and whatever's on your mind to mailbag at cultaholic.com Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Dr. Nick. Nick. A few weeks ago, you answered a question based on The Simpsons. This reminded me of a list I had started where I matched up a W wrestler and a Simpsons character. I was planning on sending it into the mailbag, but completely forgot. I have now found the listed question, and with the rumor of both Tom and Adam on this week's podcast, I thought this would be the perfect time to send in the list. This oh, is dear. great because this would just die a death with uh, Ross and Jack. Um, all you have to do is pick the person you through thought thought would with what would win in a kayfabe fight whatever it's a long list so i'm not expecting you to do them all if you have loads left you can revisit the rest of the list left 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 another time thank you for all the great laughs and company on all the video and audio output you guy have done and continue to do <laughs> just the one of us that's joel <laughs> just <laughs> joel thank thanks you. david uh krauser i think is that a good pronunciation krauser yeah maybe krauser. Yeah. thank you david cheers Sorry about this. We're just tired for a long podcast, but I'm excited for this. So, um, who? So, who'd win in a kayfabe fight between the yeah. following two characters? Yeah, exactly. That's the Reese's pieces. Big Boss Man or Chief Wiggum? Boss Man. Boss Man. Nah, well, I love Wiggum. What? No, no, no. Go on. Explain. No, but, but, but in a shoot fight. Oh, no, sorry. In a in kayfabe a fight. fight. Kayfabe fight. Boss Man. Um, Defo. He can move. Wiggum can't move. Tied to a chair. Apple in his mouth. Yeah, I just <laughs> like him more. <laughs> Clancy getting battered. Sergeant Slaughter versus Herman Herman. Herman. Oh, oh Herman. Oh, wait, he's only got one bloody arm. I'm supposed to be stolen Valor Slaughter. He's got, <laughs> he's got a whole shop of weapons that he can't use. He could surely use some of them. Pistol, he could. Yeah. Mm. Shoot Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, but you can fun. run. Slaughter, slaughter take the slaughter bump through the, the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 
Roddy Piper versus Groundskeeper Willie. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, Willie's a body guy, isn't he? Yeah. When he's gr- greased up, up one one picture, yeah. Roddy would do. Roddy would start fights with Andre the Giant. He's not bothered about a greased up Willie. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke. The biggest laugh from Joel for the entirety of the Joel episode. Joel laughed that laugh. Any other podcast we've ever done. Love the grease up Willie. Up the grease Pop up Willie. Uh, I'm going to say groundskeepers grease up Willie. Uh, yeah, Willie. You do not throw rocks at the man carrying a greased up Willie. I'm picking <laughs> Roddy. Andre the Giant versus Ian. Brackets. Ian. The very tall man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blow that them was kisses. Yeah. <laughs> Wave uh, to the people. I think I think Ian would would hit Andre with his car. His very small. He would do car. nothing. The, the best car. The best car that he could afford. Such a small car wouldn't do anything. Andre. Andre wouldn't even notice. He'd think it was a flea. <laughs> yeah, Andre for me on that one. I'm afraid. Yeah, Andre would. <laughs> Andre would score three pointer with Ian's car. The Million Dollar Man versus C. Montgomery Burns. Ted, isn't it? Montgomery's. Ted, yeah. Yeah, Montgomery's no, frail. No, I'm picking Burns. He's undefeated in court. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart versus Doug, Homer's Canadian brother. Oh. Doug. That's a voice voice by Don DeVito. The rich version of Homer. Where, where, they built, where Homer built the car, the car in the future. That's Carl, isn't it? No, not Carl. That's the assistant. That's not but, oh, Doug. Wait, no, yeah. Homer's Canadian brother. Canadian the, brother. Oh, that must be a later day one. I got confused then. Yeah, it's not Canadian at all. I'm talking crap. Oh, it's a new Simpsons. Herb. It's Herb he's talking about. Herb is the guy that with the car manufacturing yeah, plant. No, he wants a Canadian he's dude. Doug. He just wants a Canadian. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Bret, yeah. Don't the clown versus Krusty. Krusty. Krusty's ruthless, isn't he? Yeah. That man's that man's Ooh, original Don't the Clown. Mm, true. Ah, uh, Krusty's got a, a pacemaker. Oh, good shout. Well, Don't the Clown needs to do is put like a... Microwave next to him. That's it, yeah. <laughs> is that just a myth? Can people pacemakers? I'll find out later. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Stone... I'm not in tomorrow. You know it's not. Stone Cold, that lad from Dilbert versus Bart Simpson. Austin's batter the kid. <laughs> Austin would batter the small yeah. child. <laughs> how much time? How much prep time is Bart? Although, had? would Brett shake up Austin's beers? So when you go to crack open, oh beer, bang! Oh, gets on the top turnbuckle. Mm. That April. happens after the bell. Austin's beating him, but yeah. Bart gets the last laugh. Yeah. Oh, the, the Lance Archer special. <laughs> April Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the hospital. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> James Storm versus Moe Sislak. Oh, because the beer drink, right. Oh, right. oh, yeah. I mean, Mo, pause the points. James drinks them. Yeah. Mo's got a rifle. Mo does have a rifle. And a mace. And mace. James Storm has a gimmick he's been coasting on for the past 15 years. <laughs> Mo's got boxing experience. Because he's like right. handsome, what is it, like handsome Mo? Kid, kid Mo. <laughs> kid Mo. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> kid handsome. Kid, prese- kid presentable. <laughs> kid presentable. Kid ugly. I'm sticking with Mo then. I used to be kid TNA, then, <laughs> then kid global force, <laughs> then kid impact, then kid TNA again. Uh, Frank Grimes or Stevie Richards from Right to Censor. Ooh, Ooh. So Stevie Richards. 
Well, Stevie, because Frank Graham is dead. That'll do I it. Mean, yeah. 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 Frank Graham's drowning like his own bitterness. Stevie Richards is super kicking. <laughs> no, Stevie would get a few hits on YouTube by going, Oh, Frank shouldn't have grabbed that electricity wire. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Tony Khan took my video down. Uh, Brooklyn Brewer. Oh, Brawler? Brawler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I beg your pardon. I think this person's their first language is in English. And I was mine, in fairness. Uh, Gil Gunderson. Gil, the nervous. I didn't know this dude's surname. Oh, Gil. Oh, Gil, Gil this is the Brooklyn Brawler. Who's the biggest loser? Oh. Uh, between, sorry, Gil and who? Brooklyn Brawler. Brawler. Ooh. Oh, Gil. I thought they were Brooklyn Brewer, though. That's a good I gimmick. think we give old Gil the win. I think he needs one. That's, yeah. That's why he's losing. Uh, he can't win. It's a big one for old Gil. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I didn't realize it's such a, a complete. Oh, yeah, completely. Completely took the character. Anyway, Nails versus Snake. 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 I've seen Nails wrestle. Snake. Snake, the fictional character. Wait, could you've seen Nails wrestle? When you, yeah. Nails? Wasn't Kevin. You've seen him wrestle? Where? Well, SummerSlam. Oh, so I think. No, I got excited. That's cool. Newcastle Legends yeah. 2005. Sorry. The way I made that. Yeah, sorry, Paul. Uh, Disco Inferno versus Disco Stew. Disco Stew. Yeah, Disco Balls Stew. Balls Inferno. Yeah, <laughs> Solid Inferno. Paul Birchall, the pirate versus Darr, the sea captain. Ooh. Sea Captain's got his little crusty. What's his, what's his name on the balloon? Oh, handsome Pete. Oh. Pete. Pete Ring. Yeah. Uh, and Paul Birchall Paul. had um, sex with his sister. Poor Paul Birchall. <laughs> I'll take. Uh, I'll take. Did it up? I didn't, take, take the I didn't write it. <laughs> it's <laughs> what you want to happen. <laughs> it's what you wanted to happen. <laughs> I'll take Sea Captain. Sorry, Sea Captain, because he did last. He lasted longer than three weeks. Eugene versus Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, move quickly on. <laughs> you, no, no, Ralph, because he glued his head to his shoulder so he couldn't be pinned. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but he can be submitted. It, but he doesn't know the meaning it's of the word rolled pain. down a hill by Eugene. Mr. America or Mr. X, in brackets, Homer Simpson. Oh, the superhero he played for no. the film? Bag over his head, website. Right, okay. Weird <laughs> episode where they get transported to the island. Big bubble coming oh, out. Oh, uh, that one's a bit... Mm. Mr. America, who's more entertaining than that episode. I'll say Mr. America yeah. as well. Hillbilly Jim or the Godwins versus Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. Cletus, we have a kid, all the kids running. I was going to say he's got the, the numbers advantage. Yeah, yeah Cletus. Dale, hey, Brandy. <laughs> the ABA versus Fat Tony. And presumably his fat mate. Ask the mobsters. Mm. Organized crime or always pounding ass. Mm. Oh, Fat Tony doesn't actually have it in him, does he? He threatens Skinner and then Skinner gets piled under the newspaper. They didn't do it. They didn't kill him. It's all talk, isn't it? Well, no, they they, they fight the accuser. They do fight the accuser. Like but Dreams Day like Dreams Age Entertainment did in 06. Um, I'm gonna say APA. APA. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Hurricane versus Radioactive Man. Um, I'll say Radioactive Man. 
Which radioactive man? Because one's dead. Yeah, I'm thinking like, what, is it like the actor from the TV thing or the dude from the comics? Or like, what are we doing here? I was no, thinking, I was thinking of, <laughs> these questions. I was, like, thinking, I was picturing Wolf Castle as radioactive man. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's Fallout Boy. I was thinking that I keep telling you he's 82 years old and he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, great. Flynn Springfield. <laughs> Look at that one. They can't even spell a name right. <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, Radio Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverend Devon or Reverend Tim Lovejoy. Oh. Oh, he battled off the monkeys. Did Lovejoy, he didn't did. he? Yes, on the train. On the train. He's got his model train set and then he's on a real life train set. And I'm, I'm sure he comes he, out on top he, there, he, doesn't he? So one time he does come out on top because he, he you know, he, he powers <laughs> through and wins the day. Uh, but bear in mind that like Tim's got his wife in his corner, who's a, who's a bit of a gossip. But mm. Devon's got Batista, Batista, who's a beast. So with that in mind, I'm going to give it to Devon. Yeah, I'll take Devon. Yeah, Deacon Batista, I think... Mrs. Lovejoy could have him at that point. No, she gossip. Not the she gossip about him, so maybe damage his pride. But she I don't laugh think. At him. Yeah. Ye. Uh, Ric Flair versus Barney Gumble. Ah! <laughs> <You're so laughs> Couple of monsters. That's not true. Barney Gumble turned his life around for a bit. <laughs> yeah, Barney's already winning. <laughs> yeah, Barney. <laughs> Hall of Fame list, by the way. I'm going to go Barney, yeah. Vince McMahon versus Ned Flanders, closest I could get to God. Oh. oh. <laughs> Who Vince McMahon has beaten. Ned. It's got to be Ned. He'd do the Bianca Belair with his knob, wouldn't he? Because he's... <laughs> he's got all that. Right. <laughs> in, the, in the new series, Ned shows a real mean streak because he tries. He nearly drowns Homer in a, in a tub of ranch dressing. In a new episode. I'm glad I'm not watching so, anymore. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds it's good. It's not terrible. No, I don't want to hear this. I don't care. I, uh, I, I, saw, uh, I keep on getting <laughs> recommended that uh, Eye Patch Wolf thing. Modern Simpsons, good. I, went, I don't care. I love you, mate. Nah, I'm not watching No, no, no. They're not all great. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple of episodes which I've really enjoyed in the new series. Oh, I like the episode where Virgil takes on Waylon Smithers. Oh, That's nice. That's great. Um, oh, God. Virgil, wait, what's the... Oh, they're like sidekicks yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh... I'm going to say Smithers. Smithers. Yeah. Up the gaze. Gobbledygooker versus Bumblebee Man. Animals, right. Um. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bumblebee Man's got the longevity. Yeah. I'm thinking Bumblebee Man. He's got the longevity on such weak material. <laughs> He'll go the distance. <laughs> just watching the TV, it's just him like, oh, I get the giant mousetrap or something. <laughs> it's great telly. <laughs> JBL versus the rich Texan. <laughs> yeah. Um, JBL, I think on that one. I think JBL takes the rich Texan. Rich Texan. Um, because he's uh, JBL's all mouth, isn't he? Our Steve Blackman. Yes. Uh, I'll pick the rich, rich Texan because I'll try and get that pub. Damien Sandow versus Lisa Simpson. Oh, smart, smart ass intelligence. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Sandow still. I'm trying to think whether Lisa... Lisa is good at hockey, like... Uh, yeah, Lisa, yeah, Lisa showed an aggressive side doing hockey. Um, and Damien couldn't win, <laughs> couldn't get a win in the match if to save his life. I'm going to so, say, yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll give Damien a win. I'll give Lisa the win. Damien was very nice to me in person, so Lisa, the fictional character, is winning. <laughs> Matt Riddle versus Otto, man. Oh, Should we just say Otto and move on? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Otto. Randy Savage versus Duffman. Oh, great shout. No, not Duffman. Duffman. 
I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Savage though. I feel like I feel like Savage has got. The... I can hear both characters of Ivers. Their voices switched. You know. Mm. Savage. Oh. It's tough, tough man. I love you, Randy Savage. Finally, Tugboat versus Horatio Peter McAllister, the sea captain. Again. Okay. Cool. Sure. Put on double duty. I, I, Tugboat's theme is a, a, a secret pick of like songs I like. Remind me how it goes. I can, I can hear that bit. It's coupled in with the Titantron video of him doing that. That was his gimmick. And they were going to headline WrestleMania with him versus Hogan. Says in big letters, can I get a tug? Yeah. 100,000 people are going to fill LA Coliseum to see that idiot. Tug, 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 Hooray, the tug is here. <laughs> I'm going to pop for Tug when we see him in January at the Royal Rumble party at what Box Park Wembley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Q&A with Tugboat. Come on. Me and Tug is hanging out watching the Rumble. Dear it, Tugboat, have you ever seen Tugs, the show that is like Thomas the <laughs> Tank Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm going to get him to come out to the Tugs theme just for my own amusement. <laughs> I would like to pay the one great theme from that period. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that noise means it's the end of the round. Uh, thank you very much for sending that in. Bloody hell, David, that was amazing. Who thank would we have put much. Homer and Marge up against? I don't think they got a shout, did they? Marge, Marge against Linda? Marge versus Linda. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Has been for years. He's uh, like Homer. The Sandman. Sandman's not a bad shout. Maybe Steve Austin would have been a better match for beer drinking, blue collar. I can't see them fighting. They'll be like, yeah, you're right. The working man. Yeah. Take maybe maybe Sandman then. Maybe Homer and Sandman. The team the up Bender's to fight the Sandman. Good. Human Bender, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, mate. Uh, Cheers. That's Thank great. you very much. Loved your work. Any Reese's Pieces, please send them to mailbag at goholic.com. It's Cultaholics. Big question. Ah, what a lovely, long, silly podcast it's been. Good. Quick shout out to our magnificent producers, uh, Jason Goddard. <laughs> Goddard. Oh, you don't do this. Yeah, you're right. So, Thank um, you, Joel. J- J- Jason Goddard uh, joins us on the Classic Smackdown review tomorrow morning. Yes, he does. He does. He was a, as, a, as a patron of a certain donation. Uh, Tia, he came and did an episode of the Classic Smackdown review with us. So you'll hear him tomorrow. God, he's hard. God, he's there you go. That's what we need. Damien Smith. What did he say? The devil. The devil. The devil. Reno 2200. He's from the future. Noah Anderson. Anderson. And also Super Sharkosaurus Photography. Photography. Click, click, bite, bite. Sorry, I don't know we get far into this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Tom, I'm echoing the thoughts of thousands. I've already fallen asleep halfway through this week in wrestling. <laughs> I've put my wife and roll on the other side of the bed by now. <laughs> Big question this week is, how should John Cena's WWE career really end? Ooh, that's a good big question, isn't it? So lots of people were speculating that that was Cena's swan song. It wasn't, obviously. How should it really end? Another loss to Solo Sokoa. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, how funny would it be, right? He's taken 11 Samoan spikes from Solo Sokoa and he's gone out. 
And then they do a thing like in January, like he's back, and it's like a whole thing of like, I'm coming for Solo Sokoa. I'm coming, I'm coming to get you. Training montage. He turns up in the best shape he ever is. Gets in the ring, 12 Samoan spikes. <laughs> <laughs> he just beats him in three minutes, like just batters him. Like the Cody Brody match. I'm a big fan of a shaggy dog story. I love the idea of a whopping great build-up to something, and then he gets in the ring, within three seconds he's dead. <laughs> like I love, I would I'd love for some. Do you remember when Cody faced Anthony Agogo? Mm. Sadly, yes. I had this whole idea of like they get the big entrances and Cody gets the big American entrance, the all American entrance, fireworks, planes flying overhead, big American flag, big announcement, Cody Rhodes, all of this stuff. And like massive confetti falls down, (laughs) ding, ding, a go, go, bang. (laughs) One, two, three. And I love that. (laughs) AEW would have had my money forever if they'd been brave enough to do that. Loved it. No one does it though. Everyone's too scared. If I ran a promotion, that's exactly what we'd do. We'd have one match, which is all the build, and then with three seconds, done. Tom Campbell's big squash wrestling. <laughs> big squash. Every match is a squash. The showdown at County Durham Hall. Sponsored by Robinsons. <laughs> Finally, Bacchini. money. Bacchini versus Martin Kirby. With the Bacchini's. stealing bastards from the utility arena at ringside. <laughs> All surrounding the ring. <laughs> the lumberjacks. They're not going, they're not trying to put you back in the ring, they're going through your pocket. <laughs> they've got they've got the money that you would have earned on a on a, yeah. on a rope above the ring. They're not gonna reach it because a little bit higher. <laughs> it's boss man again. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that's how Cena should retire, you're right. Um <laughs> I'm going to kill two birds with one stone here. <laughs> Good I'm going to give him Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle had a crap what? retirement. Why do you want to see Kurt Angle back in the ring? Kurt Angle, John Cena. In 2023 or 2024. Yeah, why not? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You haven't seen him wrestle. He might have got really good. He might, he might be all right. <laughs> he might have got good. <laughs> all he does on the Kurt Angle show is giving up the date and how bad his back and spine and legs and fingers and yeah, eyebrows are. He put that in the video package. Like, he, he there's no way he has the physical limitation to listen to one of these podcasts. Are you thinking he should wrestle Johnson? Leave him alone. I'm trying, I'm trying to fix a wrong here. Right or wrong? Two okay, wrongs, right. don't make, two wrongs make a bigger wrong. Okay, I'll come up with a better one. Thank you. I take this too seriously. Go on. Who, who have you got? No, nothing. I want to yell at you. Kevin uh, I reckon he needs it. <laughs> Corbin. Hollister. <laughs> <Polister. laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin should retire Cena as well. Oh, my God, the promos. I get a Gunter then. Ooh. Gunter retiring you know what, that's Cena. That's actually a genuinely good pick. Thank yes. you. Kurt Angle, special guest ref. He gets involved. <laughs> no, he's... Uh, Poor <laughs> Angle. He's being out. Then they team up and batter Angle for no reason. Kurt Angle died three years ago. We've got his corpse at ringside. We'll never let it be able to rest. How about you and I have a 12-minute match now, Kurt Angle? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's that? I'd love to. <laughs> Weekend at Angles. <laughs> you still got it. That's it. She's laying down. Angle says yes to the match. <laughs> this match is happening because Saudi Arabia have demanded... I mean, because Angle really wants to right that wrong. <laughs> Cena Gunter at Bash in Berlin. Just Cena, oh. Cena goes out in enemy territory mm. where, where Gunter would be the most over like Rover chat. It comes out looking like Guile from Street Fighter. Yeah. Like, That's right. <laughs> Support our troops. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are good. 
Yeah, just let's have, 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 <laughs> go out booed yeah. endlessly. Honestly, that or oh, it's gonna sound daft, but because just because of the long time he's been there for, and because I know they have good chemistry, and I think it's actually benefiting because he's probably gonna be around here forever. The Miz. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you got we headline WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You beat me in that crap I quit match. We had the recording, whatever. Um, yeah. That's an interesting Vicariously, one. that's ones each. Had a push. Uh, yeah, like, one more time. We've been here forever. Miz deserves that. Retiring John Cena. It doesn't help an up-and-comer, but Miz is great, and he does anything. Anything you ask him to, he'll yeah. do. So I actually quite like that idea. Because ideally, I'd like Chad Gable, but I don't think that's going to happen, so I'll take Miz instead. Yeah. What, Chad Gable for John Cena? Chad Gable retired John Cena. Because, oh, oh you, you go to the big superstar stuff, but are you... Gable affiliated or whatever. That's all they say, is it? <laughs> Jesus, where did Gable that come from? Affiliated. That's like guest. <laughs> are you not alpha academized? <laughs> whatever. Are you? Oh, g- this is going. Are you badly, ready, Matthew. willing, and Gable? Maybe. Yeah, but like because his style of wrestling is based on they've got the, the academy, they're doing mm. the mat wrestling, Olympic catches catch, whatever. And he goes, yeah, whatever. My catches catch kind of versus your crap raps. What, what do you got? Right. I think Chad Gable's a better fit to retire Angle. You know. If if Pachiti's insisted on bringing Porker, and I am, Angle's Pork. got too much as uh, too much too much as Angle to the ring. <laughs> Angle, um. Gable's playing the Angle suit. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Angle looks great. He has a look. Do you remember, the, <laughs> do you, do you remember just for WrestleMania 19 where Angle got in the ring and then quickly swapped out with Eric Angle? Yeah, in that match <laughs> against Lesnar. Do that, but with Gable. That's that's the way to do it. Just to go back. You have uh, Chad Gable become Kurt Angle's underling, his apprentice. You build him up. He displays the intensity that Kurt Angle did. And then it's Gable versus Cena. First match, can, can Cena beat Angle's understudy? I like the idea of Angle being a manager and going, okay, yeah. I've taught him everything. And it, yeah. He was at the Gable level, now he's at the Angle level. That's it. Yeah, Cena he, going, damn it. He knows I don't like Olympic slams now. <laughs> he knows I'm allergic to them. Mm. <laughs> My Grace and Waller. Ooh, that's not that challenge. Because obviously, yeah. Cena and Grace and Waller had a little bit of a thing at Money in the Bank. And whether or not that would be something... Yeah, like but then Cena also said, I'm going to try my best to get WrestleMania in London. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lying bastard. And then, <laughs> give him time. It's only a few months ago. <laughs> he's got nothing to do. He's been a strike on. He's been busy. <laughs> he's got a lot of admin to do. Just get distracted. <laughs> I like the idea of Grayson Waller. Yeah, yeah, Waller's a good shot, actually. It's, it's the sort of thing in that, like, if you choose the wrong person, it could really harm their career, couldn't it? Mm. It could lead to sort of go away here. Like Corbin, it did. I was about to say, yeah. Retiring okay. Kurt Angle didn't elevate Corbin. It should have done because it's Kurt Angle, but it didn't actually help him, really, mm. did it? Yeah. So I think you've got to pick carefully. Gable beating Cena. I, that's, that, that's my pick, anyway, as. Angles oh, understudy. Yeah, I think somebody like a Kamalo Hayes would benefit from it as well. Hayes is a good shout. Yeah. Hayes is a good one. Gable, Gunter. Do like Gunter. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I, I think we, we, they did such good business with Solo Sokoa. I kind of think if you're going to run it again, just have Solo Sokoa to finish him off. But right now, I still don't really buy Solo as... Uh, he has gone up that much from beating Cena because where's he going to go up to? 
what Roman Reigns, Tribal like Chief. Roman, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that's, he's just he's always going to be down here, so it's hard to visualize. Well, no, because the the, the, the right obvious now. the obvious thing is that that I mean, even Paul Heyman said like one day you will be Tribal Chief. Yeah. So then I reckon you have, you run back C- Cena and Sakura and Sakura does it again, and then that same night or that same weekend Roman loses the title. So then Solo can go. Oh, okay. Right, I like that. Yes. I'm up. For, okay, you said I'd be Tribal Chief. What if, you know? Time for you to move on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then but, you have Solo beat Roman. Roman loses nice. at Mania. And then the following month loses to Solo. Yeah. Two pinfalls on the bounce, and Solo is the boy. I like that. But sadly, that is going to be in about six years' time. <laughs> yeah. And he will have retired by then. So, but it's a nice idea. Proper fantasy booking hat here. Tugboat. He, he, no. Heal MJF coming across, and the first thing he does is retiring John Cena. Oh wow. What about pro promoing of the death? <laughs> First one, then t'other. Yeah, just completely shuts out Cena. Like I've turned up, and I'm just going to take your. I'm going to take out your hero. Yep. Wow. I'm going to dismantle the company from the top. I'm going to take out the biggest guy here. There we go. Done. I like that. Because suddenly, all of a sudden, like the world is his oyster. Then in WWE, if he's just retired John Cena, he's like, mm-hmm. who else then? I'm literally the guy now. My time is now. There you go. Oh, some spicy choices. Ooh. Who do you think? Leave it in the comments. Oh, let's have a look. You already have. Ah, <laughs> cheers. Uh, wow, this has been a nice podcast. Tom, what have you got for us until next week? Uh, classic SmackDown review tomorrow. Uh, we had a really busy week of interviews on the podcast feed this week. And and if you're a patron, you can watch the versions as well. Uh, we had Colin Hunter on from Kayfabe News. Uh, he's making a documentary called The Ref Didn't See It. Yeah. And uh, it's he get, he learns to, uh, to become a referee. And he just, it's a bit of a love letter to the refs. Of the wrestling world. It's a really lovely project he's working on. So he's on the podcast feed this week. I had a chat with M. Dickey, who is the guy behind cool. Wrestling Empire, Wrestling Revolution 3D, Matt Dickey. Uh, I call him one of the most infamous video get wrestling game developers. He gets so much negative energy. And we address it. We talk about it. And Why does he get negative energy? Because the games are, aren't considered masterpieces. And mm-hmm. they are considered a bit ropey. But not, in that is their charm. Right. But a lot of people get very... Uh, like, a lot of people are, are quick to, to shut him down and, and shut them down. A lot of negative press because of that. He got a lot of stick when Fight Forever was coming out, he was telling me. Really? Yeah, a lot of very tribal AEW fans oh, in particular. Okay. You know, there's tribal on both sides. The AEW fans in particular were, but like, but he talks all about it. He's, uh, it was really lovely to chat with like his past, his present, his future. Really interesting guy. Had a chat with Trisha Dora this week, uh, Ring of Honor star Trisha Dora, who has just uh, ended a, uh, ended her 1,338 day reign as Pan African World Champion. And so she beats out Roman Reigns, providing that Roman loses the belt of Mania. Uh, so we talk about that. She's about to fight Julia uh, for New Japan Strong. She's got a match against Aja Kong next month oh, for cool. wrestling Arce. Uh, so lovely to have a catch up with her. There's, uh, we're, we're doing them every week. There's, there's, there's exclusive interviews that you won't get on the channel on the podcast feed all the time and they're waiting for you there this weekend is the classic Smackdown review uh, with Matthew Gregg myself and Jason Goddard thank you for sir oh. and uh, the second episode of Punk Vember uh, Aiden Gibbons from Coltholic.com in his own time has written basically a dissertation on MJ on, on, on CM Punk's AEW run 
and we round table it. We talk about it. And it's a three part epic. It's going to clock in at about seven hours in total. Uh, so episode two, it comes out on Sunday. Uh, so some lovely listening for you if you're going for a nice long walk on a Sunday. Busy on the podcast feed. It's free to download the, you know, the podcast on whichever podcast app you have. Or you can just shout at your Alexa and say, play the latest Cultaholic Wrestling podcast. And you'll get it there as well. That's all my plugs. I can't top that. Yeah, God. Well, well, well done. I'm watching some. I, uh, I'm, I'm doing it tomorrow. But by, by the time this finishes, <laughs> I'll have watched a bunch of nonces on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> doing my Tuesday stream, but on a on a Friday, I've done some list voiceovers. <laughs> what else have I got? Just touch my arm. I've got nothing. Uh, I will mostly be listening to Tom on the podcast feed, and I'd thoroughly recommend you do as well. Thanks, mate. So right. I'll be, watching, I'll be watching old episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too after today. Yeah. Uh, watch the new ones. Stuff I've seen a million times before. It's so comforting, isn't yes. it? It's just the nicest. It's our, it's our background viewing ones. a lot of the time. Is Simpsons on in the background. Mm. What was the, I just saw a screen cut the other day and I'd forgotten about the joke. It's good if you forget the bits where it's like, I don't know, hey, here's the porno. And it's Das Butt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I was howling, just let's go that the idea. <laughs> das Butt, of all the films that were sex parody <laughs> of Das Boot. That was my reaction with Peter Jesus. Wolfgang Peterson's harrowing tale of some men stuck on the boat as <laughs> a sex fest. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash call the holic for the Hall of Fame and mailbag at callholic.com for all your mailbag wonders. Uh, this has been Tom. This has been Pachiti. This has been the wonderful Joe, who you can't see, but you can feel his effort every week. Or a magnificent chap. This has been Puppet Jack, who doesn't do much anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, you've been amazing. Now we'll go look at this. Uh, what can I say after that? That's but obviously. Okay. It's got the count, uh, count of three, we're going to see Das Bud. One, two, three. Das, das Bud! <laughs> Beautiful. German for the butt. <laughs> 